You can kick your fancy ales, you can drink them by the flagon, but the only food for the raven too comes from the green dragon. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Green Dragon Podcast. I'm your host, Matt, and I have here with me today, Kylie. Hello, hello. And Jeremy. Hello. In the third chair. I like this. I'm not leading this time. Yeah, we've got a... Stop, stop, Matt. I'm just going to stop you there and yeah, no, leave no, no, for no, a bit. No, 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 go, please. No, 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 go for it, go for it. I'll let you lead. Okay. I'll just, I'll just wait, just, just wait. I've just got one thing to say. Just This is directly at Forge World, who I've just got off the phone with. So, Forge World, if you can hear this, please. Thank you very much. Hey, wait, did my comment just get deleted? No, that's it. I, I heard all of that. You, you heard all that? Yeah, I heard all that. It didn't seem to come up. Like, it was a stirring call to arms. I don't know what's happened there. I have to look back into it. I'm sure I put something in there. Anyway. We'll fix it in post. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll check. It's got to be there somewhere. I, I can't just disappear. Things just don't disappear. <laughs> Things don't disappear. Prices don't rise out of nowhere and suddenly you're paying 40% more. But, you know, that's not what oh, we're not. here to talk about today. That's not... Jeremy, Jeremy, please. That's not what we're here to talk about. I'm today. not talking about that. No, no, good, good, good. Uh, clearly, good. it wasn't even on there. We're here to talk about... I'm on the podcast for the first time in, in weeks and weeks. I have no idea when the last time I was on here was. We've had so many requests for you back. Like, when can we get that guy? The guy that says it at the start. Can you say it again? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Green Dragon Podcast. He did it. I can do that yes. all day. That was slightly more exaggerated, but I appreciate <laughs> the effort. But yes, we are here today to talk about our trip to Articon, Kylie. What a wonderful trip it was, too. The time we had was magical, really. London was amazing. There were, there were Londoners there. There were some Canadians there. I saw a Canadian, Jeremy. Yeah. They exist. Josh? No, not Josh. <laughs> we didn't see much of Josh actually. He kind of yeah. Uh, he kind of just like in and out. He floated in, thing. said hi, and then floated away. Yeah. I was seriously impressed. The the just looking at that picture, we had all the flags up there, and the Australian flag for some reason. But having the flags up there and all the different countries there is legitimately impressive. Ah, uh, you missed the point when we, me and Matt, got there, and our flag was handed in, and then uh was conveniently draped over the New Zealand flag. I thought so. <laughs> they probably just didn't know the difference. I don't think anyone does. They put it right... Actually, no. This is, seriously, they put it right over L- the top. Literally <laughs> over the top of the New Zealand flag. I think it was meant to be a joke, but the New Zealand never showed up. So, it was, oh. no one was laughing. No, well, no that, that's, that's anyway. a real shame. They couldn't make it. Yeah, look, yeah. and that's... I don't know that's fair. It should be the other way around because we like copied the New Zealand flag, didn't we? Yeah, something like that. I something think it was like straight that. plagiarism. Yeah. Oh, why make your own stuff where you just copy things? Time for a new flag. Right into you, politicians. Mm, Not that yeah. any of them are listening right now. Yes, Australian politics. Okay, back on to Articon. <laughs> Kylie. What, Prime Minister are we on now? Ky- no, no, we're not, we're not going there. Kylie, Kylie. <laughs> do yes. you want to start us off by talking about your pre-game expectations or pre-tournament expectations? Pre-tournament expectations. Well, I- I'd like to first point out that I think it was a very wise choice by the two of us to have the holiday portion of the trip before the tournament because I don't think I could have dealt with stewing over the tournament whilst trying to do holiday things afterwards. Yeah, honestly, I look at it perhaps the other way around where I was nervous in the week leading up to it and I was thinking about it going, I'm not sure like whether whether it was playing on my mind or what. I still really enjoyed my time there, but I don't know, maybe next year might see how we go with that one. Mm. I think you should probably tell us what Articon is first, because let's let's oh, so assume that maybe three of our thousands of listeners don't know. Three out of thousands? I think so. There's something wrong with that statement, and it's not the three. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know tens of thousands. <laughs> uh, Articon is the biggest Middle Earth SPG. Yeah, I said it. Middle Earth SPG tournament. Lord of the Rings, you mean? 
Yeah, that one. Yeah. And, and Hobbit. And Hobbit. And, you know, <laughs> probably the Silmarillion in there too now. Ooh. Ooh. One Exciting. day. One day. <laughs> Patience. Biggest tournament in the world. How many players were there, Kylie? Uh, 214 in singles. 214. That is massive. Players. That is legitimately... Huge. There's not many, like, wargaming tournaments that actually have many than that. That, that would be up there with, with most in the world. I know there's probably a couple that maybe hit a couple more people, but... That's big. That's really big. That's even bigger than our like thirty people tournament. I've heard of hundred people tournaments, but seeing two hundred players there in one room, absolutely insane. Five times bigger than the biggest tournament mm. in Australia, I think. Yeah, that, it that's is. yeah, five times. Fantastic. I think actually exactly five times. So that's what Articon is. It was it was <laughs> it was exactly five times. Because <laughs> no, two hundred fourteen is actually, divisible by five. No, because <laughs> Clash was I think forty two, forty three. I thought it was like a matter point eight joke. Divisible by pi. Anyway, <laughs> Articon in Manchester in England. Mm-hmm. That's where we went. It was a mm-hmm. very long flight, was it not, Kylie? We, it uh, was uh, seven hours to Brunei. Yep. With a two-hour stop. Two hour nine hours to Dubai with another two-hour stop. And then finally an eight-hour trip to London. So you couldn't get direct to Dubai? I think we probably could. I, th- I know Josh went to Abu Dhabi, yeah, which is, yeah. I believe, in the same country. Oh, I'm no. not sure exactly, but you, you tend oh, to... In the same ballpark. <laughs> yeah, you tend it's to around, to Arab Emirates, yeah. Emirates East. Yeah, to get to Europe, absolutely. And and it's pretty much a massive flight hub, so you just everyone goes there across the world. Yeah, yeah, true. We actually ran into someone that Kylie knew on the flight on the way home. Yeah. Pure coincidence. Uh, we're already up to the flight on the way home. Well, that was a good review. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, ran into Jowie from um, Starlight Productions, and yeah, I work in a theatre, so it was kind of like a out of the billions of people on this planet, kind of run into someone that I knew that was wasn't expecting that. Yeah, the in reason any way, the reason I form. bring that up is because he was talking about uh, he had flown previously directly from Perth to London, which is a seventeen-hour flight. Wow, terrifying. Oh no! It's, but it's also like that's a well, that's a lot of petrol and stuff like that for the plane oh, as yeah, well. That's, for sure, mm. that's impressive. They can do that now. Yeah, amazing. fantastic. So maybe next year, we'll see we'll how see. we go. We'll yeah. see. So <laughs> back to the pre-tournament okay, expectations. So now you know what Articon is. Yeah, no, no, I know what Articon is. I okay. definitely know what it is. I don't. I don't know what Manchester. Pre-tournament is, expectations. So going in, I honestly didn't have like we're flying in blind. Honestly, like I'm not sure about you, Matt, but I had nothing. No gauge, no not like the closest we had kind of to what to expect over there is from our our good friend Cam Cameron Bell. Shout out to to him, um, awesome bloke. Looks more Aussie than any of us. Yeah, he was he was mistaken as an actual Australian many times. It was only his third event as well, oh. so not that many people actually knew him. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's good that he's finally getting around to the UK events. Yeah, it's great. So he, he had two events here, did he? Or he had a, uh, he, he, he at least one here. He definitely played in Silmarilli yes. one time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I won the wooden spoon, I believe. So, oh, good stuff. And he was pretty, uh, no, no, it was best sports. I'm not sure if yeah, he did win the wooden spoon, sports. but he won best sports. Yeah. International players always get best yeah. sports. How can He's they a not? champion. It was yeah. great. It was great hanging out with Cam a few times. We didn't get around to cheeky Nando's, but next time we will. Oh, that's all right. That's all right. We tried. Just time constraints wouldn't allow us to. <laughs> I, can okay, so, ar- I can already tell what kind of episode this is going to be. Let's let's continue. Okay. No, no, but that's a, that's okay. That's okay. Everyone knows when they get an article and review that we're doing. It. Like no one's going this for like high level tactics. No, no, like, they're, they're doing it for the experience and that sort of stuff. And we'll do yeah. the high level tactic. It's not like later. we had we have someone on the cast that podiumed or anything. No, I doubt that. I no, doubt I that. Highly no. doubt that. We're yeah. just Australians. Like what do we know? We don't even take good lists. Yeah, I've been told that many times. <laughs> Moving <laughs> pre-tournament on. expectations. So, so expectations going forward. We we didn't really have much to gauge on. 
or or kind of what to expect. So going forward into this tournament, I had kind of one goal in mind, and that was to kind of show all the participants at Articon and kind of by extension show everyone else in the community worldwide that, you know, we, we can play the game, that our ideas aren't silly, even though they might be a bit out of the box. And I thought the best way I can demonstrate that we know how to play, we know what we're talking about, our ideas are, you know, somewhat sensible, was to try and get top 10 and not lose a game. I was okay with draws. I was okay, yep. more than happy with wins, but I just didn't want to get a loss to my name. So that was my goal, top 10. That's a fair goal. Yeah, that, that's reasonable. I imagine that all 214 people would have had a similar goal and just said, look, if I can just go undefeated, I'll be happy. As, as a base level, that's okay. Sure, yeah. Yeah, no, that <laughs> sounds about right. What about you, Matt? <laughs> uh, yeah, I was aiming to win one game. I thought that would be a good start. That was also a good expectation yep. for you, I think. Yeah, yep. and uh, it took me a little while to get there, but <laughs> we got there eventually. Also, I'd, like I, I know you made that in jest, saying that you know people were trying to win every game. But I, I know for a fact there were people there who did not care if they won or lost. There, yeah, you know, there were some people I know that, while not deliberately losing, were perfectly fine with losing because it meant they were down the bottom tables with the real painters. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I know that painters always go to the bottom tables, so that makes sense. That's where I met uh, James Brushstroke. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, look, he was he, down there. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. I don't Thanks, think he was James. actually playing, but he was uh, just checking out all the different really? armies. He probably was playing, actually. I'm not sure. You get like if you're gonna have 214 people, you're gonna get a whole range of people, and I can't imagine all 214 will be just trying to win the game. Like there's, yeah, we get that at our tournaments. We get our 30 player tournaments, and six people turn up just for the experience and for yeah, the fun exactly. and to have a laugh and want to be down the bottom so they can play like-minded people. So, yeah, that's all good. Um, what's so you pack in your suitcase? What armies? Talk me through it. There we had a, what we called a Chaos and Ardor list, commonly known as a Chaos list. Our 700 doubles list. And our 750 singles list. So for Chaos Sonata, which was a 400-point list, I took Shelob, Shagrat, Gorbag, and a spattering of Mordor, Urukai, and Orcs. Which Shagrat? The, the, the not OP one. Little bitty Shagrat. Small Shagrat. Okay. The original one. Okay, cool, yes, cool. original Shagrat. Was there a limit on number of models? Because I, I saw some no. people taking all heroes. No, someone took a dragon. Someone took just, a Balrog. Just, just literally just a dragon. Oh, so, so literally and no just limit. A one yeah. model. Oh, one cool. Model. That's kind of cool. And it can still work. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah, the cool yeah. thing about this particular rule set, which mm-hmm. I, tell me about I also it. bought the cards for. Oh, no, no, so. don't tell me about it yet. Tell me about your armies, what you took. Okay, so sure. you took took a really cool Kirithungal list. Yes. Yep. The yep. whole idea of Chaos Sonata was to take themed, fun, fluffy lists. Oh, that's why people took all hero fellowships and stuff like that. Gotcha. Sure. And there in that spirit... a lot of three hunters rocking around. <laughs> in that spirit, that? my 400 points was two Urukai demolition teams and eight berserkers and two captains. You jerk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was lucky enough to play on a table with a Balrog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Balrog. Which is so, a story in and of We'll get itself. to that. We'll get to that. I'll yeah, let yeah, Kylie yeah. talk about her game first. No, so, no, okay, so for, that was your 400. What did you get for your, your doubles? Okay, we'll go into all the lists. Well, we right. might as well just say yeah, what yeah. you yeah, in the suitcase. Yeah, no yeah. All right. So, for our doubles list, well, you can give your half first, Kylie. All right. So, I have the Gondorian half of our uh, Oath of Aeol and Kyrion list. So, I had a King of Man, a Captain of Minas Tirith. I think it was eight Knights of Minas Tirith. And then uh, five Citadel Guards uh, with bows and spears. I think maybe a couple of them didn't have the spears. but Yeah, I think there were like two or three spears. Yeah. Yep. I think exactly two did not have spears. There you go, Jeremy. Well, there you, you would know. <laughs> you would know. You made the army for us. <laughs> yeah, many late nights. And Matt? Right. And on my side, we had the Rohan, led by Aeol, with four sons of Aeol, I believe it was. A captain of Rohan on horse, 
And I think it was, uh, I want to say, six riders and two outriders with a few throwing spears yeah. thrown in. Now, I have a question about that army, and I'm, I'm hoping that your trip to, to Manchester has, has enlightened you about this, because I've always been wondering about this. The Sons of Aeol, are they actually Aeol's sons, or is that a title? I'm not entirely sure which one that is. Well, I was under the impression as a title, but now they've kind of on that and made it his actual sons in the new rules at least is that a rumor or is that yeah, a I, I would think of them as sort of of his house if that makes sense okay yeah, so yeah, yeah sort of that. family not direct sons yep but yeah and then that would have been passed down through the ages and maybe not necessarily would have remained within his lineage so like a title that, that it may actually have been his relatives as part of it but also like the nobles of his house instead of being say royal guard they become sons of Aeol. Yeah, and they become exactly. his bodyguard. Okay, I get that. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I've just never really known where they're placed. Like, are they a, a throwback to him or are they actually his? Because we've never really got that, have we? Yeah, it is kind of odd. I think uh, the new rules, which uh, we won't get I, into too much here. but yeah, no, no, we, Don't talk about them now. I know, we, that, well, I know that at least yeah. one or two of you have looked over at a local store, so... Yeah, but, you know, every we know that, that every single profile has been looked at. Sons of Aeol are no exception, and mm. maybe the new rules will shed a little bit of light on that particular question. Oh, I hope for some new fluff. That would be really cool. So, yeah, that was my half of mm. the doubles list. Nice uh, and All Cav. Yeah, All, all Cav. We thought that would be interesting to run, uh, probably not seen too often over in the UK. Not, not sure. Not particularly. I didn't see many. Yeah, no. Particularly with the um, Gondor half. Yeah. 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 Gondor Definitely cabs rarely actual. seen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, your singles list, Kylie. My singles list, which has been doing the rounds on the net at the moment, but I'll yeah, give it, it give the list out again. Uh, I'm not going to do the warband configuration. Oh, no. no just, I, might just, as, I might as well do the No, warband. no, don't bother. Just tell us what heroes you've got and that sort of stuff. Okay. That's so fine. I had um, Arathorn as my leader, Halbrad mounted on a horse, the twins with the kitchen sink, so heavy armor, horse, and bows, two captains of Arnold, mm-hmm. uh, which I will get into later into my game about how amazing they were, uh, one with bow, one with shield, uh, 20 rangers, uh, two to Dunane on foot, and three rangers of the north on horseback with spear. So pretty much a, a typical Australian themey rubbish list. Gotcha. Yeah. I, how does that even work? We're still work? surprised like, by how many... Well, yeah. We, know, we know how it works. <laughs> we're still surprised how many people don't know how it works and are, you know question how it could possibly have ended up that high. I even saw a comment today saying uh, someone was asking whether Grey Company would be worth taking and whether it would be a competitive list. A lot of the comments saying, well, it did quite well at Articon, didn't it? And I, I saw someone come along and say... Yes, that's all very well, but it was controlled by a particularly skilled player, and it's not really all that competitive. I actually agree with that, to be honest. It's it's there's some really powerful elements to it, but I think there's some things that, like you look at some of the other lists I saw there, and like, whoa, it's not even in the same league. Yeah, I I've been telling Kylie for years that I don't think she can actually judge what is a very strong list anymore because she controls all of them too well. Yeah, I I agree. I agree, <laughs> Kylie. You're too good to have any opinion. That's exactly it. Yeah, it's yeah, like the opposite it, of the dynamic. I, I don't know if I should be taking offense to this. You've leveled up past <laughs> where, where us we mortals cannot understand what you're saying. So you've just gone a tier above, and we sit here and we go, oh, yeah, I need some shields and I need some spears and I could do with some magic users. And Kylie goes, you know what? I'll take three hobbits. I'll take a ranger. <laughs> I'll take uh, two wildmen. Yeah, I'll play a couple hundred points under and. Yeah, it should be right. It's a functional list. I'm all She's good. basically a level 100 pickpocket in Skyrim just walking around yeah. stealing clothes I'm off like, people's backs. how does backs. that happen? I get my arrow going to get charged <laughs> by like two goblins. He gets killed. Like, what? How did that happen? You go, oh, I just did a micro trap. <laughs> a micro trap. 
It's taking a lot of my energy right now to keep my mouth shut. I just <laughs> hope you two understand this fact. Yeah, we appreciate. Yeah. We appreciate. Look, look it's, so yeah. so if you think, well, that's not a very strong list. Any list can be used. Well, that's that's, that's my <laughs> thoughts on it. Really. Yes, yeah. just have to be competent. Yeah. Um, Matt, what did you take for the singles? Uh, something really strong. Unfortunately, I'm not competent. So I took <laughs> Bolg on Wag. I took uh, Fimble and Yazneg and a captain all on Wag as well. And then I took a ton of Hunter Orcs. Mm. So all up, I had 42 models. I had a banner and a warhorn in there. Yeah, that was that was pretty much it. Like, there's not much to explain to my list. Yeah. Uh, I ended up with a lot of bows, more than I had intended. Didn't really matter. Didn't use them too often. So, uh, yeah, not much to explain about my list. It just goes in and whacks stuff or melts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's hundred and hundred are a powerful list. Yeah, yeah, that's a good list. Might as well take something strong. Yeah, unless you're Carly, just take some of my games. I'm actually looking forward to hearing some of your games because I was sitting. There was a couple of times where I was sitting next to Matt and kind of pseudo watching his game as I'm trying to play mine at the same time, and I'm like, oh, he's in a good position, and then turn back over and goes, what, 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 what? (laughs) Everything's dead. (laughs) What happened? Oh no. (laughs) Some some of my games I won just because my things died and worked out that way. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so you took a a fair mixture of lists actually. Um, I'm just going to butt in here, and probably this is my only contribution to that. Some of those models, mostly Matt's, I think were were from me. We wanted to take. Well, I, just to almost represent me, because I wasn't going, and I was a little bit sad about that. So you very kindly offered to take some of my models, so at least they'll get the travel experience and, and become a talking point and, and that sort of stuff. So I thought that you'd go for, like, my Einhull's Dwarves or my Mirkwood or something that I painted recently that looks really nice. But instead, I got a shopping list for models that I don't actually have or hadn't owned <laughs> at that point. So I had a little bit of a shock and a lot of a lot of panic. And can I get it done? And should I get it done? And yes, I'll get it done. I need to do this. This is part of the Australian honour. And oh my God, I can't do this. I've got production. I've got other things on. I can't do this. And in the end, I managed to get the Citadel Guard um, done. I didn't get the the King of Man. I, was, I had a really nice King of Man conversion that you I'll reveal later. had a nice substitute lined up. Though. Yeah, you know, I had a, had a, a makeup makeshift one but the Citadel Guard I put together sculpted them up and, and painted them up and yeah I was very happy there unfortunately I don't know that they'll get much of a run later on but we'll see how we go it's funny uh, I, I couldn't figure out which of your models to enter into the single model entry so I actually ended up throwing in the King of Men that was oh the one that no, got into the case no that's the rubbish <laughs> one no, Matt. okay next time next time if you do go I'm going to label them which one you enter and which one because, sure you got it no I know where all the flaws are and that one's that's a rush job there's no way that one would have placed. There were some actual amazing yeah. entries. There's some really actually, good pages. Yeah. And if I was going to enter a painting competition, if I ever went, I'd have to do something up special for it because my tabletop stand is not there. Did you ever see the Smaug? The Smaug oh. with the incredible base? Ooh. I'm sure this picture's online somewhere. Oh, I'll, I'll have, have to, to show find you. it. Yeah, it you looks know, show amazing. Me, show me yeah, it's got a Lake Town base. It's got I was... half a house and the kids inside it and like oh. a, a boat going through with, I think, the Master and Alfred Fantastic. on it. It's amazing. amazing. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. My only oh, that's good. disappointment... And, and it was playable as well. You can yeah. play it with it, that base. Yeah. My really only cool. disappointment about that was the player didn't have Smaug on the base for the majority. Oh, I no. know. And I actually came up to him um, halfway through the tournament and said, you know, we have a rule back down in Australia. And he's like, oh, what's that? Smaug must be on his base. Smaug on the base. Smaug on base. Yeah, everything else moves. <laughs> everything else moves around Smaug. That, Smaug on base. That's crazy because like I was looking at it going, wow, this actually is designed really well and you can play with Smaug yeah. on the base. I'm surprised that he took it off. Well, at this point in the tournament, he was on table seven. So yeah. I can understand why they wanted the accurate measurements. Yeah, no, no, I understand that all that sort of stuff, but but yeah, we do have a rule, and it's it's not in it's not made by anyone. It's not official. It's basically that I, I think everyone, it was made by Sean. 
Yeah, everyone knows that if you pass a smog and someone even tries to take off their base, you yell at them very loudly, and you can swear if you want. We won't swear on the Green Dragon. Three, two, one. Smog on, on the base! base. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's just how it's run down here. Uh, people can do it their own way, but yeah. that's what I would have liked to have seen, yeah. <laughs> you should have done that. You could have done that. There's four Aussies there. You could have easily filled that room with noise. Come around. Yeah, oh, oh, we, we did we later. Did. We did oh, later. Oh, we did. <laughs> we'll tell you about that yes, later. Yes. Yeah. So... Uh, what shall we talk about first? Chaos Sonata. Chaos Sonata. Okay, tell me tell me the format because I don't actually know this. I okay, legitimately so don't know. What happens is you you have four players around a single table, each with a four hundred point list. You then draw three cards from a deck. These three cards have uh, one of two things: either a strange, weird weather effect, which does strange, weird things to the game, and generally mucks up the order of things, or they have an objective on it, such as uh, capture objective one or um, have your hero, your leader, kill the most amount of models this turn. There are all sorts of weird, wacky objectives, and the idea being is you cash them in at the end of every turn, and the person at the end of the round who has the most three points is the winner. Yep, cool. that's that's pretty much it. That's what it boils down to. There were also some bonus points. Uh, this was just for Articon, where you got an extra two points for each player at the table who voted your list to be the fluffiest. Ah. Oh. I got the fluffiest so you, too, you, by the way. Cool. You can only My vote table. for your table, is that right? Yes. Yes. So so there's up to four people voting and you get the most. Yeah. Yep. So and a potential six points each. And were the objectives hidden? So those cards you've got? Yes. So you didn't know. So in theory, you could be faking towards objective one the whole game and yep. then end up having to do something else that's totally unrelated. Yep. That's Ooh, totally, I like that. Yeah. And, and, and you can discard any of your cards, as many as you want, at the end of each turn. Oh. Yeah. Oh, cool. Mm. That's really So you can really just cool. mill the deck, get ones that you want, get rid of anything that's impossible. That's a real board yeah. game feel to it. Yeah. Can you really get these is. decks? Is it possible? I, yes. I bought one while we were there. We have one. Yes. So, uh, can, can we, we be play playing it? one? Don't we worry. We will play it. Yeah. I'm actually, I really like the sound of this. Is it, um, is it four individual players? Yeah. Yes. So you can do like alliances and that and then break them? That's it. Oh, that's yeah. exactly what yeah. happened. Oh, and man. Just this just is... quickly as well. This this has to happen. Um, shout out to, I believe it's Devin uh, from the US. Yep. The DCHL. From the yes. DCHL. Oh, wow. Who, who ran this event. Very um, just, internet famous. Just a, a fun all round event. Really good way of uh, ice breaking the tournament and just getting people to know each other. And I think we might even implement in some of our tournaments down here, to be honest. Oh, I want to do it. Just have a whole day of it. Like, yeah, just make an event. And just everyone. Yeah, that sounds really cool. I like that wacky stuff. That's yeah, good. And yeah, it does sound like a legitimate board game. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. That was the feel of it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. So, uh, so, did you win that? Did you? Kylie, Kylie you go with your game. Well, is it, is well, it just I'll based s- on the table? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, there is an overall winner. There, the there was it was just the person who scored the most points. Yeah. I think. Yep. Yep. But uh, I mean, no one really cared about that. Honestly, no, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> no. Um. So in my game, I was up against Martin from the UK. Uh, I, I can't even pronounce this. I think it was. Uh, I think I, I was calling him Torn for the tournament. He's from Norway. He was running Dolamroth and uh, Samuel, uh, who was from Canada. He was running Elves. And being two evil players on on the table, uh, myself and Martin kind of looked at each other and went, gave ourselves, uh, gave each other a small <laughs> little nod. Because on turn one, the Dolamroth came on, on opposite sides of the boards. There are two warbands. And then Martin ambushed one side. And I came on and went, I really don't like these Dolamroth. Martin, what do you say to a truce? Kill these Dolamroth. That sounds like a great idea, Kylie. So he proceeded to trap the Dolamroth between our two armies. <laughs> I should I should point and out horribly, horribly micro trap. I should point out the the deployment in this is Maelstrom of Battle. Yes. So you come yeah. on you come onto the board from any board edge pretty much, and okay, things okay. can get, get crazy pretty quickly. Random, come on, go to the middle. Gotcha. Yeah, 
Or not, not necessarily go to the middle. The, it's whatever your objective yeah. are. Is that the one? Is it the new one where you alternate warbands? Or is it one where everyone puts everything on? I think everyone... Uh, we went do, clockwise. Yeah, yeah. You went clockwise around the table and you put all your warbands onto the table. Then we go the next person or the warbands Oh, gotcha. Yep. Yep. Do they all come on automatically or is there some reserves? Unless you're out of one. Uh, yeah. So it's yep. like the one from... So it's uh, like, the, like the yeah, actual... Yeah. Yes. Okay. And yeah. you can spend my... You spent all your might, Kylie. Is that right? Well, I didn't need to because I rolled sixes <laughs> for both of my oh, warbands and she log <laughs> rolled uh, exactly what I needed. So it was it was all right. But uh, as it turned out, going after Torn was a very good idea because on turn one, he scored four victory points. Wow. That, that's three a lot cards, in one turn. All three cars he got on turn one and just marched straight on, was on the objectives on turn one, took them all. And uh, we just, me and Martin said, well, this was a good idea. And we kind of went, yep. And then poor Sam, who was kind of not really much into the game at this point because he came on near the forest, uh, kind of was forced, I use this term very loosely, into <laughs> making a temporary alliance with uh, Torn to try and deal with the fact that he was up against two evil armies at once. Ah. Uh. Uh, so signing his own death warrant there by <laughs> Pretty siding much. with the bad man. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. So, 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 so what he should have done then is made an alliance with Martin against you, Kylie. Yes. And then turned his coat and then attacked you and then went back and allied with. Yes, you have to. You have to do the double. There's a lot of bluff, triple cross. There was a lot of bluff, but as it turned out, there was no double or triple or quadruple oh, bluffing no. going on. Mine and Martin's alliance lasted to the end, and Torn sat at the. Towards the nearly the end of the game, on four victory points, no one could catch him. And in the very last turn, Martin turned to me and goes, "What do you need to win?" And I said, "I need to get kills with Shagrat." And he went, "Here's some of my Moranan orcs," <laughs> and allowed me to kill his Moranan orcs, which allowed me to get the extra couple of kills I needed to score the victory points I needed to allow me to win the game by one victory point. Matt, you need to insert noble sacrifice music on that yeah, story. Yeah, That's God. impressive. So there was some editing to be done. I got. Yeah. I, I didn't win this game. I didn't win this game at any point. I got king made this game by Martin. So, to Martin, I thank you very much for giving me the chaos and Arda win, and I hope we can get a game in the future. Oh, that's such a board game thing as well, isn't it? Like, uh, just just to let someone else win out of spite. <laughs> For spite. Yeah, yeah, no, beautiful. Uh, my game, my game. Okay, so I had my two demolition teams, and to my left sat Nikolai, who had decided to bring a Balrog. So I very quickly decided... I very quickly decided that I was going to blow up that Balrog. That was the plan. So that you might have had, like, plan. some of the only legitimate weapons for killing a Balrog at 400 points. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, like, what else is going to take it on? Yeah, there's not Certainly a lot. Certainly not much next week. Maybe a three-way tie. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh, no one else was going to go for the Balrog. I knew it was all down to me. The other two armies were Gothmog and some Orcs and Wood Elves with, like, Legolas and Thranduil, I think it was. Yeah, no, no, yeah, they might take no, a wound off or something. Nothing, no, nothing to do with Not going to bother. So I believe I deployed one warband. On basically onto an objective of which I had two of the same card, which would give me a point for it. So I started off with a quick two points and then managed to get a bomb, a demolition bomb, right next to the Balrog and it went off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I rolled a six. Boom, full explosion. Massive ex- Titanic explosion, I yep. believe it's called. Jake, I can't recall. Oh, whatever it is. Yep. We found out in the quiz that I don't know the names of that because that was one of the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Matt. I'm proud of you. And I managed to take seven wounds off the Balrog almost oh, immediately. Oh, seven. It's got what, ten? It has ten wounds. I could win a quiz. Ten wounds, Balrog. Ten wounds. Well done. Yeah, Maybe yeah. now. Until the end no of the week. For that. <laughs> so, yes. So, at that point, I'm like, oh, yeah, very good, very good. But now I'm going to try and win the game because I've done a lot of damage to the Balrog. Someone else, someone else finish it off. Someone else do that. 
So I'm running around the board. I'm trying to get objectives. I'm telling Jason, stay away. I'll take out the Balrog if I need to, okay? Just stay back. <laughs> then they were shooting at me. They took out my flaming brand, my remaining flaming brand, because, of course, the previous one had done all the work. <laughs> and at that point, I realized, well, I've only still got a couple of points here. I should probably just go after the Balrog. Yeah, Why yeah. not? Yeah. And then I drew a card which would have given me D3 points for killing the biggest thing on the board. And I knew I had to go for the barrel. Yeah, now, yeah, of course, a, I had to go for the barrel. That's fate. So I, I marched a couple of times with my captain, got all the way back over to the barrel. I'd lost my, my flame bearer. What is he called? Brand. Yes. Flaming flame brand. brand. Yes, he was brand. gone. He was dead. He was well dead. Both of them were dead. One of them blew up. One of them got shot by Legolas, I think. So I ran over there, surrounded my bomb with four berserkers and a, a lowly engineer who didn't do anything, and held off the barrel with one berserker at the back. Now... If this bomb were to go off at this point, mm-hmm. yep. it would blow up my entire army. Everything would be dead. Probably the Balrog as well on a 3+, plus, you'd imagine. Yep. Yep. So, yep. Yep. I got off the desperate detonation on the four six. dice. The engineer yeah, failed yeah, his yeah, courage yeah. test. Yep. He didn't even try. But the Berserkers, oh, they were all about it. I rolled two sixes, in fact, out of the four dice. Oh, easy. Yeah, two, easy, two, easy. Two desperate detonation. <laughs> desperate detonation. So... The Balrog's sitting there. He's got his back turned fighting a berserker. He has no idea what's about to hit him. I roll the dice and it's a one. Of it's course a it's a one. <laughs> and you used your engineer captain to up it or something like that? Oh, nothing of the sort. No. Uh. I have a... I know we're not discussing the new rules. I know it. But I'm going to give you one little tidbit. The dud on the demolition bombs now in the new rules will not remove the bomb. You'll still be able to use it. Oh. Yep. Oh. So, Yeah. I was a few weeks too, too early. Two weeks too early. Two weeks, two weeks too late. <laughs> two weeks too early. Oh, sorry. no. But yeah, that was uh, my experience, and it ended up the Balrog won the entire thing because it got all six points for best fluffy army, and that was all it needed to win. <laughs> <laughs> so it did nothing the whole game. I had it pinned, I had it blown up, and it still managed to win. Wow. Well, well. So yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. Chaos and Ida is great. Really enjoyed it. That's like I a replay, replay version of a game. I think I think I might have to paint yep. up a Balrog or something like that for that. For sure. That'll be good. Yeah. So, on to the doubles. That was just the first morning. No, no. Okay, so what morning was that actually? Was that, that Saturday was, morning? Friday, Friday morning. morning. Okay, so yep. it's, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday? That's right. Yeah. I'd also like to point out we came into Friday morning a, a little bit hungover. I was fine. I was a little bit hungover. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Expect <laughs> that. Expect that. We got to the bar on a Thursday night and Josh, had... Josh said he was nine points in. So. <laughs> Going up. I had three points that yeah. night too. We played a bit of pool, you know. It was yeah, it was good. Watched Josh make a fool of himself. Yeah, well, I'd, re- so I'd recommend it, all the gamers at the the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much. Cool. A lot, a lot of the guys. I mean, the Canadian guys who we hung out with a lot over the course of the weekend, and we'd even met oh, in London previously. Yeah, they Can- were great. Canadian guys are a blast. Yeah. Amongst others, we we met a lot of people, yeah, a lot, lot of people. fantastic people. So yeah, but yeah, that was uh, so that's Friday morning. The doubles. Was next up, and that was after lunch, I think. Yeah, this is when the nerves started to hit. This is when this is when the gloves came off, or at least one of the gloves came off. <laughs> <laughs> just, just one. Just, just I pulled, one I pair. pulled a few fingers off. I was preparing to take the glove off. Did you, you know? do that one where you like cut the fingers off so you can still use your fingers well? Yeah, that but was you it. Get the the hobo gloves. gloves. They're, they're the amazing. Gloves. <laughs> yeah. I've got a couple of pairs. I wear them quite regularly. What are we talking? <laughs> yep. So the doubles. Kylie. The doubles. Round one of the doubles. Round one of doubles. We were up against William and CJ from the UK. They were running Hunter Orcs backed up by Mordor Orcs with a Shadow Lord. Yep, that all sounds correct. Uh, I've got a list of the heroes they oh, had in y- their army. You do? Okay. I've got immaculate records for our games, or at least my <laughs> games. I lost mine, So they had a uh, uh, Shadow Lord, an Orc Shaman, Yasneg, Fimble, Nazug, and yeah, that was it. That was it. Those five. Mm. Yasneg, Fimble, and Nazug, really, did they? 
That mm-hmm. sounds more like my arm. No, that's what they had. You didn't. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because this is the doubles. Yeah, yep, yep. Is, sorry. I follow you. I follow you. I understand what's going on now. This is yeah. really interesting because CJ, I know, sent a message to me as part of the Green Dragon. Well, to me personally, but because of the Green Dragon, asking for advice about this list and, and about the composition, whether should they should have a banner or not, and also whether or not he should. Um, would it be good enough to beat Australians? So it's interesting. Interesting turn. Was it? Was it good? Well, enough? there's much contention in this game. <laughs> there was, yes. Much contention in mm-hmm. this game. I was very nervous because I had no idea what to expect from the UK crowd. Uh, Matt, for some reason, lost his marbles and wasn't keeping me in line. Yeah, I, I was just kind of sitting there, quite, quite tired, honestly. Oh, at that yeah, point. no. Quite the T word, of course. The and I, I was out. just having a laugh with uh, who was uh, William? Will. Will. Yeah. yeah. So you know, we were having a bit of fun and like. You know, we, but you and I, we were both getting together, we were whispering, we're going, yeah, yeah, what are we going to do? Yeah, we're going to, we're going to come around, we're going to flank him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can I have that Citadel Guard? No, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> all that sort of stuff. All the usual double yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, all the double yeah, stuff. Yeah. And it always ends up with Kylie <laughs> having everything, and you go like, I've got three more, <laughs> can I have one more? No. Interestingly, as a complete shock to me, um, when we oh, finally... Don't, don't say that. When we finally got the turn where we could go into so the charge, because it was, it, was, it was a very, it was a very kind of... Don't say a bad word about Matt. Game. We won't have that in the Green Dragon podcast. We run in. <laughs> we go, we go all in on them. Yep, yep. And I look at my flank and go, no, nah, I'm, I'm not. Nah. The fell beast has gotten through. He's getting to our back objective. I can barely hold this other one in the forest. I, I pretty much, I, and to my delight, my absolute delight, I turn to the other flank and Matt has pretty much single-handedly wiped out the hunter ox. So Matt, you were using Rohan, weren't you? Uh, had the we, we had a mixed. Okay, you know, yeah. but I no, actually had more ministers, I think, in that in my half of the board. Yeah. I don't actually find that surprising at all because Matt is. I know we give him a lot of crap, but his Rohan skills are actually pretty damn good. I it's, like my Rohan. Yeah, yeah he, he knows how to use cavalry yeah. armies. So yeah, we you know we were both very careful around the fell beast, and th- that ended up being our downfall. I think. I yeah. think we just played it a little bit too slowly. We probably needed to try and bait it mm. a little bit earlier yeah. and a little bit more aggressive. Like I, yeah. I tried to bait it, but like. A bit half-heartedly, maybe. And just throw in the lances and just hope for it and wait till you... Pretty much, yeah. yeah. We ended up getting down to the last half hour and going, crap, we got to go in. Yeah. we got no choice. So um, we did. It worked on my side. didn't work on the side with the Fell Beast. And unfortunately, that was perhaps the side that mattered. Yeah. And in the end, it came down to a 3-3 draw. It was mm-hmm. very, very close. The, the, the clincher, which kind of cost us the game, was a, a random... Hunter Rock sitting on the middle objective that was just in range of our one where here I'm sitting on um, our back objective through three in the ways and in the way on the horse hit killed the rider <laughs> costing us two it was, it was a row here and that had already lost his horse he was just sitting on a different yeah. objective and just got shot by and one Hunter Rock yep, instead yep, of yep, being yep. a 5-3 win it was a 3-3 draw yep. so that was the real difference there there was also mm, a moment yeah, where cool. a, uh, a fell beast was able to charge something yeah yeah uh, which uh, we didn't entirely agree with that measurement, did we? No. no. I, the previous turn, I, I measured out that we were 15 away. What was it? 15? 17. 17 away. Yeah. I went, yeah, okay, move the 17, move the five inches back. And uh, somehow the fell beast was in range next turn to charge. And I'm like, okay, argued a bit about it, ended up. Fabi's going in and stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. We, so there we... was there was a bit of grumbling going on on either side at this point. Yeah. And, yeah. and then oh, there was yeah. a bit yeah. more grumbling a bit later too, when one of our models had slid and was lying down on the back of one of their objectives, which ended up causing a tie on that objective. Yeah, and there yeah. was a bit of uh, it had, contention it, it, about it whether that sort of half on a GW forest base, and yeah, had yep. slid entirely off it. I believe, yeah. even though 
you know, we're, yeah. we're going to be placing it on the objective on the last turn. You know? That's so hard. That I, don't, I, I yeah. don't know how they play in the UK, but I know that like on the high-end tables here, people are so careful to just say, look, at these three models, I'm placed them within range of this objective. Yeah. This yeah. model here, I'm out of your charge range. We sort of communicate that and everyone's yeah, okay. And I, I, that's, think, I think that's what we failed yeah. to do. Yeah. I, really I think our communication hard. could have been better. Yeah. yeah, and honestly, I learned. I took a lot, especially from that game with the communication and making sure that in my remaining games, the rest of the tournament, I was communicating very clearly to my opponent what it is I was measuring and what it is I was doing. Yeah. And honestly, that cleared up so much, so much in our later games. That makes sense because I actually, Kylie, that's that's something that you do occasionally. You get into this sort of zone where you don't necessarily tell the other person what Thinking you're doing. Ahead. So you and know exactly what you're in, doing. No, no, no. I, I, we see I, this a lot. Like, not even just Lord of the Rings, all sorts of games where Kylie likes to, she has her own thought process and not everyone needs to know what I'm thinking all the time and that sort of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you definitely, you, you need clearly did rein that, that yeah. back uh, yeah. during the rest of the tournament. Yeah. Good on you. Yeah. Good on you. And it, honestly, I kind of needed that one game where, uh, you know, that yeah. happened. That happened, where, yeah, yeah. where it, you know, cost us a win, mm-hmm. I'm going to say. And my bad. I know uh, it was my bad. There, there were many decisions we could have made in that game, yeah. let's be honest. Like, yeah. I, I I was looking at one job, clear one objective, but ultimately I didn't probably need as many models as I had to yeah. to achieve that. So yeah. Yeah, I could yeah, have yeah. handled more. I could have put one back on that objective that we ended up losing because the guy mm. got shot out. You know, There were a lot of decisions yeah. that were made that we could have improved on. But, but the big thing was we learned a lot from this one particular game, even just with expectations of what to expect from other players from around the world, mm. what to expect from ourselves and what we needed to work on in the tournament and that's honestly kind of a bit quite a bit of what our doubles games was it was learning how to adapt to a new environment and kind of being the new kids on the block because everyone else kind of knew each other a bit more than what we did uh knew what to expect from other players from around the world where we kind of came in and were kind of like sup yeah, 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 the I'm, old big fish in the small ponds. I'm sure that's yeah. true yeah. Of, of a lot of the players who were towards the top end of the tables yeah yeah. Well, absolutely. You know, and we get the same thing. You get someone who comes from another thing and first thing is go, Oh, we don't play like that here. Yeah. Oh, you want to do that? No. We don't take kindly to that around. Take here. that back to Perth, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, the big one was true line lucky. of sight. The big one for us was true line of sight. They don't play forest similar to the way we play forest. Yeah, this is a total house rule. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They play true deadline of sight. There's no Really? Yeah. And they've got no terrain on the boards. Yeah. What blocks line of sight? Hardly Nothing. anything. Yeah. And I will be getting into that very strongly in my uh, singles games. Okay, okay, okay. So will I, actually. I find that... uh, What happened to the old 25% terrain rule? I miss that rule. Yeah, I... 200 people. 200 people. Yeah, but then... 105 tables out to set up. That's that's 100 people that could have brought some terrain. That's true. Well, uh, 90-something, I think. Yeah, closer, yeah. closer. Anyway, we'll, anyway, we'll anyway. get into that. We'll that's, get into that a bit later. That's not so my beef. Our round two was against Matt and Jason, who I believe were also from the UK. Uh, yeah, I think they yes. were. Yes. Yep. And they were taking the hobbits to Isengard, as they kindly pointed out to us. So they had <laughs> yeah. a very thematic list. I actually quite enjoy playing. Did they use the hobbits as banners? Uh, no, but they did have them in their army. They had those models. They, they had, had those the models, and they were just hobbits. scouts with nothing. Proxies. I love it. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> They had uh, Shagrat, Gorbag, some captains, a taskmaster, a whole bunch of uh, Urukai and orcs, and kind of just a really annoying big flood. Was army. it was it properly themed, like as in like no crazy ring wraith that just happened to no, be going along no, or anything no, like that? Properly themed. Cool, I respect that. Uh, there was Rashkins and Crossbows. That was about as far out of the theme as it got. Yeah, but he's but not even in the book, so I, I got no problem yeah. with that one. 
I, I think we forgot to mention in in the first game the uh, scenario was what is it uh, domination. domination domination yes we forgot to mention that yeah yeah so that was why we were on objectives and yeah, one yeah, of yeah, our guys yeah, got yeah. shut out it was pretty obvious yeah but yeah yeah so this one was seize the prize and again this was a very big learning experience uh, for us well we we made the one big mistake which is the first decision that you make in seize the prize unfortunately yes. march to the prize yes we didn't go for the prize our our thought process was let's put all four heroes in front of them and then when they pick up the prize we'll smash through and get to their heroes mm-hmm. whoa, whoa 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 slow down yes jeremy yeah, we know. like we, we know. said we know this was a learning it game it was a mistake yeah we realized it. We pretty, realized pretty, this quickly, pretty quickly, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Did, was my like voice going in the background, just like, like face palming something? Have you just done? Like, like, yeah. You didn't call a march the first turn. <laughs> yeah, we could have picked it done up first it. turn. We didn't even need a march. We could have just son of Earl first turn dismount pick up. Yeah, yeah, that but was all it would have taken. You pick it up, you win the game. Yeah. Yes, we we yeah. we understand that now. Thank you, Jeremy. I think the I'm last just time. I'm just so yeah. my thought process, and you know, it was a. We collaborated on this decision poorly. You do a really good <laughs> sharing the blame. It's good. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, I had not too long ago played a game of Seize the Prize where I picked up the prize with Beyond and he got stuck there for the entire game. Now, that was some really poor luck in that game. And I think the the way that I got burnt in that one affected yep, my gotcha, thought process gotcha. in this game. And honestly, I had the same thing with the practice game against him. I figured... If they grab the prize, they'll try and sneak it out the back and go for a side edge and we'll be able to surround them and get them. But honestly, hats off to Jason and Matt. They played a fantastic circle formation. They protected yep. Yep. their leader and the prize with absolute vigor. Yep. And honestly, the only reason why we didn't end up being able to break through was because we ran out of time. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they, they'd set up a solid front line with a secondary reserve line that was perfectly placed and it was always going to yeah. be really tough for us to get through. Yeah, yeah. The Suns tried to get around the side, it got stalled, took too long. Um, there was a group that went around your side, is that yeah. right, Kylie? And I, they did I, pretty well. Yeah, I dealt with the crossbows with like five cav or something mm. like that. Just destroyed the crossbows. When, when, I saw, when I saw you charge in at first, I'm like, oh no, those riders are going down. The crossbows are just going to counter charge and wipe them out. And I turn around and I think Kylie lost one rider and wiped them all <laughs> yeah. out. Cool. So, yeah. 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 I, was, I set it up in such a way where I knew that they would wrap in, but I knew they wouldn't kill all of them. They killed... I was sacrificing two riders, but I had a second wave to go in and knock, basically get all these one-on-one combats and one-on-one mm. combats with Cav on the charge you don't want. Yeah. So what's the name of the scenario? Seize the prize. Seize the prize. So what should, I think you, what should we you do? We didn't yeah. seize the prize. Yes, thank you. Jeremy. Yeah, thank you. Jeremy. Understood that. Thank Just you. for the listeners, like I know they don't want high order tactics, but I feel like seize the prize. Seize would the prize. We, would yeah. you agree? I would now. Yeah. yeah. After that game, in, in, Sons of AL running around with a prize is a pretty scary right, thing to yeah. chase down. And interestingly, in retrospect, what actually cost us the game wasn't grabbing the prize; it was AL getting wounded. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We would have won. We would have won that game if AL had. Yeah, our burnouts actually didn't work sadly mm. which yeah. cool. i mean they easily could have and it could have been yeah. a different story yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you have a chance of course yeah, yeah yeah but we went we went for three heroic combats on like turn two yeah. or three i, or I think like only that. one of them worked perfectly yeah and the others did not yeah i just feel like with those sort of armies what you've just told me you probably had the superior shooting you had the superior movement guaranteed have you yeah, had and, the- the, and then on that, like looking at the previous game, we're like, all right, well, we don't want to sit back and shoot the whole time. No, but you get the prize and then you leg it. Yeah, yeah. And then you just do a couple waves of little charges here and there at their flanks and then yeah. just let things yeah. die. Who cares? So, yeah. So, as we've said, you know, the plan was smash their flanks. And you had some bodyguards, Surround and then wipe them yeah, out. Yeah, we did. 
did yeah. body. Yeah, we had the sit guards. Yeah, so they could have grabbed the objective. They could have just hung around, kept the kept the sure. king alive. And yeah. yeah, yeah. There's lots mm. of other choices. Yeah, tough though. Tough though in in real. In the heat of battle. Yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah, it's one of those hindsight things. Yeah. Here. Yeah. I, I've seen it go both ways, but yeah, you're right. I think grabbing the prize first more often than not is the best call. I think yeah. so. I think at least like it forces the opponent on the back foot, and then they, yeah. ha- they have to go after you. Whereas you're on the back foot, if you have to break through and they get their chance to shield wall up and don't have to move. Like, how can you bait yeah. them out when they've got the prize? Yeah, that's it. Why would they need to break the formation? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Hats off to them. They played a really good game. Disappointed we didn't get more time. But again, as I said, but very big learning experience. We realized two hours is not a lot of time. Ooh. You have mm. to play very quickly. And Ooh. I will get into that in my games. I had some very big clock moments. Mm-hmm. But I had a listen to a question just recently actually asked me about times for games. And I was actually saying that, that through 700, 750 points, 800 points usually takes more than two hours. Yeah. yeah. And everyone at tournaments sets it for less than two hours. But like you have to really rush it. it ta- the game takes longer yeah. than that. So oftentimes you don't get a result mm-hmm. as actual thing there. So e- Even when a tournament and some of our large ones will give you two and a half hours. Yeah, it's sometimes even three. Then, yeah. Sometimes three. Yeah, th- it's, it's not... Yeah. You've got to play quickly. It's not a casual, uh, I'll get the game done and, and we'll have a 10-minute break at the end. It's... Yep. Some, sometimes you don't even get to break. Yep. No. That's right. Yeah. There, there were several ch- times then that was the case. Yeah. 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 Imagine playing with some terrain as well. Yeah. Imagine losing your hotel key and having to run back and search for it. And <laughs> you don't get much of a break then if you manage to do that. <laughs> Fantastic. So, did you have like like one shoe missing or something at this point? I'm sure you did. Yeah, I, I had lots of things missing. Half my brain for one. But uh, yeah, there was, there was plenty going on. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we copped an L in that one. And then we yeah, moved on to round three, loss. knowing knowing that, you know, we weren't going to be having a massively successful doubles tournament. Probably not no. with no wins. No. But this game was fixing all the mistakes and all the lessons that we learnt in rounds one and two. So this one was Contest of Champions, which was uh, a bit of a, a roll-off kind of deal on turn one, unfortunately. But we were lucky enough to win the roll-off. In went the uh, King of Men with Ale on one side and the Caps on the other, and this is where the fun started. This was such a weird game. Kylie this had was... a lot of fun. I, I was just fighting for survival this entire <laughs> game. But you did some pretty amazing things with the Captain of Rohan. I rolled some sixes, yes. <laughs> that was <laughs> Good tactics. It. I like it. I like it. That's the Australian um, tactics there. <laughs> but in, in short, this game was a very strange game the way it played out. Shagrat was kind of caught in this weird position where... If he went the short route to get to some combats, he'd be fighting all of our heroes at once. If he took the long route to get to the combats, it'd just be safer, but he wouldn't get to combat till turn three. They Mm. ended up taking the long route, which ended up kind of costing them a little bit because I turned to Matt at this point and went, we're going to race them. What I mean by race them was just get as many kills with the King of Men as we could. And we ended up the game on, I think it was uh, seven kills. For the King. Yeah. Yeah. So the the King of Men was your hero. You only had one? You didn't get the two because it was doubles? No, no, no. Just the one. We had to yeah. roll a dice. and so Oh, okay. One one. okay. So it was either going to be yeah. you or the king. We kind of wanted AL. We kind of wanted AL, but we took the king. And AL, the king, and the captain put on the craziest show you ever saw. I think pretty much 90% of the kills of that game came from our heroes. The, the troops did nothing. The sons yeah, of Aeol did nothing. It mm. was all down to Aeol, the king, and the captains. And Fantastic. They carved large swaths through the army. Aeol got three free might points during that game. 
which was the only game where we got free might. We didn't points. get any free might yeah. in the previous. We didn't yeah. get any yeah. free in the previous two. They come this and go. Game, they went nuts. The King of Men even managed to generate two back from killing enemy heroes, and it was just it was just the show. And like managed to somehow get Malher kill. Like we went into Malher and, and got him in like one go with AL, just mm. out of nowhere, no strikes, no nothing, just straight in dead. Skanked him. Yep. And all this fun stuff was happening over on Kylie's flank. Meanwhile, I was facing down some Malher's Marauders on my flank. I think they just wiped me out to a man. I think, aside from, if I remember correctly, Kylie, and you'll you you can tell me about <laughs> this, one captain. One captain that at one point was fighting 12 models, I think. Six, six Urukai and, and six spear sports, I believe, or pikes or something. <laughs> it was, yes. You're quite right. Won, won the roll-off, the 50-50. Got, obviously rolled the six, won the roll-off mm. 50-50. Looked around and saw one banner that had just fought him, for some reason, sitting in the open with no models <laughs> in base contact. So, uh, yeah, and he took his head. He just said, yeah, thank you very much. I'll take that banner. Uh, and somehow after that, I don't even remember. I, you, you can't write this kind of stuff. Somehow after that combat, managed to escape from that ring of death, jump over a wall, uh, rolled a three on the first roll. I said, no, that's not good enough. Rerolled it, got a six, kept going, and charged back into an Uruk Shaman that had been fighting a couple of turns earlier. <laughs> uh, took a wound off it. <laughs> Later in the game, managed to run around and block off some Urukai from getting around. I... He went on an adventure. I'll Sounds tell like you some that sort much. of stunt double from it was a movie. So or something. weird. It's yeah, I'm like, I'd given him up for dead five yeah. turns before, and he suddenly he's we threw, blocking we off threw the king him of men for into extra the kills. shaman into that big swirling twelve man yeah. combat because we went, oh, we might be able to get a kill on the way in. Yeah, just, just, <laughs> he legged him good. Maybe out there. no problem. That's yeah. fantastic. Hold him up for a turn. Ky- Kylie said to me after the game, I think that king of men. Uh, sorry, I think that captain killed more than the king of men. I said, I no, I went after the shaman, so I was probably just short of the king of men. <laughs> Totally unintentional. <laughs> the thing that impressed me most about that, though, is the fact that he found a wall to jump over. Like, that's yeah, I, I, I don't even know how he got out of there. Honestly, oh, that's I can't, amazing. Such I can't even remember. Yeah, yeah. See, that's you're going to remember that. We're going to talk about that. Well, yeah, that, one, that, one that, that one captain. That one captain. Remember that one captain took a wound off the shaman, got over a wall, re-rolled for the six. Yeah, someone's going to send us like a message and just say, "Should I take Rowan captains?" <laughs> and that story's going to come up every single yeah. time they ask the question. I, I should also mention we were up against a Chris and Mark. Uh, Chris from the UK and Mark from Denmark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt I just realized we hadn't actually said who our no. opponents were. Was Sorry, Mark the, was Mark the one that we met at Warhammer World? Yes, that was yes. Mark. Yep. yep, cool. And they were running Isengard Mordor Uruks, uh, kind of cheeky, stealing each other's fury and various other fun things. Mm. So cool. Yeah, really. They had a cool list. We thought we had a cool list. It was a cool mm. battle. Enjoyed it. I'm amazing how many just like Urukai Scout type models you've played against so far already. Yeah, in this weird, hey. Yeah, yeah. Because they're the ones that like I know that we we take them here, but we, they're usually considered ones that aren't optimal. Yeah, the Marauders were very popular. Yeah, I've, I've cool. saw them quite a bit. Yeah, they're good models. Like the move eight and the fight four are really handy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. good models, but they they look weak to people usually. Yeah, they made mince made of my riders. Oh, they're, yeah. so they're nasty. That's they've got I'll good do. strength as well. Yeah. Mm. Mm. But overall, we got one win, one draw, one loss. Out of the out of the doubles, yep. Yep. ended up somewhere in the middle, as you'd expect. But yeah. more importantly, we we shook off the cobwebs. We got used. well. You shook off the. Cobwebs. I shook off the cobwebs. <laughs> <laughs> we shook off the cobwebs. Kind of got accustomed to playing against other people from around the world. Kind of. 
uh, and got some pretty. Oh, well, at least I found I got some pretty good <laughs> warm up for my uh, for my singles army because a lot of the tricks I used in that third game I was using good. in my Try very first them. game. So Matt, what um what hangover medicines do they have in the UK? What's your preference? I couldn't tell you. I was never hungover, so I didn't. Oh, know. it sounds yeah. like you were. No, no, good. I was perfectly fine. Kylie, on the other hand, oh okay, oh, <laughs> we shall never speak of it. Okay. Um, I want to want to go for a break very soon so we can get some water and clear our voice and yes, stuff. Let's but do that. any any festivities we need to know about before we go? That's a Friday night, is it? Uh, Friday night, night was pretty. Well, it was wasn't quiet. We we hung out with the Canadians mostly. Beer pong? Was there any beer pong? There was no beer pong. Oh, damn. No, we were in a fairly upscale establishment. Yeah, no, so. no one was quite ready to. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah well, no one was enough. quite ready to go. <laughs> yeah, it's never stopped t- me before. T- tit for tat. Yeah, with the drinks because singles were the next day, so everyone kind of kept oh. a bit mild. Gotcha. So far, I think I only had like uh, like one or two pints that night, and I had like a big. Yeah, we just uh, chilled in the bar. Yeah, we, we just chilled in the bar for yeah. a bit. Talked to some people from mm. Canada. Uh, a couple of the Norwegian guys came over and said hi. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So, and we staying at the venue. I was staying at the venue. Josh and I were at the uh, Hilton DoubleTree, which was about two hundred meters away. Oh, okay. So walking distance. Yeah. yeah I, I, I was very happy. I was staying in the venue because I had a lovely king size bed all to myself. Mm. Which was the I first. didn't. I had a twin bed with Josh, Josh a few meters away, and uh, <laughs> no, I won't say that. He, he, he was a bit loud one night. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> I survived. No big deal. There, you don't go to these events to not have someone in the room snoring their yeah, head off, no, and you no. go, "I need to sleep. I need to sleep. I'm playing games tomorrow. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up." And you put the pillow over your head. It doesn't work. You try like you sneak over and pinch their nose a bit, and then they just stop breathing. And you. Okay. I think if I tried to do that, I would have lost my hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. well, let's have a break then. And let's then have we'll, a quick break. We're up to double, not double, singles. 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 Yeah. And I'm taking the lead for some reason. I don't know why. I do know why, because I'm not talking. And we are back with the singles tournament. Already? Wow, what a quick break that was. I bet there was some wonderful music in there too, added by some amazing editor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can start talking yourself up now. Okay, all right, all right, all right. (laughs) Round one of Articon singles. What what do they call it? The WTC WTC. World Team Championship, Mm -hmm. in which the Australian team was represented by... The greatest player of all time, me, <laughs> and someone who's also very good, Kylie, and a couple of other guys who, uh, what were their names again? Josh. Right. Josh was one of them, wasn't he? Josh. Josh Canadian, yeah, yeah. Canadian, wasn't and, he? And probably <laughs> our sure. ace in the hole, Cam, who wouldn't shut up about it on day one. Ace in the hole is the perfect description, <laughs> by the way, of Cameron Bell. I hope he's listening to this, Cameron. Oh, he will we be. We love yeah, you. Absolutely, he will Come be. back to Australia, please, yes. immediately. Yes. <laughs> and take take three of your best countrymen with you as well. To, and, you know, we'll just straight up give them citizenships, I think. I think we, we can do that now. <laughs> they can be politicians. Yeah. It doesn't matter. They can be. Yeah, no, legit. I, I think based <laughs> on what we've seen over the last few years, yes. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, absolutely. They'd probably do a better absolutely. job. So, round one. Uh, I was... Okay, yeah, let's get right into it. Let's get right into it. Uh, so I had my Hunter Orc list, which I've already described. Oh, and 
Do, do we not want to say what the scenario was? That might have been the next thing I was going to say. We'll never know. The <laughs> scenario was Fog of War. Fog of War. So we had our 750 points. Fog of War. Now, that's the one where you pick some objective, to, like some terrain to go into. Is that right? Okay. So you need to pick one of your leaders yep. or heroes. Keep them alive. Yep. Gotcha. Pick one of their heroes, not their leader, unless their leader is their only hero. Yep. Kill them. Okay. And pick a terrain feature. And control it, which I believe just means having more models within it than your opponent. Yeah, or having models within it with your your opponent not having any within it to get the full points. Yep. Sure. Yeah. Oh, and of course, breaking your opponent without being broken. Yes. Yeah. That's always the points. I think mm. there's points for that in every scenario, just yep. about. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, Fog of War. I was playing against a man by the name of Callum Edens. I want to say it's pronounced Edens. Someone suggested to me that it might be Edens. That was Kylie who said that, which makes me think it's definitely Edens. <laughs> he was... <laughs> fair assumption. Fair assumption. I'm not going to argue with it. I'm just going to smile and nod. If, if Kylie's right, please message in. That would be amazing. Yeah, let us know, Callum. So he had uh, Wood Elves and Durin's Folk, and his heroes were Thranduil, Legolas, Balin, and Gimli, I think. I think those were his four. He, I think you played Callum later on, didn't you, Kylie? Is we'll get right? to that. Yeah, we'll get to but, but you did. that list. So I just want to confirm that that yes. was what he had. That is what he yeah. had. He yeah. also had some uh, sentinels in there. I think it's just one sentinel. One sentinel, yeah. some uh, of the Fight Six, Galadrim Guard. A couple of those, yep, yep. Uh, a couple of uh, Iron Guard and... Yeah. Ba- lots of Wood Elf Spears, a couple of Iron Guard, lots of Khazad Guard. So his, his yeah. line was mostly comprised of Khazad Guard backed up by Wood Elf Spears, yeah, which... So- Yep, okay. Yeah. That's the you, you get an yeah. idea of what, what kind of thing you're coming up against yeah, when yeah, you see yeah, that across fine. the board. Yes. And yeah, no, that's fine. This is Articon. That's absolutely yeah. what I expected. Yeah. No problems at all. So, started off. Uh, I marched around with one of my captains to try and flank him straight off the bat. I'm like, I know that he's going to drop that terror. I hate terror. I'm Hunter Orcs. Really hate the terror. So, I marched away from his bows around the other side to try and draw him away from that and also to make his terror effect not affect everything. Mm. It kind of worked. (laughs) Not really. (laughs) (laughs) So Thranduil was kind of in the middle. Bog was behind a tent trying to get around and kill him. The hero that I wanted to kill was Balin. Never got a chance to do that. Protected him very well. And the hero I wanted to protect was Fimble. Took a fate off from Legolas very early on. I believe Mm. Callum was trying to kill Fimble as well. Not a good situation. No, no. Nope. So I uh, ended up sacrificing him about midway through the game to try and recover a bit. It didn't work out, unfortunately. So pretty much what it came down to was Bog trying to get in at Thranduil. Nearly worked. Mm-hmm. Nearly worked. That could cover a lot of my tournament, actually. Nearly worked. Uh, managed to get a nice heroic combat off. Got within a couple of inches of Thranduil. And the next turn, he, of course, won the roll off. Managed to pull Thranduil round between a tent and his lines. Now, I thought I had blocked off that space. I thought I'd managed to cover it off. Not quite. Thranduil managed to get in between those. All my heroes. Fimble was far away trying to get away from it. Uh, the captain had, of course, marched around the side. Yazneg had failed a coach test previous turn, so it was too far away. And Bolg, of course, was two inches away from Thranduil on the opposite side. So Thranduil was able to move six inches one way, and his channeled Nature's Wrath knocked down almost all of my Hunter Orcs with nothing to resist it mm. with. 
unfortunately. Not many died. I think maybe two died from the channeled wrath. And yep, he was yep. pretty upset at that point. He was like, no, no, what have I done? This might point was useless, hasn't done it. <laughs> All of them died. Everything on the ground died. The only things that survived were the ones that actually won their fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, which was not many of them. Well, the, the, the actual channel is not what it does the kills, is it? It's the yeah, aftermath. Yeah, no, it shouldn't. It's, well, I mean, I, against Defense 4, you would have expected more to die. It's still only a third of the chance. Like, yeah. It's not... It's yeah. not like, but it's we're, good, we're but talking it's about like 20 hundred orcs. Yeah, and yeah maybe I know, two I dies. know. But I still think it's... Yeah, the knockdown is yeah, the killer. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Especially against the higher fight models. Oof. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, at that point, like, up to that point, I'd been thinking, gee, I've really played this quite well. It's gone very well. And just that one wrath, and that changed the entire game. And unfortunately, I couldn't uh, recover from that. Uh, tried to pull Bolg back in and get into the Dwarf Heroes, but he uh, couldn't quite make it. Fimble died. Yazdeg tried to get in. Yeah, it did, didn't work out for me from there. I... Did manage to pull off one little coup right at the end of the game. Shot an iron guard off of a, a terrain feature, which cost him his oath. I don't think we've talked about the oaths. We should no, probably, probably talk should. about the oaths. Yes. Okay, so... We'll, we'll get to that after... No, no, yeah. I know. I think we need to describe it All now. Because right, no, no, okay, okay. we obviously need to describe ours for each game. So, for this game, my oath, I think, was to uh, have 75% of my model survive. Didn't get that. My opponent... So, so the oaths were a little mini objective that you would have each game. There were six of them. You had to pick one at the start of each game, not tell your opponent. And at the end of the game, you revealed which oath you had chosen. And if you succeeded, you got a little bit of bonus points. Wasn't a whole lot. So every game you, you got to do one of these? Yes. Yeah, what were, mm-hmm. Give me give examples of some yeah. of the stuff. So one of them was to uh, keep 75% of your force alive. Oh, that's tough. Yep. Yeah, they are tough. Yeah. Okay. Probably the easiest one was to take two terrain pieces and have at least five models touching or within okay. them. Okay, okay. Now, these, do you that choose requires, them? Yeah. You do choose them. You, you pick yeah. them at the start of each game, but gotcha. you cannot pick one you've already picked. So oh. you have to go for all six at some point. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, now that is tough. Yep. Yep. Uh, the other ones, uh, one was kill all your opponent's heroes. Yep. One was kill the enemy leader with your leader. Mm. Uh, do you remember the others? Uh, reduce your opponent's 25%. Yep. Keep 75% of your army alive. Yep. Uh, make sure none of your heroes got wounded. That's right. That's the only one I achieved. Actually. Or spent fate yeah. points on. Yes. Yep. Cool. Okay. Because I was wondering what, because we were following along and I was... Um, trying to, to see what's going on. And you kept saying oath or no oath, and it kept being no oath, no oath, except I think Cam seems to get them every round. He got a couple, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Cam got the most. I think he got three. Yeah, no, I, he, think, I think he only got two, but they, they were very difficult to achieve. Yeah, I didn't know if there's something you could do, like you, ha- you could choose yeah. to do in the game or not, or whatever, mm. or they're present. But okay, so they're really tough objectives. That, yeah. And they, they don't give you much bonus, just a little handful? Uh, I think it was less than a draw. Yeah, it was six points. Yeah. Uh, for perspective, a win was 30 points. But do they, do they count? Towards your overall victory, so if you got the oath, okay, so you could your potentially... overall points, yes, yeah. but but for that game, uh, no. no, no, so no, you still get bonus points. points. So in theory, you could still lose the game and get your and oath. get your oath. So the oath yeah. counts towards your overall score, but not towards winning the game. Correct. Correct. I yeah. gotcha. Yep, yeah. that makes sense. Thank yeah. you for that. Sorry. Yeah. So in that game, I managed to shoot off one of his iron guard from an objective, and that prevented him from getting the oath where you get the two terrain features. So. Yeah, uh, it ended up being a 10-0 loss to me. wasn't a great start. I was pretty disappointed because I thought I'd played the start of the game very well. Had fallen down in, in one turn, essentially. And, uh, yeah, a bit of a sad start. was a little bit down. was thinking I'd move on to the next game. You know, put that one behind me. But, uh, Kylie, you got off to an all right start, didn't you? I got off to a, a, a pretty damn good start, if I may say so myself. <laughs> going into the, just a couple of things before we kind of go into my match. I'm going to be dropping a lot of 
words that my, my patented you know coming up with terminologies and things like that there are three words i just want to quickly clarify now because i'm going to be using them a lot the first one is positioning in particular being out of position so what i mean by that is how Crazy. far how how far away your models are from your other models i don't even know what language you're talking right now that's why i'm translating matt that's why i'm translating please go on positioning never heard of it yeah go the on. second <laughs> one i'll probably use a lot instead of actually just calling it might will fate is resources and by resources i'm just talking about might will fate or in the case of like thrandall and is stuff their crown and the wrath and you know is that from the french resource there do you no, also no, count like what resources. sort of provisions like the models resources. like supplies or anything like that they have you done making fun no, no, <laughs> never. D- does resources include how Probably, many drinks you've got we're around the table? <laughs> I realize the yeah. stupidity of my uh, comment after I uh, made it. Thank you. <laughs> but the big one I want to talk about is um, tempo. Tempo, Italian. Mm. It comes from the word tempus, which means time. Oh, that's Latin. Ooh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, really yeah. getting oh. into it now. Tempus but, fugit. Um, <laughs> just to kind of give you all an idea, in chess... Tempo, uh, I, I got this off, uh, I think, at dictionary.com or something like that. One of the dictionary sites. So, I'm just going to read this little bit out. <laughs> Kylie, <laughs> Kylie's really thought this out. I, I've like, really thought this out. I've been thinking about this for like the past two weeks since we got back. We've missed you, Kylie. It's, it's <laughs> been like five days, but no, please so, go on. So, tempo in chess is gaining or losing of time and effectiveness relative to one's continued mobility or developing position, especially with respect to the number of moves required to gain an objective. I heard position in there. We're doubling up now. Here we are. You can't, you can't use <laughs> So, basically... It's how fast you play. Yeah, how fast you play and how much time you have to do things. I'm going to be using this term a lot, Matt. The viewers need to understand... What I'm talking about. Okay, I will translate right. your translation. Yeah. <laughs> Tempo being the big one. Can, can you rattle those three yeah. up again? Positioning. Positioning, resources, and tempo. I'll Positioning, use those three resources, words a lot. Tempo, traps, win games. On we go. Okay, so my first uh, game was against Jason uh, Hanslow, who we played uh, round two in doubles. I'd also played him in the Chaos in Arda. So I and, and Kylie's first game was right next to me, mm. so I couldn't get rid of Jason. I oh. couldn't get away from him. Yeah. Just kept following me everywhere. Now, now, did Jason become a fan of the Green Dragon after that? Or is he one of those ones that's like, no, keep away from me, Australia? He's very coy. I don't think he, w- he wouldn't reveal his thoughts on, okay. on anything, really. Yeah. He's quite Jason, quiet. let us know. But it was enjoyable to play. And if you don't like these two, let me know and I'll, I won't pass <laughs> on to them, don't worry. Fair enough. <laughs> so, my goal, as I said before, my goals of the tournament were just to try and get um, wins and draws, not get any losses on my record, which we'll get into now. So the first thing that um, I noticed when I picked up my opponent's list was I'm going to be playing a lot of this list. And this list was, of course, the Shadow Lord, the Knight of Umbar, and a Taskmaster leading lots and lots of Moran and Orcs. And there's a Taskmaster with the Shadow Lord. And then the Knight of Umbar. Yeah, yeah. That's, my, that's my favorite part of the game. I just love the image of it, the little Orc honest, Honestly, I'm going to be straight up. I played this, basically this army three times this tournament. Okay. And as you'll find out, I did fairly okay against okay. them. Fairly okay. Um, <laughs> fairly okay. <laughs> fairly okay. <laughs> Stealing all my thunder, damn it. So round one, we got Fog of War. And the first thing I noticed when Fog of War got announced was the massive groan that went through the entire convention hall. Really? Yes. That's Nobody what wanted to play we this We were very scenario. surprised. Well, no I was shocked because this yeah. is my favorite scenario. But I love it too. Yeah. That and Domination. Yeah. I, want, I want Domination, Domination, Fog of War, Domination, Fog of War. That's my scenario. I, I, was, I was shocked. and I, I, I think I looked at Matt and went, 
like made a, like, a what yeah, the hell? What's that about? Yeah. And yeah, everyone was groaning and saying, "Oh, this is not a tournament scenario. This should not be." Really, in the there's pool. other ones that I'll say are not yeah. tournament scenarios, but yeah. <laughs> oh, this this is not the first time this happened. Also known as put your heroes in the middle and roll a 50-50. <laughs> so fog of fog of war. I was I was very happy to play this straight up. Um, we talked about the terrain. I think I might have psyched out my opponent a little bit with the terrain feature. I asked him if the little two inch fence on his side of the board counters a train feature so yeah if you're in base contact with him I'm like okay <laughs> got your advocacy out <laughs> on the county proceeded to make a little map on the back of my uh, scorecard and so uh, the listeners didn't know Kylie's just mimed like drawing a map of the board and then finally writing in calligraphy the location of the objectives so um, the objectives I just selected was the fence I just uh, talked about kill the shadow lord and protect my captain with shields as it turns out, my opponent was trying to uh, kill one of my rangers of the north, which he did not get anywhere near to trying to actually oh, kill. Okay. Which I'll get into. The mounted the one or the foot one? Yeah, one of the mounted ones. Yep. Uh, capture one of the townhouses uh, near me, um, and he was trying to uh, protect the um, Shadow Lord as well. Cause yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the only other Felbish. He couldn't choose the Mount of Anabar because that was his leader. Rah, yep. rah. So we started the game and I used my rangers to basically get the deployment on my opponent because that's what my army does. It allows me to see where my opponent's going and then react accordingly and deployed as far away as I could, basically in the opposite corner. Um, Jason went hard up against one side and then to my absolute delight, proceeded to run at me six inches a turn in a ball. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I noticed was why is he not calling a march to try and like close the gap quicker? Like, he has a Taskmaster. You could get some of these for free. Yeah. It, it, it baffled me a little bit. But once the Shadow Lord finally got in range, I think he got a little bit complacent. Because my first turn one volley from all 30 shots in my army went at the Shadow Lord. And after spending a grand total of five points of might, <laughs> took off the Shadow Lord's Fell Beast. Okay. So Even with sixes to hit. Yep, so, yep. if the viewers are trying to, like, figure out that should not happen. Well, do the math. With five points of might backing it up, it's, it's not that unreasonable. I, I I wouldn't tell them to do the math. No, I think yeah, well, Jeremy's got that covered. Yeah. No, 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 I'll do the math. I don't point. think it was yeah, on it, average. It wasn't great odds, maybe. No, 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 it's, it's wasn't it wasn't great odds, but when you had two of the heroes hit, uh, I think it was Aladdin and Halbrad or something like yeah. that. Five points of might. I was happy to trade that for for the fell beast, and I think one of the ra regular rangers managed to get a wound on the fell beast too. I was lucky, it, and this will come up later, that the fell beast that he was using was on the on the clear stand. Yep, so there's no bit, in the ways. Yeah, yep. it, was, it was a bit raised off the ground. I, know, I didn't think he expected my shooting to actually do anything. No, you don't, though, with the Shadow Lord, really. And, yeah, that pretty much got me in a very good position from that point, at which point he was kind of forced to come forward and come into my kind of range. I zipped up the side of the board and kind of put a couple of random rangers into a forest and made him think that I was going for yes. the forest. At which point the remaining Moran Orcs that were holding the fence because he thought I had the fence walked away from the fence and ran off it. <laughs> At which point I went, oh, okay, that's game. Uh, threw my, one of my twins and my captain with shield, killed the Moranans that were kind of at the back of the board, yep. um, protecting his back line and trying to stop me from getting the objective, wiped them out and grabbed the objective of getting the fence, yep. which was, yay, good yeah, things. Yeah, no, no, getting objectives is good. Meanwhile, on the other side, the Knight of Umbar finally got into range, managed to get a cheeky compel forward and charge into combat. However, this is where my army kind of shined. Um, <laughs> I know, I know. I proceeded to charge in with one of the twins, 
Halbrad, uh, then heroic combated Arathorn into the combat and Adunadine, struck up with the twin, got to fight 10. Unfortunately, even though the might point was free from the Knight of Umber, he did not get high enough to... Yeah. Oh, you still have to get... Yeah, you still, have to, you still yeah. have to get a five to, to get yeah. to the fight 10. So you only got to fight eight, I think it was. And then I proceeded to kill the second fell beast. I didn't mm. bother striking at the rider because I didn't have him trapped. I could only just get a forward engage, but went everything at the fell beast. Okay. Killed the fell beast and then went, okay, all of your threat is gone. Yeah. yeah okay. So the, the wraiths are going to survive a couple turns now, but yeah. not so, cause don't he, do anything. Yeah. Yep. And I just went, well, if the wraiths don't have their fell beast, it's just a straight up yeah. fight the Moranans. And if they're lucky, they get a spell off, and then you've got yeah. three other heroes. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was getting a little lucky in this respect. I was getting a, a couple of the moves off where I could actually go in and fight them without them spelling. But even when they were transfixing my heroes, transfixing Arathorn, or transfixing the one twin I had in that area, it wasn't enough. Mm to like just put pressure and then the, uh, my army just started to cut through him very slowly but I broke him the game ended and I ended up winning that game a full 12 nil. yep fantastic yep. very good start yeah no, and th- that often happens in those sort of fog of war scenarios isn't it because Matt you lost what almost that point 10 nil. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where, yeah. where one person gets ahead and it Can just snowballs big time yeah sure. that's a it's yep. a great scenario but it is one that often ends up with those results even in a close game yeah yeah yeah, yeah, and I nearly I used just about nearly every single one of my points of might. The only person that didn't use a point of might in that game was my captain with shield, who was sitting pretty at the back of the boiled, protecting my three victory points. Yep. So yeah, no, it's, it's a good thing to do as well. No, well played. Good job. Beautifully done. Yep. Good job. We were and all we very got the update excited. We were all very excited. We, we were all very excited after round. Well, except for me. But we were all very excited after round one because uh, Cam also and Josh. Both also managed to win, I believe. Yes. And Cam did it in stunning fashion with an oath, I think. Yeah. So he started magnificently. And we got this update, I think, right in the middle of the night or something like that. It was it was a late night one, so we were partying yeah. over in Australia. Streamers went off. There was fireworks, <laughs> all this sort of stuff. Three out of the four Aussies have won. Yes. <laughs> Round two. Round two. So I was up against... Oh, firstly, the scenario. Yes, yes. The scenario. Yes, yes. The scenario, the scenario was... The former banner one. Is it still a banner one? Ooh. Still one of the banner ones. Still it's a it's banner one. one of the banner ones. Oh, there's another, another banner one There's now. another banner one there's two now. banner ones. Are there's they called two. to the death and not to the death? Well, one of them is to the death. One of them is to the death. I think the other one was... Um, and you finish before the, everyone dies, it's, don't it's, you? It's the one where you have to get the artifact, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's, a, there's another the banner one. Where one. Did you know about this? No, no, I didn't know about There's another banner one. I was shocked. There's another banner one. Anyway, this is the original banner one. In which okay. uh, you need the banner, you need the <laughs> the breaking, and you need the uh, leader yeah, kill. Leader. I think you get bonus points for and quartering them quartering. as well. Yes, yes. So an extra two bonus points if you quarter them, which my opponent did quite easily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately for me, and this was this was a real low point. I'm not gonna lie, this was me going. What am I doing here? <laughs> I'm traveling oh, halfway country. across the world to lose to this. <laughs> I was playing against uh, a man by the name of Dan Huckvale. Yep. Who uh, I got the impression that he was probably one of the core guys in the UK scene. Mm. I'm not. I'm not certain. Like How? we don't know. Don't know who's the key. Yeah, we don't really know. I mean, I know. I'm sure David uh, Clubley is because we got to know him yes. very well, and he seemed to know everybody. Yep. Uh, but yeah. Anyway. I was playing against Dan. Uh, he had and this. Uh, Tim found this highly amusing. He had eagles. Yep. Bjorn, Saruman on a horse, and Fatty Bolter. So just for that extra drop. You know. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Weird army. Yeah. I I looked across the board and thought my chances were pretty good. 
Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not. But you got to get to it. Yeah. the The issue, of course, was the scenario. I could have, and honestly, I do this every single time. Could have sat back and shot with my banner, which of course I had. Didn't have to yep. worry too yep. much. But no, I'm hunter orcs. I marched straight ahead, and I got blown to bits by sorceress blast yep. and hurl. Yep. Blown to absolute bits. I grouped up too much because of the march. Yes. I yes. was. I played poorly with my warhorn, which got sniped. Uh, played poorly with the banner. I mean, the warhorn was probably always going to get sniped by Saruman, but I I let it go far too easily. Uh, essentially, just played a very poor game. That's funny because as, as someone who's played similar army, like not exactly the same, but the idea of the the eagles doing the majority of the work. The only way they really win is when they get those mass formations where they can multi-hurl into it and right. just knock yeah. over everyone. And then, yeah, like you, you're stuck on the ground. Maybe they win the priority again, do it again, or they run away or something like that. Cause it's, yeah, I really set it up for them. I, I, yeah. I let Dan have way too much of the uh, the tempo yes, uh, and, and perhaps positioning. the positioning. And you know what? I didn't really take much resources <laughs> off him either. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, those words are going to be used very heavily in my next yeah. game. Good, good, good. No, I look forward to it. So, did you get any points? Uh, no, I got zero points. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dan fair. managed to pick up 10, which I think was uh, leader kill. I think he did kill Bolg in the end. Kill your banner, get 25%, kill Bolg. Yeah. He did all the stuff. Yep. He got rid of me. But I did get a nice hour-long break afterwards, so that was pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. <laughs> An extra hour while everyone else was playing to sit there and think about my mistakes and run back to the hotel to try and find my key. And at this point, you posted something on the Australian page, didn't you? I did. I said, please, guys, zero points after two rounds. Send me your thoughts and prayers. And to to the credit of everyone back home in Australia, they did. They sent me those thoughts and prayers. I saw some, some changed Facebook profiles. I saw some Facebook filters. They were there. They had my face over the top of theirs. It was amazing. Yeah, that, that is really amazing. And look, I, I've been sceptical of that because I've always thought it probably sounds like the most ineffective way to take action, but I've yep. been proven yep. wrong. It might be the most effective way to take action. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the thoughts and prayers now. I didn't do any of the prayers. I did the like, thoughts. So I don't know if I did it right, but yeah, there's no, lots of thinking. Not a, you know, we're not in a massively religious country, so I wasn't expecting too many prayers, but some people I, got, I got plenty of thoughts. Hmm? I felt the thought, thoughts. I'm sure there were some prayers in there too. Yeah, I didn't even know how they flowed into me from across we, the. We have which ocean at the is between us too for, for Matt. They they weren't exactly always positive though. No, yeah, there were some negative thoughts from my teammates after the round when I revealed my results. <laughs> did someone say why do we bring this guy? Please, did someone? I say think that? Lockie ah. Rig suggested that I be sacked from, <laughs> which is easy to say you, back you home were team in captain Perth, too, mate. weren't you, Matt? Uh, you know, I I organized a little bit. I did some organization. I wouldn't have said that really reflected upon my playing ability and nor did I ever suggest that I would be the leading mm. player at the tournament. Mm. Hey, hey, you know what? Let's move on to uh, your game. Before Carl, we do that, Matt, that yeah. just reminds me of a time that the three of us went up to Sydney for a team tournament. Oh, God. <laughs> How did I know this was going to come back to me? All right. And, and I feel so sorry for you now because at that one, we gave you so much crap because <laughs> so you dropped much. one game. One game. <laughs> one yeah. game for the whole tournament, which is a fantastic result. Yeah. We gave you so much crap. We, I think we said at some point we need yeah. to sack him. <laughs> and you were like, trade you were absolutely me distraught. Bloody so Henry can, or someone. Oh, yeah, trade you yeah. for anyone at this point. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so you to have lost two games with zero points and then be told you're going to get sacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was feeling it at that point. I was very down in the dumps. Did you, did you have any like liquid medicine or anything like that? At this he point? did, I, actually. I had a couple of beers <laughs> at that point. Yes. <laughs> Good. Good. Kylie, your game. Kylie. All right. So I was against Pascal Weeb from Germany, who mm, cool. 
I didn't find out till after the game was one of the absolute powerhouses from Germany, arguably one of their best, if not the best player from Germany, which kind of puts into perspective who I was up against and the fact that he came fourth overall, I think, will sum up how intense this game ended up being. So, to the death was a mission and I get handed the army list and went, this is pretty much exactly the same as what I just (laughs) played against. A Shadow Lord, a Taskmaster and a Knight of Umbar, except instead of all being Moranans, you know, there was a spattering of Reavers and a spattering of uh, Watchers of Karna and I'm looking at it going... Okay, we're going to have to put on the uh, the thinking hat here. So I'm I'm looking at this army going, how the hell am I going to pull this apart? And, I, and I'm thinking, all right, I'll, I'll shoot out, try to shoot out the Fell Beast like I did last time, get rid of their threats and let the twins do the work. First turn, we had a rules dispute. Now, I'm used to playing in Australia where, you know, the old Fell Beasts that we kind of held up by the tail. Yeah. And we kind of just draw a straight line of sight to it. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, it's a big flying I think at one we, point we in the rules, it might not be current, but, it, like, the tail wasn't part of it. Yeah. Over there, the tail yeah. does count part of it. Yeah, fair enough. So, uh, that little... Is that right? I, that doesn't well, sound it, right to me. It doesn't sound right to me either, but that's how they ruled it. So, okay. when the TO came over, I uh, said, yeah, no, that's three in the way. So, I'm like... Who was that who made that rule? Uh, it was Sam Page. It was Sam, okay. Yeah. So, I, I, I was... I was on... I was basically on, on the phone... Well, not the phone, but I was uh, <laughs> texting uh, Andrew uh, Coleman back home to you scour. Had a guy. <laughs> yeah, I had him to scour through the FAQs and stuff, trying to find a way out of this. Andrew found everything he could, but unfortunately, it wasn't enough to turn the decision. So at this point, I'm like, okay, going at the fell beast is a dumb idea. I can't go for this plan. I need to readjust my plan, change the tactics here. And I'm thinking, what's the best way I can do this, win this game? And I'm thinking, I can't kill his leader. I'm, that's just not going to happen. He's playing too defensive. I have to quarter him. That was my game plan. So my game plan now was to quarter the army. And I think it was a uh, 39 model army. So I had to get it down to nine models, yep. which was not an easy feat. Uh, not nine models, eight models. Yeah, that's what I got written here. Which was not an easy feat, but we had a crack at it. We had mm. a decent crack at it. You're right so the first time though. Yes. 39 is nine models. Nine, yeah. Yep. Cool. Nine models it is. Yep. I now start directing all my shooting into just... Watches Akana, anything front rank that I can get on. Yep. and High value targets, yeah. High value targets. I had Arathorn running across the back line of my board because I had him on the far left. I want him on the far right in the forest. Playing the decoy mode. Yeah. And interestingly, it worked. I, I was trying to think of a way of um, getting the, the Fell Beast out of position and to create, as I was saying before, tempo. <laughs> so this is where what I was talking Ooh, about yes, before yes. really starts to matter. <laughs> I needed the Felvis out of position and I needed to buy... Position! I needed to buy time, also known as tempo. Uh-huh. Yep, yep. I needed Dang. to buy some tempo with the Felvis. So I had five ranges on the extreme left flank lined up in a perfect hurl line. Like, it wasn't perfect, <gasps> but a hurl straight through... You should have said bait. That's such a bait. Straight through four guys. And I think this will be the perfect bait to get some guys Ooh, there over. There it is. And then when I there saw there. when I saw Pascal there pick there. up his Knight of Umba, fly it over the building in the center of the board and land the combat, I went, yes. <laughs> yes. I have got the Knight of Umba out of the primary combats for at least two turns. But Pascal didn't leave him there for two turns. I managed to hold up the Knight of Umbar for four turns. Mm, So those five rangers, I was happy to trade. And to my delight, a couple of them even managed to survive. But those five rangers managed to hold up a Fell Beast for four turns. Which actually doesn't surprise me. That was similar to the results in our warm-up games. The the Fell Beasts, 
if they get a good turn, they dominate. But it doesn't happen every turn. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that that, much might that one around. move, yeah. that one move to buy myself some tempo, give myself some extra breathing room in the main combats was what to set up your position. Me, yeah, to help me set up my <laughs> positioning to manage your resources. The Ding. Because <laughs> the first turn, the the first turn, the Shadow Lord came in with his Taskmaster and all the other nasty stuff came forward. I looked at the table and went, "Yeah, it's time to go." The twins ran in, the captains ran in, the Rangers of the North ran in, Halbrad ran in, Arathorn, so full combat against everything a... went in. Uh, the yep. uh, Felbish tried to transfix Aragorn, Arathorn, but managed to shrug it off, luckily, with a straight-up Henry Kerr. <laughs> straight One up, dice, up resist Kerr. on a six. <laughs> Loved it. That needs an explosion sound effect. <laughs> Henry Kerr, boom! Um, and I called... A total of seven heroic combats and one heroic strike this turn. Crossed off the eight points of might and <laughs> went to this. town. Now, just crossed off casual eight points of might. Out of my 21. <laughs> so this is where the big turning point in the game happened. I had already done uh, inflicted six casualties on my opponent mm-hmm. previously through shooting because I diverted my shooting from the fell beast to the, to the troops, which in the end was probably the reason why I won this game. Mm. Because this one turn inflicted 12 casualties on his army and broke him like that. So now that the army wasn't going to run because they had two race on the table, but it meant that I had points in the bag now. Yeah, And and time was now my ally. Yeah. And it's tough to fight back from that when you've got an evil army that's broken. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a tough, tough ask. But the big thing I did on this turn was I didn't focus on the Moranans or the Watchers of Kana. I focused everything in my army on the Reavers. I went twin into into a Reaver, twin into a Reaver, heroic combat into more Reavers. I put Halbrad into a, into three Reavers, uh, <laughs> struck up just to get the three kills on the Reavers to make sure that they did. I put a captain into one Reaver who managed to win the roll-off and kill. I think I only botched one heroic combat with a Ranger in the North and the captain who just couldn't roll a six. But that was fine because I got rid of pretty much every single Reaver by like one or two. Mm. So out of the 12 we had, he was down to <laughs> 12. Yep. Out of the 12 he had, he lost, I think it was eight or nine in a single turn. And that was the big turning point. He lost his fight five. He lost majority of his two attacks in the front line. It was down to fight four and fight four. And then next turn, rinse, repeat. Mm. And again, correct combats came out. I put more pressure on. Arathorn did a cheeky heroic combat to get out of a hurl line. And then next turn called a march move to run out of range because the Fell Beast at that point decided, well, black darts, the best thing we can go. They threw two channel black darts. The first one I managed to resist. The second one got through. However, luckily for me, even when one rules question might go against you, another one might go for you. <laughs> so uh, I, uh, my opponent uh, was trying to argue that the D3 happens before fate. Uh, it was ruled that the D3 happens after fate. So wounding hit does D3 wounds. Is that right? Oh, who knows? It might change next matter. week. It doesn't yeah, matter. A uh, wounding hit does three, three wounds. I faded it, used a couple of points. Of oh, my, okay. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Knocked it away. Yep. I took a wound later from another random black dart that came at me, but it wasn't channeled this time because the Wraith was out of might. But at this point, Pascal just didn't know what hit him. And that turn when I called the seven heroic actions, Pascal didn't have an answer to it. And with the way they call heroic actions over there, I don't think he was expecting me to call so many. Mm-hmm. and be so aggressive that turn. It kind of almost shocked him to the point where he didn't call any actions that turn. Oh, and no. didn't try to counteract. He was so precious. So can, you, can you just actually, how how did that phase go for calling? Did you just go, I'll do seven heroic combats? I, I, I was, it was a very, 
uh, kind of Magic the Gathering esque kind of kind don't of. I don't know what that, that is. Yeah. All right, so basically, what happens was uh, I had priority. Magic the White Council, I think you mean? Um, I asked Pascal, are you calling her and He says, oh, maybe. And I says, well, I'm definitely calling her And I went, I just, I didn't even bother going one at a time, which I do later in in my later games. I just grabbed all seven of my counters and just placed them down. And Pascal <laughs> looked at it and went, oh, nothing from me. <laughs> Preferring to keep his resources yeah, yeah, to yeah. make sure that his foul beast would have something to fight back. Man and after my own heart. Yeah. Conservative. Just I talked. To, we had a, me and Pascal <laughs> had a very long conversation after, and he was he was absolutely astounded with how I played that game. And I, props to Pascal for pushing me to the absolute limit. I was pulling every trick out, mm. out of the book in that game to get that win. But he was he told me at the end of the game that the reason he held back his might and he got some good uh, taskmaster saves as well. And that mm. I think he only spent uh, three points for the entire game, uh, actual points. He said, I was keeping my might back to wait for you to run out so that I could then have the initiative and take everything out in one go. Like, the army's dead by the time that happens. Okay. And that was my plan, was I was counting every single model till he got down to quarter, and I quartered him just as the timer hit mm. game over. So I, I got him just when I needed to, and I ended that game with a single point of might left. I spent 20 of my 21 points. Yeah, I, I think facing your army, and, and you know we've already said this, yeah. it's very easy to you know talk about this in hindsight. Uh, Hindsight's yeah. 2020. But against your army, I'd be thinking, you know, I need a bit of luck with the Taskmaster. I, I'm going to need to get that free mind. I'm going to need yeah. to call it as often as possible. Yeah. 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 And try and pick out some of those heroes because it sounds like the pressure was not on the heroes. It was on your troops. Mm. And those foul beasts need to be assassinating well, it, heroes. It honestly wasn't on any. Because I, I was getting a lot of the priorities, I was able to peel off the combats the way I wanted. So I was putting the unfavorable combats onto my you yep. know, my, yep. my captains. And he did manage to, I think, knock out one of my captain with sword and bow, which was fine. I was like... Whatever, I've got another five, and he did knock out Halbrad. I think <laughs> towards the ve- he did knock out Halbrad towards the very end, and that was after Halbrad had won a lucky roll off and killed another two Reavers. So mm. it, it was one of those games where I think if Pascal needed a chance, one the Fell Beast, uh, the Knight of Umbar, who was baited out to the side, needed to come back a lot faster, and two he needed to challenge my heroic actions and maybe heroic combat hurl to try and get some guys out of the way maybe a a bit of tempo yeah because i had far too much time to do what i needed to do sounds like his positioning wasn't great thank you matt yeah that's okay actually no i disagree with that sounds like his positioning was okay his positioning was very good i never got a charge on the foul beast until literally the last turn of the game where he just didn't have the troops to protect it if anything it sounds like positioning was fine it it was more of a resources game no but i feel like i feel like the the management of resources it was almost over managed by pascal at this point right yeah yeah i I can understand that whereas i think the tempo is what got him i think yeah yeah. well just the the fact that kylie pointed to the clock just as that last kill came and just went ding that's that's tempo yeah did you say tempo please say tempo tempo (laughs) no no (laughs) did you at the time did you uh, no i did not say tempo during the pascal tempo we are doing that, Matt. Every other time we win a game, like right on the battle. I'm trying to introduce a new idea and terminology to the game. It's good. I've been using other games and other kind of like esports, car games, and stuff. No, I think I think it's really interesting that you've said yes. Tempo, resources, positioning. You know, I could see that being the pillars of how you play your game. I like it better than traps win games. I like tempo, resource management, and positioning wins games. <laughs> a little bit wordy, but all right. All right, we'll try and work That's it. That's why in. I like it. <laughs> I'm going to put it in. 
All right, all right. So that was... That was my game too. I ended up yeah. winning that game 7-1. I, however, forgot to choose my um, oath, oath that game. <laughs> so uh, we called over to here. He says, well, just roll a D6. Is that resources? Consult. I ended up having Precious Lies, which was not scoreable. No yeah. That's almost here. impossible I was just like, so it's I was never going to get that at yeah. any point in the tournament anyway, so I was happy to get rid of that out of the way. Oh, so that's why so. they chose one, because you had to lose one. Yeah. 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 So one of them had to have been written yeah. down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's probably a fair way of doing it. Yeah. To be honest, yeah. Yeah. I think we we ended up doing the same thing in the doubles at one point. We've got one of our oaths. We never yeah. got any of them yeah. in the doubles. It was but in the doubles too. By yeah. the way, I don't think we mentioned that. Thank you to, to Pascal for an amazing game that really pushed me to my limits and kind of made me play my A game. He made Sounds me like play a good my game. A game. Yeah. yeah. It was the way fantastic. you talk about it, you clearly enjoy that game, mm. Matt. The game you enjoyed. Yes, the, the Round well, no, I enjoyed every single one of my games except the Eagles one that I just described <laughs> earlier. <laughs> uh, next up was ah oh, yes, so to set the scene, we're looking at the board and the the scenario. pairings have come up. Uh, the scenario was Lords of Battle, and I'm like, well, that's that's a and shocking you had received one for me. Nineteen uh, thoughts and three prayers. I I'd received many thoughts and prayers, and we looked up at the tables, and at this point, I do believe. That our very own Cameron Bell, our very own, well, he was he's adopted. Out. No, no, he's out. He's out. He's out. He's out. He was on two wins and two oaths. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Top Maximum table Cameron. points at this stage. I believe he was somewhere on one of the top five tables. He was on table four. Table four. Against the one and only Jay Clare. Jay Clare himself. Yeah. Mm, nice. Well done. And I looked up and I had to keep looking. And I kept looking for a while because my eyes were scrolling down through the tables. <laughs> Got to the first 30. No, nothing there. (laughs) The next 30. uh, Not yet. There's no Matthew Todd. Next 30, mm, maybe around the 90 mark. No. And on (laughs) the last page, which is about uh, one quarter the length of the previous three. Oh, there I am. Table 104. 100 tables between myself and Cameron at this point. There are 214 (laughs) players in this tournament, which means you're on the bottom... Three, There'll be 107 tables, tables operational tables? then. Yeah. Which, I mean, everyone on the on those tables was, was on, on zero. zero. Yeah, nothing. Zip. Did nada. you all look at each other and just give like one of those nods? Like, oh, we, yeah, I, no, I did. I actually did that. <laughs> I, I, look, I looked around and I said, well, uh, commiserations, chums. <laughs> 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 and uh, the guy, the, the uh, champion that I was playing, whose name was Edward. I believe it was just Edward. I don't think he gave a surname. If it's not Edward, my apologies, because this was the only one that I, I wasn't sure. That's fine. No, no, no. But uh, we, we actually met him and a few other people at Warhammer World prior to the, oh, cool. the day before, on, on the Thursday before the tournament began. Yep. And it took us a second to recognize each other. We were just sort of setting up and we're like getting our models out. And someone, he turned to me, he's like, wait a second, you look familiar. Didn't we meet at Warhammer World? Oh, yeah. That was only two days ago. But yes, I remember. <laughs> and to my right was another gentleman that we'd also met at Warhammer oh, fantastic. World. I, um, I can't recall his name. I'm sorry. Now, you're not you're not suggesting this is the quality of the Warhammer World players, are you? Not at all. No, no good, 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 uh, but sure. it is, though. But ah, it definitely enough, is. No, no, no. So, <laughs> is good. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was playing against Edward. Uh, he had Easterlings. He had a lot of cataphracts, which were all Black Dragon cataphracts. Good, good choice. In fact, his entire army was Black Dragons, aside from his bowmen. Yeah, I don't mind uh, that. Now, he... Decided to play his bowmen the way that I would have played my bowmen 10 years ago. That is to say... Put them onto someone else's table and ignore them? Basically. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So they sat in the corner of the board and I got to play three quarters of his army. Yep. Two yep. thirds, even. Yep. Yep. Essentially, uh, I sat there with the Hunter Orcs. His cataphracts charged in. I knew I could take one charge. Didn't mind it. Lost a few Orcs. Counter-charged. 
That was pretty much it. That yeah. was that was basically the game. I mean, there was a lot more to it than that. Edward was a lot of fun to play against. He really enjoyed... He clearly enjoyed the game, so yeah. that was great. No, that's good. We we had a little bit of debate about whether the horses counted. I'm still not sure. I'm not sure whether the horses count in Lords of Battle, which is the, the kill points. I feel like it's You changed. have to specifically target them. Yeah, yeah. So them. I think at the start, I was just like, no, nah, I'll just kill the cataphracts. And then halfway through, I'm like, no, oh, yeah. yeah. So I want to get... In, kill the horse. It, the actual the, yeah. numbers don't matter anymore. You have to like double or triple your opponent's score to get more points. Yes, yes. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll start going after the horses now that it's not as risky as it might have been. Yep. And, you know, I ended up uh, doubling his points, I think, and winning 8-0. I did not manage to get my own though sadly because i was trying to kill all of his enemy or all of his heroes yep and his captain had a bow and was sitting at the back with the <laughs> bow and, yep. and the game ended before i could get to him i was marching all the way across the board to try to get to him but i couldn't catch him see at that point if you're on the bottom tables you have to say you know what's really fun let's have a fight between our two leaders <laughs> I, I probably could have easily. I think um, I think he was done at that point. He didn't. He, he was sort of like, uh, so maybe it's time for another beer. And I'm like, well, maybe I can go and catch your captain. And he's like, uh, well, if you have to. And then we two turns yeah. later, rolled a one, and that was game. So, uh, yep, no, that was, I managed to get a win. Well done. Well done, yes. Matt. I was very happy. And I think I posted, in all caps, it worked. On the uh, thoughts and prayers post. Yes, and, to and, which, and which we thoughts had and a prayers. debate about thoughts or prayers, which one actually works. Yeah, we just don't know, but they continued to flood in none, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm still thinking now. <laughs> I'm still praying. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was my Fantastic. game three, eight nil win without the oath. Just missed out the oath. Quietly. All right, so my game uh, three was against Ryan uh, Timmons, who was on... A, a 12, 12 zip and a 10 zip at this point. So he was looking very pretty with what he had. Lords of Battle, I looked across the table against see what he's army and I'm looking at an Iron Hills captain with the new defense eight Shield War Dwarfs, uh, a King's yep. champion with 12 Khazard Guard, <laughs> Garnbury Garn, 11 Roses and an what? Eagle, and Gandalf huh. on a horse. Huh. And I looked across at this army and went, that's a very weird army. It's Dwarves backed up by Roses. And the woes are with the really blinding lights again, and this is going to become a recurring thing. Oh, you know, right? I get it. Yeah, I get it. It's funny. Gandalf was surprisingly popular. I think entirely due to blinding lights. Yeah. yeah look, I, and I think that's probably because you said that the the lack line of sight blocking stuff. Like, if you can't block line of sight, you do it through the models, either the Shadow Lord or Gandalf. Yeah. It's, so it's interesting. Yeah. Shooting would have been very powerful were yeah. it not for every single person countering. Yeah. 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 So I I looked across the table and went, "All right, I'm going to have to beat this in combat." I don't know how I'm going to beat Defense 7 Dwarves in combat. And then I kind of remembered to some of the, the, the practice games with Jeremy and stuff and went, hang on, I just need to out-position them. Didn't I specifically Ding. say you have to use the tempo of the game? <laughs> Ding. <laughs> so, start of the game, I knew I still had a shooting advantage even if it was sixes to hit. Yeah. I killed a grand total of one Dwarf Pretty good. That's actually hit. good against Dwarves, even with a so, non-sheet. I was okay with a single dwarf. I was mm, harassing good. and stuff. I would talk about my oath, but honestly, I, at this point, I wasn't even paying attention to my oath. I was actually just <laughs> ticking them off down the list one at a time because my goal for this tournament wasn't to get O's. It was just to get W's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as Kylie would tell us at every opportunity. Yes. No, I'm not going for the oath. Kylie, you're going to need a couple of O's. I'm not going for them. <laughs> I don't need them. I'm not going to risk a loss. I want to win all my games. I'm not going for the O's. Yeah, look, that's, it's, goals are important. Goals are really important. 
This game uh, started off a bit uh, interest- interestingly because my opponent didn't want to go anywhere near terrain. So I'm like, well, if you don't want to go near terrain... <laughs> I do. I do. So <laughs> I just went near the closest terrain feature to me, which was uh, basically a, a very standard way of setting up Osgiliath Ruins. So kind of sat around the side there and he threw his eagle in, uh, compelled a guy forward with Gandalf, threw the eagle in, tried to get in, get a good hurl off. Unfortunately for him, I managed to sneak a counter charge in with one of the twins and block the block the hurl shenanigans yep. going off. And then I kind of saw an opening. I saw Gandalf was a bit kind of out of position. Oh, yes. And I went, all I need to do here is stop Gandalf from casting a spell at the twins and Arathorn who were up the side fighting the eagle. Cause so deny him his resources. Yeah. Make sure he doesn't get any So I went, down. what's yeah. the best way I can do that? And I said, well, position him. people love to Sorceress Blast Cavalry off their horses. <laughs> they do. They, so they do. do. They do. <laughs> That's their favorite thing. They see one cavalry model. <laughs> I'm going all the way well, Sorceress Blast. <laughs> so I, position, I, I was kind of made it look like I was doing my moves kind of half carelessly. I <laughs> yes, yes. left. You've learned. I've left... A very convenient just a regular ranger in front of Aladdin, who was on the other side of the board, the side of the board that didn't matter at this point, <laughs> and said, uh, your turn for shooting, uh, your, t- your move. And he goes in, he sees the bait. He sees the bait and goes Sorceress Blast. And I'm like, yes, he's, he's casting the spells where I want him to cast the yep, spells. Yep, yep. Gets the Sorceress Blast, knocks Aladdin off his horse. And I'm like, So you've got the excellent. Elf of Fights just as well on foot, on foot. And then Gandalf, because he had to move to the position he did to get the Sorceress Blast was now sitting behind a wall that was maybe a fraction too close. Ooh, positioning. positioning. So I then used my, my downturn to kind of all in the eagle. I tried to I struck up with the with the twin that was in there before to try and kill the eagle. Unfortunately, I won the combat, but <laughs> bounced, <laughs> bounced every single strike, did not do a single wound with about twenty odd dice that I was throwing at it. Oh, that is but pretty unfortunate. The next, unfortunate, the yeah, next yeah, turn was where it was where it where, yeah, was where it, it happened. It. That was just the entree. Gandalf was just as I said before, a little bit too close. Arathorn went around the corner, heroic combat off a single woes warrior into Gandalf, pinning him against the wall with a range of the north. Now I'm thinking here Traps win games. I've got the higher fight here because I've struck up in t- off the heroic combat. Gandalf uh, is struck up too, but I'm not. Wasn't too worried with the one attack. At best, I'll, I'll take out his horse and get a couple of wounds. Ranger North goes in for the attack, gets the horse, and I'm like, "All right, well, I'm feigning. Might as well go for everything at Gandalf. Every single dice <laughs> got a five plus. See, just is pure luck. None of this is and just straight up Arathorn, who thought he was just going to chip a wound off the old grey wizard, chops his head, cleans off, <laughs> takes one of his might points back, and go, "I'll take that. Yep. All for a horse." And the look. You know, on Ryan's you know what face. he said. You know what he said when that happened. Arathon said, "I'd heard a wizard was never late, but this one looks pretty late to me." <laughs> and it was risky to put Arathon up front, but at this point, I was now on the other side of the Citadel ruin, and the doors had to come through the gap. Yep, yeah, dwarves hate that. Around. They don't like walking towards gaps. No, no. So the dwarves are now trying to get around, trying to get some VPs back. At this point, with Gandalf's head cut off, I was about 12, 13 points clear. The the twins had together taken out their remaining eagle. And at this point, I had complete control of the game. Did it was, was it Ryan? Yes. Did Ryan, did you notice he played differently after you took out Gandalf? Yes. Yep, he so he did. He played very cagey, very defensive. Okay. 
Conserve points, conserve, conserve points. He, he, was, he was still trying to get points back, but the way he was playing, I was just dancing him around the subjective. We played Ring Around the Rosie with one of them. My captain with shields stood in the doorway, just kept pushing back dwarves. Blinding light was gone, so now my archery turned on, and I was because I was up high on the ruins. I was knocking out a warrior's or two every other turn. <laughs> and then I just went one-on-one combats with the Defense 8 dwarves with my heroes, and eventually they just whittled them down. I couldn't quite get the King's Champion. I managed to knock five wounds onto him, but he passed every single one of his fate rolls and just wouldn't die. Uh, I couldn't touch his leader, but that didn't need it. Mm. And I ended up winning that game 10-zip. Fantastic. Not a bad result. I like that you didn't panic. Like, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm, and I don't mean any insult by this, Kylie, but in the past, you would have seen that army and you would have gone into panic mode and tried something stupid. Like, yeah. straight out. 100%. Like, you would have looked yeah. at that and you would have, you would have almost given up. You would have said, no, nah, I can't do this. And you would have, you wouldn't have tried it. So that's impressive yeah. that you found a way to do it. And th- Sometimes you just have to wait for it to appear. Like, it sounds like you probably didn't know what to do going into it. And no. then once halfway through the game, you saw that opening and said, right, now's my chance and yeah. did that. And that's I, all it takes sometimes. Honestly, when I started that game, I said, all I want is to fight the combat tier. And that was in the room where my heroes could could shine and kind of fight the one-on-one combats and just get kill, one kill every other turn. But when I saw the opening to get Gandalf that turn by making him cast his spells at the targets I needed to cast his spells, that was, that yeah. was game. And sometimes... Those gambits wouldn't have paid off. If if it, even if it hadn't have paid off, I still would have got his horse and maybe a chip yeah, the wound off right. Gandalf and then got him next turn. But the big thing for me was and was a kind of a theme throughout the tournament was making my opponent go where I wanted him to go. So kind of using putting using my models as bait, and I was channeling my inner Jeremy. Honestly, I, I was, <laughs> I had, it, it felt like Jeremy was there beside me the entire tournament. I, I had every, the two practice games Tempo. that we had. Resources. Yep. Two, uh, no, mine's just bait, 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 and just be a troll <laughs> the whole time. The two practice games I had with Jeremy before this tournament kept ringing in my ear. I kept having Jeremy's like little voice in my in my head going, "Make sure you're getting the points. Make sure you're on the objectives. Make sure you're you're getting." And it will become a very big thing later on in the tournament when I started to play the really big, challenging opponents, where I was getting the points as soon as I could get them, and it was. Because of that, I was winning games. And in fairness, I was actually sending you messages that said exactly that. I think one of them yeah. said literally, "Just play the objective." Like you said, the army said, yeah. "You've got this. Just go to the objective." Yeah, it's, it's the same tactics every time. Just yeah. win. Just and win. The big one too with the with the fell beast. I remember you told me that the fell beasts are useless once they're out of might. Yeah. And you know what? Fell beasts are useless once they're out of might, as you'll find out in my next game. They need they need friends around. They they hate being out of might. Uh, we'll find out next game. Okay, well, let's go to another quick break, I think. Do we? Yes, I think yes. so. Oh, so no, I reckon point, we should do the next one, then no, do the break. Oh, yeah, this okay. This is the yeah, end of the next day. Enough. This yeah, is so the last one. Oh, no, is it, is so it there four, were four, four games that day, yeah. and then two or three the next day. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry. I just assumed it was three games. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, so no, we'll, we'll just do one more round, and then we'll take a quick break after okay, that. Okay, good, good, good. So my round four, the scenario was Reconnoiter. And immediately I saw, I, I went and sat on my table, which is a lot for. How do they say the reconnoiter? The do they say reconnoiter? Uh, or do they no, say reconnoiter. Reconnoiter. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, as far as I can recall. Uh, I heard everyone say reconnoiter. Reconnoiter, okay. yeah. I mean, it was interesting about that. Hmm. So I was a lot closer to the front of the room now, of course, because I'd actually managed to get a win on the board. And How I close? Was, <laughs> not that much closer. <laughs> I, I, was, I was outside of the, the bar area. <laughs> <laughs> so knocking on the door of the tournament, let us back yeah, in. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so I was up against uh, Nick. He he instructed me on how to pronounce his surname, Nick Van Wofferen. Cool. I think, I think that was it. I'm sorry, Nick, if I didn't quite no, get no, that good, right. No, I've got major but, respect for you trying yeah. to pronounce names right. That's good. Yes, names yeah. are important. 
So uh, he, so of course, Reconnoiter looked across the table. He's got nine ring rates. Cool. Yeah. Now, seven of those ring rates were Dolgodur ring rates. Oh. Yeah. And a, and a Sauron? And a Witch King. Okay. Yes. So, uh, how do I explain this? So, one so cast spells. There were the definitely seven Dolgodur ring rates. Couldn't tell you exactly which ones they were. One of them was the uh, the Lingering Shadow, I think he's called. The Teleporty one. Is that teleporty the one with two one. swords? Yeah, I don't know what they look like. Okay, that's okay. No, I, I do, I do, because I've played okay. them all. All right, yeah. Um, this was the first time I'd ever faced them, or yeah. even seen them in person, maybe, I think. Was it one that jumps behind your lines? That was the, the teleporty yeah, lingering yeah, gotcha. shadow. Yeah, that's yep. the shadow. He also had Kamul. Kamul's very distinctive, so I had no problems figuring out which one that was. Yes, um, yes he is a bit. There was, oh, I want to say, the the Betrayer, but he's got a different name. Uh, yes, yes, he's, um, I can't remember what he's called, but he's yeah. basically the same he does thing. does the same he, thing, he yeah. Put, um, yeah, so there were seven of them. I think there was also the, the two Slayers of Men and the two other ones and something else in there. Anyway, the two that were not Dolgodur Ring Rates were the Witch King with most of his stats, I want to mm-hmm. say. Not entirely full, but most of his stats still on foot, just on foot. Oh, interesting. And the Undying all on a horse. Yeah. Which was <laughs> undying. So <laughs> there were some interesting choices in this list. Um, but yeah, essentially we we looked across the board at each other. I'm like, we kind of know what the result is going to be here. I had a 42 model hunter orc army with yeah. some wag riders. There was very little chance of him being able to control the whole board with only two spellcasters. Yes. So yeah, and, we were, and hunter orcs can kill those wraiths. They can. Yeah. Although in the end, well, well I'll get to it. I'll get to yep. it. Sure. So uh, we start off. And I'm just spinning across the board. I'm covering the middle. I have uh, several going down one flank, several going down the other. I've got eight models off before he even gets to the middle, I think. So immediately I'm like, cool. I'm in a really cool position. I'm just going to go in and try and kill these rates. just going to yes. go for it. Which yeah. is the correct tactic to do in Reconnoiter. Now, I had... You might call this a smart idea or a dumb idea. I'm not sure exactly. It depends whether you really wanted to have fun or you wanted some more points. But my oath for this game was to not have any of my heroes take any damage whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So immediately, Yazneg was gone. He was, he was well... No, it was Fimble. Fimble was gone. He just went straight off the board. Yep, yep. He, he didn't even turn once. He just went from one board edge to the other. Bolg and Yazneg hid behind some tents. Yep. Uh, they stuck their head out once, got one spell cast at them, just hid behind the tents for the rest of the game. The Hunter Orcs went in. They went in hard. They went in for those wraiths, specifically trying to go at the Dogodur wraiths. And I was shooting a lot, actually, at Kamul, trying mm-hmm. to get rid of him, because with three attacks, I felt like he was probably the biggest threat. Yeah, three I think he's three attacks, good. right? I think he's got yeah. three attacks. Mm. And the Witch King's got the three might. Yeah, right. but he didn't have he didn't have that version didn't have of that the Witch King. Witch King. No. Yes, yes. Uh, what ended up happening, surprisingly enough, or not surprisingly at all, if you know much about Lord of the Rings, is all of my Hunter Orcs died. They just died. A lot of them got killed. All of them died. And then the game ended and you won? And then the game ended and I won, yes. Yes. But <laughs> importantly, both of us had a fantastic time watching Hunter Orcs die and actually watching the Wraiths die as well because pretty much every time I won a combat, I killed them. And they came back? They just die and then they come back again. Yeah. And he actually rolled really poorly for them to come back, but they still managed to do it because they just used all their might for that. Yeah. He never used a might point to win the combat. Which is a solid just, tactic against He the just hunters. copped the yeah. death and then if he rolled a one, he knew he'd, he'd be able to respawn mm. no matter what. Yeah. So, I I like, yeah, it wasn't a bad play. And they actually have, I believe, quite a large respawn range. Mm. So you put down yeah, the marker and then inches. six inch range. Yeah. yeah. So... He, he actually, in hindsight, I didn't realize that. I thought you just spawned back on the marker. In hindsight, he could have ran in, 
got them all killed, even mitered down his rolls to try and get them killed, popped them all over the top and just run off the board. He yeah. uh, could have been a solid tactic. I would have had no idea that he could do that. So yeah, could have, could yeah. have turned out very poorly for me. But, uh, but if I, anything, having the heroes in reserve is probably a good tactic there because then yeah. they can, if you need to, go hunt a wraith or two. And yeah, that's it. So I think your tactics are actually pretty sound there. That's I would have done that. It, it worked out well for me. I never had to use them, but like if I had Bob yeah. was hovering around the back. Because the other thing in. is you want to you want to pull the resources off the wraiths before your heroes go in. Yeah, that's you, it. Yeah, those those wraiths are pretty scary. Yeah. So I did get broken, so Nick got some points for that. But yeah, I had the mm. maximum points for the actual objective of the scenario, yeah. which is getting the models off the board. Interestingly enough, just one of the highlights of the game, the Undying on Horse got the most kills. Really? Yeah. He was just charging cool. a hundred rocks and killing him. Like, every, left, right, and center. It's incredibly... You cannot like, underestimate a Wraith on a horse. And yeah. the Undying's good because he's, his will's not going to be a problem. He's going to have enough yeah, to no, last the game. Yeah, he's fighting the whole game. Yeah, yeah. had no problems at all. I think... Probably Kamal did a bit of damage as well, but it was mostly the Undying yeah. on Horse. No, it doesn't surprise me because yeah. the, the wounding, yeah, they're good at wounding, but half the time they don't, so it's... Sure, yeah. Whereas if you're on horse, suddenly you're wounding three quarters of the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's game. How, that's how that game went. Uh, Nick has a uh, painting blog, which I quickly want to shout out. Oh, please do. Uh, so just his name, you could probably find it if you just search his name and, and hobby blog. But I might put it in, in the link to, in the description of this podcast as well. But his name is Nick Van Waveren, and that is spelled N-I-E-K. That's how you spell Nick. Uh, V-A-N-W-A-V-E-R-E-N. Nick Van Waveren. So, yeah. Uh, thanks for the great game, Nick. He got my best sports vote as well because I just really enjoyed that game. So, at that point, I'm on two wins and an oath. So, I'd recovered the day. I, I wasn't feeling nearly as like, down as I was after round two. And I had pretty much caught up to Josh and Cam, I think, at that point, who had unfortunately not done fantastically well in the final two rounds of the I day. I think we stopped no. giving our thoughts and prayers no. to them, unfortunately. Yeah. I, I think uh, maybe one of them was on three wins, one on two. Is that right? Yeah. Josh had a rough game three, like a yeah. really rough game three. He was he, he went straight to the alcohol after that game three. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. Cam uh, got thoroughly humbled. Oh, he by, got thumped uh, by Jay. By Jay yeah. in that round and uh, quietly uh, moseyed off to the corner. <laughs> and uh, I think one of them did win their round four match, though. Yes, they did. That was Cam. Well, Cam won his yeah. round four. Okay, cool, cool. So oh, at that Nick point, can paint. I'm looking up his stuff. This is good. Yeah, yeah. He's not bad. Oh, you found it. I found it. His Radagast is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. No, he, it was very well-painted army that he brought as well. Yeah, no, I like it. No, thanks for that. I'm going to follow him. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, and I suggest everybody do the same. Yeah. So, Kylie, round four, day one. All right, round four, day one. And th- this was when I, I, I started to stress a bit and had to eke out my nerves a bit. And you'll, you'll see why in a sec. I was up against Evan Ivinson, um, who was the 14-year-old prodigy from the U.S., I think there is no other better way to describe Evan. He has an extraordinarily good grasp of the game. I believe he came fourth the year before. Is that right? Yep. 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 Hence, how old? Pred- prodigy. Uh, and he came fourteen. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Whoa. Cool. Yes. And he ended up coming twenty third this tournament as well, which is not something you can just sniff at. Yeah. No. It's still a fantastic, fantastic. result. And yeah. Fantastic yeah. to have someone who's under like the twenties as well, because. It, like, let's face it, the scene's yeah. growing older and older. We're, Certainly. We're going to be the Greybeards very soon. <laughs> well, speak for yourselves. I'm, oh, uh, what was speak for you? You're older than me! <laughs> not my much. <laughs> uh, okay. 
So I was up against Evan Iverson. Uh, also, shout out to his uh, dad, Matt, who was also at the tournament. Uh, yeah, we had, had a good couple of chats with good him. Good chats. Mm-hmm. And then they came up and uh, said hi and said, yeah, we listen to you a lot, Sarah. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. Big shout out to Nam. Both of them. Thank you. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, he, he yeah. came and he said, oh, look, well, uh, Jeremy said we should say hi. So here we are. <laughs> that's fantastic. So no, that's that's really yeah. good because yeah. I know that most of our like listens are from you, Matt. So it's really good to have other yeah, people. Yeah, like 90% well. of the, the stats are all just <laughs> it me. It was for the first year. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. <laughs> so, scenarios reconnoiter. I, I just randomly picked an oath at the start of the game. Didn't even pay attention to which one I picked. I uh, just wrote it down and Evan hands me his army list and I'm like, oh, insert swear word here. No, don't, don't. Family no, friendly. No. Uh, that's Family why I said insert See, swear word here. You make up your own. Words. It sounded like you were inciting people to... No, to insert swear word, yeah. No, I was just saying, you know... We generic. don't do that in Australia. Yeah, not at all. Never. No one's ever I was ever trying to be family friendly, Matt. Thank you. <laughs> no, you were. I was good. I'm good impressed. Yeah, well I, I looked at Evan's list and went, okay. Before you heard me talk about the... Uh, the Knight of Umbar, Shadow Lord, Taskmaster list. Well, this was much of the same, except it had basic orcs at the front rank, which meant Evan managed to buy himself an extra 100 points. So what fits in very nicely at 100 points, do you think? Let's go for Fatty Bolger and... It's an evil army. Oh, okay. Um, 100 <laughs> points. 100 points. Oh, come on, Jeremy. Uh... Come on. Oh, you know the Angmar army list. Do I have oh, to narrow it down is. more? Well, it could be two barrel whites. Two barrel whites in a trench coat. Sh- that's what it is. Yeah, it could be that. Oh. Is That's what it was, that. right? That was I it? don't know. I, I, is there no. any 100 point models well, in the game? I don't know. Are they very common? Birder well, uh, with two of his well, toes. No, cut he's off. 110. And Cave Troll? That's why he's got oh, two toes. Not quite. Unfortunately. Cave Troll with an extra hammer. Evan two extra had, hammers. Evan had picked up a shake. Oh, no. And I looked at this army and went, all right, time to employ standard shade tactics number one. <laughs> I know, Jared. not fight near the shade, like, <laughs> ever. Defcon <I> shade. <laughs> so, so he had the shade Shadow Lord combo, did he? Shade, Shadow Lord, Knight of Umbar, Taskmaster. Nasty, nasty, nasty. With yeah, basic... that's like all the broken stuff in one go. That's yeah. where you just you throw it all into a pot. And hope I'm it impressed. Works. Like most people, it takes them at least till like 25 to learn how to put all the <laughs> broken stuff in the same <laughs> army. He's got it at 14. So I, I slowly listen. Like okay, my army was a bit slow to come on the table because I had so many army uh, war bands. Uh, Arathorn in particular took a couple of turns to mm. come on the table. Uh, but what ended up happening was me and Evan were kind of on the right flank, so the right side of the table, and. Arathorn snuck on very far left. So it was far, about as far away from my actual army as you could get. Did you do it like with your standard tactic of like just reaching with your incredibly long arms and moving them and like we don't even I was notice? doing that a lot this game. I was doing that a lot. <laughs> that we explains so much. <laughs> I understand everything now. <laughs> so uh, Evan waited uh, in his six inch bubble of nobody can shoot me. And this game, I'm hardly anything. I think I killed one orc before combat. Everything sat in that, waited for the shade come on. Once they're all in a big group, Evan started marching forward. At this point, I'm like, okay, I need, I need, to, I need to put pressure on Evan. I need to put pressure on Evan, but I can't do that by fighting him head on. I have to do it somewhere else. So I decided, Arathmon, march up the side of the board. Let's get him off the board. And if we can do that, uh, we protect him from being killed and we get some points out of it too. At this point, Evan sees me start to, trying to sprint up the side of the board and starts marching directly towards Arathorn. And I'm like, okay. Yes, yes, he's learned. This guy knows All what right, he's doing. Yeah. Good right. army this, list. This kid, well, this, nasty kid army list. this kid, he's got his priorities. You know why? That. Listen to the Green Dragon. He does, he does. Yeah, knows all your tactics you. better yeah, than you do. And... At this I bet point, he knows all about 
resources, positioning, and tempo. I reckon and you talk Kylie this... about resources and tempo mm. management. Probably that's where she got this idea. Probably. Yeah. Can I can I say yeah, some no, resources, tempo? Yes, and please do. Go on. Ding ding ding. And, ding, ding. and ding, positioning, ding, ding, ding. please. Ding. So at this point in the game, Evan is a turn ahead of me because he marched first. Uh, I moved first, so I moved forward. He marched diagonally, and I'm like, oh, crap. Positioning. Positioning. He's done it to you. Wow. He did it to me. He threw my own strategy back at me, but... Wait, wait, wait. But Did that might point cost anything with the Taskmaster? It did. Ooh. It did. All resources. And this is... Some will say where Ooh. Evan lost the game. Some say not. Out of the <laughs> five <laughs> marches that Evan violent. called this game, only one of them was free. Oh, <laughs> you are so passive. Resources. Some would say. You're saying. You're the person okay, saying. Someone would say saying. this. I would say... Yep, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We know who you're referring anyway, to. <laughs> Evan opted to keep his entire army within the six-inch uh, double bubble. So the shade and double bubble. Right? I oh, thought you I might like that. like that one. I do like I that one. <laughs> within six bubble. inches of the Shadow Lord and the shade. And was moving at a diagonal towards Arathorn. And I'm like, well, I mm. can't make a break for with, with Arathorn anymore. He's going to get killed. So I then did the fabled move backwards to move forwards. <laughs> That's a fable. It's <laughs> a fable now. So Arathorn oh, starts retreating back yeah. towards oh, the yeah. forest, hoping to get to the forest in time before the Nazgul show up. Unfortunately, he doesn't make it there in time. So I had to come up with some tricky strategy or something. Something to did it involve rolling set. lots of sixes? Well, no. It oh. involved marching the twins into the forest next to Arathorn, mm. and. At this point, this is where the positioning came into the That car. is kind of cool, though. Ding, like, ding, to them to go in the forest yeah. to that, like, last stand against the yeah. shade. Yeah, that's, I do like that. That's cool. So, Good story. because his army was marching forward, he couldn't charge. So, I'm like, all right, the only way um, is he'll be setting up for next turn. So, I used the board edge and the three models that Arath- uh, Arathorn had with him, because one of them got shot at by an orc tracker, to form uh, an anti-fell beast flying formation set up mm-hmm. a no-fly zone so the fell beast physically couldn't get into Arathorn and if they wanted to yep. they'd have to get through the cannon fodder first yeah, which yeah. as we all know bought me tempo just enough tempo for Halbarad Halbarad and the other rangers to catch up by going around the forest and at this point it was game on because on my far right flank that's right. It had all been set up. It had all been set up. <laughs> now it was game on. At five, on my far right flank, Let's roll for I left a small portion of my army with three of my captains and <laughs> marched them up the side of the board that Evan just ran away from. Does anyone in the history of the game ever say, I left a small, a small portion, portion of my, of my army, army with, with three, three captains? <laughs> we didn't what? even do that in the 2250 nah. point game. <laughs> it's insane. I had this group of uh, two Duna 9 and a captain running <laughs> up the side of the board, captains. marching as fast as they can for that board edge. And at this point, I'm very conscious of the time. We had less than an hour left. Combat hadn't started yet. Oh. Yeah. Evan was... Uh, stuff. Yeah. And at this point, I'm running through every scenario in my head. I'm like, okay, time could not be called. How am I going to play this out? How am I going to get the points? And I'm thinking of every strategy of how can I get points in the bag so that if time is called, I can still have it. Because... I was worried that Evan might slow play the rest of the game out to the point where I had a TO come over and just pass by the table every now and then just to see. Evan's a listener. He would never do that. I was playing all my cards at this point. No, I know, I know. But I trust Evan. Having never met him, I've got... This is Articon. I was playing everything. I I trust the good nature of people I was protecting Arathorn as much as I can. I was trying to get... uh, Trying to set up to get a kill on the leader. (laughs) On the uh, Knight of Umbar. I was making sure I was marching every turn. It was points were in the game where I wasn't even shooting with my archers because I just wanted to get the turn over and done with to get more time, mm. physical time on the clock. Did you like not not faint on every model so you could get more time? 
everything. Because yep, yep. that's how I save time. Just don't faint. Evan, yeah. Evan was a very uh, meticulous player. He was make, measuring everything out to the millimeter. Um, very meticulous movement. Very accurate, straight yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't fault the movement. Yep. Like it was perfect. Staying just outside of ranges and everything like that. Then the combats happened. Mm-hmm. And when it happened, the Shadow Lord and the uh, Knight of Umbar only had one point of might left oh, each. No. Resources. They need two. They need two. And at this point, because they went to charge in, they were out of range of the Taskmaster. Yeah. Because they flew <gasps> over their army. Not the double bubble. What happened? No, so it's a single bubble now. This, is where, this, is, where the bubble. Game, the this is where the game completely turned on its head. Are they out of the shade? Can I confirm that? Yes. They're yeah, okay, out of okay. shade range. Yeah, so gotcha. the, the, night of, yeah, the Knight of Umbar comes in. He picks up one of my rangers, hurls it straight through Arathorn, chips the wound up. I was a bit annoyed, but I'm like, okay, Arathorn's down a wound. He's not dead, but he's down a wound. Yeah. I had a model off the table at this point, so I'm like, okay, at least at least we're in damage. We're compul- yep. We just have mm-hmm. to stop the foul beast from flying over me and getting off the board. Yep. At this point, uh, the twins ha- were in position, ready to go, and I managed to win the heroic move off. And because the Taskmaster and the Shade were just out of range at this point, this was costing Evan an actual point of might mm. straight up. I win the roll off. Resources. How Brad sacrifices himself. He salutes himself to the elves, <laughs> to the to the twins, <laughs> and and uh, and to um Arathorn zips in behind the fell beast. Arathorn and the twins run in straight in head on, traps the foul beast against the board edge and like, all right, against here we go. Board edge. I'm, here we go. Was it I the board? I can't recall ever seeing that. Honestly, I've Tra- had that crazy. Yeah. Trapped. I did that against, against Josh with elves. The Shadow Lord comes in over the top. Unfortunately, Forever and I had priority, so I got to dictate combat. Shadow Lord comes in over the top. Rest of the army sandwiches in. Halbrad. They try and get the peels off, but. It just wasn't quite enough. And even with the copycat special rule, Evan just couldn't get the six on the combat. And even with the shade range at this point, wasn't So the, the Shadow Lord had the might at this point. The Knight of Umbar did not. Is that right? Yeah. So the Knight of Umbar's copying stats, but not might. Yes. And I went in through through the six, mited back into the six. Yep. Liaising with uh, TOs, double checking that I could do that and making sure just in case anything came up. And then to my utter surprise, Arathorn and Aladan roll quad sixes between the two of them, chopped the Knight of Umbar's head straight off and off flew the foul beast. I'm so glad you actually went for the Knight of Umbar that time. I was just going to imagine you saying I I went for the foul beast. I was thinking about the foul beast. beast. There was a point where I was and I went, no, I have to go for the leader kill. Got the leader kill. Was very happy, and next turn we had just enough to about ten minutes left on the clock. Not even ran the last eight models of mine off the table, <laughs> secured the win. Yeah, I don't know if Evan was slow playing. I don't. Know. I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. Um, but the one thing I could say, um, Evan, if you're listening, speed up your games, mate. Oh, brutal. <laughs> I know. Nah, it, it, it's a bit, it, it's, it's a bit true. tricky. But some of the some of the best players I know get caught in that trap of yeah. Yeah, trying overthinking things, trying to measure everything down to the to the millimeter. Sending yes. too many thoughts and not enough prayers. Yep, that's yeah. always an issue, and you just got to remember tempo and and positioning and, and your resources. And time is yeah. a resource as well, so tempo yeah. is a resource. Because the, to- the the clock was playing against <laughs> me at the start of this this game, and then the clock ended up becoming my ally towards the end because I had the the models off the board and Evan didn't. So, and the thing is. We, Evan still had the shade alive. He still had a Taskmaster with a point of might left. The Shadow Lord had suicided over the back because he thought the game was going to end the next turn. But if we had played a little bit faster in the earlier turns, we could have had another couple of turns, which 
could have changed the game drastically. The Shadowlord could have got off yeah, the table. Yeah, but, but you say that, Carly. I, I'm a couple gonna, of Wagriders could have snuck through. I'm going to call shenanigans on it. You commented specifically that you gave up turns of shooting to speed the game up. Now, if Evan was playing at a fast tempo, could you not adjust your tempo to actually take those shots but and get I, the same result? Why would I slow the game down? I was paranoid about the time the entire time. The entire you game. You just said if the game had run longer, it might have gone the other way. Yeah, you. Yeah, true. But that would have given me more time to get models off the table. I was I, happy, I think, I was happy but, but, to trade it. Okay, at Okay, that, that aside, Jeremy makes a good point. You 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 can actually use that tempo. You know. Mm. That tempo, like, that is probably the best use of the word tempo I've heard up to this point in the podcast. It I actually had, is. I have no idea what relevance it had earlier, but now <laughs> I understand it. <laughs> it was fun to do the dinging sounds. The ding. Yeah, it was good. Okay. <laughs> Too so, bad you forgot all of them. But Jeremy makes a great point. You know, if you can forego shooting turns to, in, to gain time on the clock, then surely you can take those turns to reduce time on the clock if need be. True. Do you and think I was the kind of player that would have done that, though? At yeah. the very start of the game where I was paranoid about not having enough time uh, Sorry, to are we, we're talking about the very start of the game. Yes, that's... No, that I don't, was I don't the think part anyone... of the game where we could have sped it up if we but wanted But you still to. had shooting at that point. You still could do other things to prolong combats as well. You know that. So, yes, absolutely play fast. But it's, it's more just make a decision about what you're doing and then enact it yeah. than anything. It's not so much like yeah. play super fast as well because anyone can control that time. It's... I think it sounds like there was an issue when the um, Felbis left the shade bubble for that turn and and left the support of the Taskmaster. I think that sounds like a a key point. Mm -hmm. Plus the Taskmaster roles were not clan to Evan. And it sounds like there wasn't enough protecting that Captain Flank. No. And I think think actually that's something I'll be touching on later, but Evan kept his entire army within that six-inch bubble. Which is totally understandable, but that's how you play against the shade. That's the one weakness of it is it forces the army to be all there, whereas... Like, it sounds like he had a lot of orcs. Some of them could have been going and dancing around those captains, and maybe they would have died, but maybe they stop instead of nine going off, maybe three get off, and then mm. it's manageable. Yeah. It's a tricky one. I wasn't there. I don't know, but I'm just... It was, it was a very tricky game, and it was a very... It was not how I expected once I was handed the army list for the game to go. Yeah. I was honestly expecting to get steamrolled that game. Evan was playing, especially early on, extraordinarily well. But you know what? That's the shade game, isn't it? You always expect to be steamrolled by a shade. Yeah. And mm. you don't. You're like you win some of the games. It's not like they they're unbeatable, but it always feels like that. Whenever you play a shade, those first couple combats when you just go and it's like, yeah, mm. I rolled a six, and so did you. And it's, yeah, it's heartbreaking. It you, is, you think, yeah. how can I ever yeah. win this game? And I was can. I had fully planned on using my might just to win combats, just to cancel out that's, the shade. That's how I plan my games every single time I play that shade. Yeah. Absolutely. My mindset for winning combats, yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah okay. But, well, that's, but that's as, but as Jeremy wins. said, uh, as I said earlier, with you know Jeremy talking in my ear, once the Fell Beast are out of might, they're vulnerable. And yep. Yep. that was pretty much what happened this game. They ran out of resources and they were vulnerable. I'm so glad I had that practice game with you where I, oh, I told you off. So <laughs> I yelled at you and said, no, but that practice them. game <laughs> literally came into the fact all three games I played against the Shadow Lord. Good. All three games, Good. it was it was a... I'm getting a, a real deal. Yoda vibe here. I'm taking full credit for yeah. all your victories from now oh, on. Oh, please do, because <laughs> honestly, you. I will. the victories came <laughs> Can from Can I take credit for your victories game. as well, Matt? <laughs> no, of course not. Oh, damn. I'll train well, you up how, ma- how many thoughts did you send to me? I was so... I had, I, I had two kids waking up all through the night, and I was so lucky you guys are playing, because I got to follow all the games there. Oh, so that you. Was, no, that was actually quite entertaining, because yeah. like, these kids would not go to sleep. So I was thinking a lot. Oh, okay. Not so much for you guys. Just thinking more about how it's going to get some sleep. I did find you surprisingly supportive during that entire period. (laughs) Just after I I lost the first two. It was all, all, come on, Matt, you can do it. (laughs) 
I, what? You paid me as someone who would like stir up, stir up trouble for no reason. Come yeah, on, no, I am incredibly supportive. Yeah, yeah, totally, very, very supportive. I'm all I'm, of the time. I'm a man of the people. I support <laughs> the little guy, and you are the littlest guy. Ah, uh, there it is. <laughs> one other thing that came. Hey, ha- one sec. Did you get? Uh, what was your oath in that game? Ah, I uh, hear it that, is. That, okay, that's wonderful. that's exactly what I was about to lead yep. into. Ooh. So. I randomly picked my oath this game. Just I didn't even look at it. I just crossed it off. The, wrote <laughs> I, it I Kylie, kid you not. This was her every single every game. game. I'm like, not happy with this business. This, nah. this is rubbish. This was a big point in the tournament because I had picked Mighty Champion, which was have your leader kill your opponent's leader, which to my utter surprise when I looked at it at the end of the game, went, Arathon was in that combat. And he he did three wounds. Oh, snap. That counts. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't so, like this yeah. business, Kylie. This is not, This is disappointing. It was uncompetitive, honestly. We uncompetitive, but <laughs> I earned it, and that will come into play it. later yeah, on yeah, in the I, tournament. It's just not good enough. You no. really got to go for those oaths. Potentially cost uh, us the team championship. That, that could have cost you the yeah. team championship. Became 11th. In the team championship, yeah, no, but maybe it cost. Could have cost you tenth. Do you know? I I, f- I figured out the reason why because we actually did finish ahead of the Canadians. We only had three international players. You needed a minimum of four to be eligible for that award. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that oh. was the case. I'm pretty sure because I I looked at the standings. I'm pretty sure the Canadians were actually below us. Ah, so you need a ring of next year. Yeah, you need. Or we just need to ditch Cam and win it with three. <laughs> <laughs> Which we can't do because uh, you need a minute. Based on, based on, we're not ditching Cam, by the way. Cam no, will be, no, if no, Cam wants amazing. to be on our team, he's, he's, he's on our team, hole. damn it. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> based on our, um, and as we move into the break here, based on our uh, post that we made with a call to arms for Australians to come across next year, I think we will be eligible for that award next year. I hope so. I really yeah. do hope so. I hope you get some other people. It's it's a massive commitment, and you got hats off you guys for going to that that effort because that that's massive. Yeah. It's a massive cost. It's a massive. Um, it was well worth the trip. It wasn't even just the tournament. Massive well. amount of resources involved in it. The, yeah, the positioning God. across positioning, the globe. Positioning. I mean, me the, the train argument. tickets we had to get and the hotels. The positioning really came into it. And the tempo the, don't even get me before. started on the tempo. <laughs> Kylie, you did fantastic well on the first day. Let's have a break. Yeah, let's have a break. Thank you very much. back and we're gonna go straight into the Saturday night we're talking about just after our games had finished I'd run back to the hotel room and uh, got my key replaced so I had a brand new one ready to go was I it was the full Matt my sprint room. or was it the the no it was the waddle it, the was, waddle. The, it was the classic Matty waddle yeah as you, as everybody knows because <laughs> you've got two speeds you've I, got your conservative waddle yeah and you've got yep. your like it's the real like, flopping around all over you know the place, that one where Bilbo oh. like gets out of in the Hobbit yeah. and he jumps off his I'm yeah. going on a journey you've got that one as well that's the one and I was waving my hotel hotel key card around yes i've got my hotel key so i'd actually gone back to the the room and i had not intended on joining in on the quiz but then i got the message from yeah yeah boo boo fair enough and then i got the message from kylie saying matt 
we're struggling, we need your help. And, you know, I'm always, I've got a real saviour complex, so I was straight on my bike, <laughs> sprinting so then you're back doing to the, sprint. the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, he was a good addition to our little team. Yeah, yeah, well, I do love a good quiz, especially a good pub quiz, and that's essentially what this was. Um, oh, fantastic. Entirely, of course, Lord of the Rings slash Middle Earth SPG mm, thing. The what you see, what you get ones, you were stellar in. Yeah. I'm, I how, 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 how you got Silmarillion from a Marrow sitting on a windowsill, I'll never know. If anyone remembers um, Burjo's catchphrase, that's essentially oh. that's yep, essentially yep, yep. what this is. There's Some a whole round of that ones. with about eight yep. picture clues, yeah, what questions. What about cool. Cam Shadow of the East? Oh, that was, oh that yeah. <laughs> so okay, so one that... You know, I don't know if we're going to be spoiling this because I think Jay recycles these sometimes. Jay wrote this entire quiz oh. and he does quizzes regularly. I'm not, I'm not sure where exactly, but he definitely does. This is does Jay, one. the rules writer. Jay yeah. Claire. Jay Claire. Yeah. Why doesn't he put these in the books? I want an appendix yeah, about I, I would definitely get around that for yeah. sure. I'd pay double for that even. I'd pay a lot more money. <laughs> don't, than don't, don't. <laughs> you are baiting me. I might even pay 43% more for that. <laughs> well, we're going to lose some listeners there. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't remind them that other people uh, are less fortunate. So, so yeah, anyway, uh, the, the quiz uh, was a lot of fun. Kylie and Cam managed to get through the first couple of rounds without me, and we're doing quite yeah. well, I thought, when you I saw the results. You also smashed the uh, profile questions. Oh, yes. We got to the profile question, Kylie. Just oh, this is Kylie. Before the, the thing had even fully flashed up on the screen. So you see the fight, strength, defense. <laughs> Oh, that's that's the king of the Mahood. That's the Mahood king. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> that actually was one of the answers which I didn't get, but Kylie, of course. I'm so did. bad at those. Yeah. I get them at the end of the think That one threw me because it's a, he's got three plus shoot. So who knew? Not me. Yeah, anyway, I knew. I got I got all the rest of them though. I think the best but, one uh, was the Radagast Brown trick. Radagast on There's either. no asterisk next to the. No, six. we were we were looking at it like, oh, okay, that's every wizard profile. What's going on here? And then uh, Kylie and I just looking at each other. We we didn't know. We were just like, I don't understand. Which one are we were going to write down? And Cam goes to us. That's weird. There's no asterisk next to the six. And we looked at him. We're like, Cam, you beautiful bugger, you. <laughs> so of course it was Radagast the Brown mm. on the eagle without the staff. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. I also absolutely loved the uh, because Jay also uh, posed as some of the models from the game. There was uh, pictures. This is of where him we needed on a sheet of paper. Yeah. yeah, I could have done that. Did he pose as a monkey? Did he like dislocate all his no, arms? I didn't he did, he did, did the Gulliver one, which was quite. That's that was impressive. Did Perched he really yeah. extend the length of one of his arms to double the size? No, he didn't. Oh, he didn't to pull that one They're off. My he also couldn't get himself into two D to do the mouth of Sauron. Unfortunately, <laughs> 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 did he disappear? <laughs> he tried. He tried. <laughs> but no, um, one of the ones which oh, we were very Cam. happy with. Oh, Cam. Uh, Cam Cam did a great job on those oh, actually. He did yeah, he he managed to get a lot of them that we. Didn't I can't pick believe you bring him back. I'm so disappointed. Cam, yeah, yeah, yeah. The we'll best, get him back. The we'll best one back. was there was there's this like uh one pose the left that we handed one. Yeah, yeah. And the Jay was holding the sword in the left hand, and mm. Cam seems like it has to be Thaden or Grishnak. No one else has a sword in the left hand. I'm like, it could just be a right hand and one mirror. And he's no. like, no, 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 no. They're the only ones. And he went through them all. He went. Hang on, it's the new Theoden. I got it. I, I was the and one who yelled it out in the end. I'm yeah. like, hang on. Jay had actually come over just prior to we to us figuring it out, going, yeah, you're going to kick yourselves on this one. Yeah. You're going to hate it. And we we're, were like, oh, who is it? Who is it? And of course, it was the new Theoden model. The one the with the legs slightly yeah. up, yeah. Yeah, on foot. So, yeah. yeah. So, he's like that with a shield. Uh, we were very like that, as if the yeah. listeners can see me right now. Yes. Um, just put an arm up and a leg up. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we managed to get that one. The, another thing that Cam got, Cam managed to just get some weird ones out of nowhere. <laughs> so one of the picture clues was just a compass, 
and then to the right of the compass was a shadow, a picture of a shadow. Oh, yes. Yeah, and, and we're just like, compass, shadow, no. orient, direction. It's a direction. It's yeah. a compass direction. And Cam goes, so, yeah, so, uh, east, shadow... Like there's a shadow there to the east. And we both looked at him. We're just like, Cam, you got it. And he's like, I did. <laughs> <laughs> shadow in the east. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, that was a lot of fun. That quiz and uh, Jay came up to us afterwards, and we talked with Jay and James for a little bit after that. Oh, we, we, we were... talked to James and Jay a yeah. fair bit during the mm. tournament, just off off to the side. Just talking but, about particularly stuff. after that quiz, because I think we were the last group in, in the room. I was chatting to um, particularly James a lot throughout the day. Yeah, He's yeah. Absolutely lovely guy. Absolutely lovely guy. Yes, mm. absolutely. Uh, Jay as well. But uh, Jay said to us after that, he was, he was hoping that we would win because <laughs> we were just the only uh, smaller team there. I think yep. we were only yep. three people and everyone else had about we had David, I reckon we would have. I think so too. I think yeah. David would have clinched it. Yeah. But yeah, David would have filled in the weaknesses yeah. of those yeah. like like abstract years. So exactly. what year did uh, so-and-so marry in the Shire? He just go, Actually, that was a question like that. Yeah, he, he would get those. He would name one of Samwise's 13 kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, we got that one wrong because yeah. Sam, of course, um, only knew Peregrine Took by the name Pippin. So you could see the names of his kids yes. were all like yep. uh, Frodo and uh, Mary, yep. Mary rather than Meriadoc. And then a blank one, and we're like, well, it's Peregrine, it's Peregrine Took. Yeah, no, nah, it's Pippin. He named him Pippin, of course. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure David would have got that one. David would have got that. And David would have looked at it and gone, how come everyone else can't get this? These are really easy. Mm. He also <laughs> very intentionally, early in the quiz, he asks how many kids um, Sam and Rosie had. Yep. Yeah. And then later in the quiz, he shows their family tree with exactly how many kids there are. Oh, if you manage to remember that question, you got the answer. It's uh, 13, I think it was. Yes, it was yeah. 13. Mm. But so you would have straight won the after quiz. this quiz, we, we ran into some problems. Or rather, I ran into some problems. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, so the, the, the quiz okay. was you, you, you didn't win the quiz. No, no. We, we scored we, 41 we were points. Out of yep. like about I think the winner was 48. Yeah. Yeah. So, within striking range, a couple a couple yep. good guesses. Yeah, yep. yep. pretty much. Nice. Nice. But yes, uh, disaster kind of struck straight after the quiz. I, I decided to uh, go up to the bar with everyone else, and uh, I, I was expecting um, Josh and Matt to join me. Maybe even Cam, but uh, they all wandered off for the night. And yeah, James Clark even rolled a D six. I said, if you get a four plus, I'll stick around. He rolled a one. I was out of there. I'd had enough. What? I'd had enough. And all night, I had to, I had to stand around the bar with all these other guys going, "Where are you? Sh- where are the rest of your Aussie friends? Where are they? I thought you guys liked to drink." I'm like, "Well, I've got to stay around now. You know, keep some Australian pride." <laughs> so did, did unfortunately, you the three flag. drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Who unfortunately me. for me. <laughs> Uh, also, by the way, shout out to the STF crew from Norway. Amazing bunch of guys. Whole bunch of them. Spilfening in the fellowship. Yeah. Don't let don't let Spilfening. STF catch on. Don't let him. Andreas is going to be angry at me. It's too late. Okay. No. It's gone on. It's on no. the dice. We all know how to spell it. Say it. No, yeah. no, no, no. He needs to change so it. So a lot of them came it up. Sounds like said WTF. Hi. It does a bit. Fantastic bunch of people. Just really awesome to talk with them and stuff. They had lots of questions about the class and stuff, which more than happy to answer. But unfortunately. People kept pushing ciders in front of me. And I, I hadn't at this point learnt how to say no to a drink. So in, including when she was allergic to it on the Thursday night. Yeah. That we put, a, surprise me we at put all. a a Jaeger bomb in front of her and she can't drink caffeine. Yes. It was very sick for uh, the next hour or so. <laughs> yeah. Um so I had about I think six or seven points that, that night. 
uh, hadn't eaten anything all day. Literally hadn't eaten anything all day. And um, well, well, let's just say I don't remember getting back to my hotel room. Apparently, I was escorted by one Joshua Bright, who's a, a, a lovely Scottish guy. Um, who was also at the tournament, who was quite generously escorted me back to my room. So thank you, Josh, for helping me stumble back to my room. Now, and- now, now. <laughs> Let me continue, please. Legends tell of a video that was recorded that evening, <laughs> the Saturday of Articon 2018. This video may or may not contain a Kylie as I have never seen her. And I've known Kylie longer than most people mm. could possibly stand her. But have this I video... Have I you? Oh, you, you have, you have. Yeah. But not, not by much. I've you known you most of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. never seen her like this. No, never. no, I haven't. Yeah. No. I haven't. I, I have because I watched the video, which I immediately regretted. I've seen you like three siders in, but that was about it. We're going to show you this video, Jeremy, but we're not going to show anyone else. No, 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 please don't. Please don't. none of you actually want to see it. Suffice to say, it was never uploaded. Thank whatever gods you pray to for that yeah, one. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. And I had the page ready to upload too on my phone. I passed out before I could upload it. Yeah. The finger was on the button. Oh, no. The finger was on the button. It was a very close run thing. But uh, crisis averted and uh, we got up the next morning. Okay, we're on to the next day. Yes, yeah, we're, we're up on to the next day. day. This day. And this is a and, Sunday. Uh, I got up and I needed my models, mm-hmm. or Jeremy's models, more accurately, <laughs> which which were in Kylie's hotel room because I figured, you know, prudently enough, we'd just leave them there rather than lugging oh, them all no. the way back to my I hotel. I haven't checked this case. <laughs> Do I have uh, to wash them? Uh, no, no, they're fine. They're okay, fine. good, 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 good. Well, I mean, there's the a couple of there's a couple of breakages, probably less than you would have expected. <laughs> Did you glue the heads on backwards? No, I didn't glue anything. I just left them. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so I'm messaging Kylie all morning, and at about quarter to ten, I still had nerd nothing. The game started at ten o'clock. Okay, so quarter to ten. I'm very minutes. worried. Very, very worried. And I walk into the bar, and she's sitting in a, on a couch around the corner. With her head in her hands, just looking the sorriest figure I've ever seen. Did it look worse than you after game two? Oh, much worse. Oh, well. Much worse. Well, I was very, very, very... Still drunk. Very hungover. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like not being able to eat because she's worried she'd chuck it straight back up. That hungover. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we, you know, we had a the game full, in 15 um, minutes. We had to run back yeah, upstairs to her hotel room and grab the model so that we could actually get going. There was a lot of concern at this point that Kylie would, uh, would be struggling to, to maintain her hot streak. It doesn't matter. I was, I was four wins from, from day one. That, and just, just to kind of illustrate. That's enough. That's enough. We're proud of you. How hungover I was. <laughs> I was seriously considering picking up my phone, the hotel phone, calling the front desk to get James on the phone to say that I could make day two because I was so hungover. Mm. Fortunately. This is very serious. Yeah, wow. this, this, I, wow. I was very, very hungover. Like, cannot stress that enough. I was taking a dark turn. Fortunately, yeah. a I'm lovely young break. man who I still don't know the name of uh, went down to the corner store, got me some ibuprofen. Banged a couple of those two back, and thank heavens, half an hour into our first game. Yeah, <laughs> half an hour in. Yeah. Half so an hour into the that's, first That game. would be enough time for me to yeah. lose, but yeah. um, Kylie, of course, it, managed to hold it together for that half hour. And <laughs> the real reason why I managed to hold it together for that first half hour was because the first mission of day two, round five 
dominant. Was hold ground. Hold ground. Was hold ground. And I'm going to go straight into my game. Is that game start first. in the middle, stay in the middle? But, but just before so you do. I start off the board, get to the middle. Gotcha. I like that one. And yeah. just just before you do, I need to read a, another point. I uh, remember earlier when we said fo- when Fog of War was announced and everyone groaned. Yep. When uh, Whole Ground was an, was announced, the groan was sufficiently twice as loud. Yeah. Why does everyone not like the same ones I like? I don't like Hold Ground either, to be honest. I, I absolutely I love this it. One. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, no, they changed it. Didn't they say Alternate Warbands? Is that the one now? No, that's no. Kylie's one that she's written. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't like this one. Yeah, no. This sucks. I'll grow This is well. still all come on at once. I don't even know which of the scenarios are. Yeah, no. yeah. I, I actually thought maybe it was alternate as well, and then I read it, and I'm like, damn, that must be the one. Oh, I missed an opportunity. Yeah. yeah, Kylie fixed it. <laughs> did you tell so, Jay to fix it? What? I <laughs> you talked did. to Jay about may not be disclosed to the public. Oh, yeah. Boring. Much like the video on Saturday night. Okay. Yeah, I gotcha, gotcha. So, onto my game. It was Hold Ground. I was playing the lovely Scott Johnson, who says that he does listen to the podcast as well. Oh, cool. Uh, he listens to it while he drives. That's like four listeners we've got, at least. That's pretty good. Yeah, I know. I should should, actually make it entertaining. Um, Yeah, so Scott had an Isengard list. Uh, I I can't remember all the details. I think there were 12 crossbows with Rasku, or around about 12. Uh, He had Saruman. Uh, He had Grima. It was the first Grima I'd come up against. And and sadly for him, he said, unfortunately, Grima hadn't done anything up to that point. And, of course, hold ground was a terrible scenario for him. So he didn't do anything in this game either. And he also had Maher. So mm-hmm. that was like the third Mahur I'd seen yeah, or something. Yeah, I really like that. There's a few of them running around. And uh, probably one of the other heroes. Can't remember. No Dunland? Captain. No, no Dunland. Oh. Lots of Berserkers. Okay, Berserkers backed by Pikes. Berserkers are almost as good as Dunland. Yeah, of course. Nearly. Nearly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So please, please, new book. Please, new book. I Dunland believe Army, he won the priority. He brought his crossbows on, Didn't decided not to use any might, so I stuck him in a corner. Uh, So I stuck them in a corner. I'm like, cool. At least they won't get any shooting for a little bit. Because this board uh, was the most open board I had ever seen. The objective had no terrain within six inches of it. Wow. Yeah. So, and and the half of the board was, it was was almost like a triangle with forest, some fences, tent, 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 you know, in sort of a triangle formation. And if one entire half of the board basically had nothing on it. Mm-hmm. So I knew if the crossbows got into a good position, I was in real strife. Later on, they did. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss that in a moment. <laughs> so in, in an attempt to prevent them from doing too much damage, I brought on Yaznik's warband, which was ten, nine hunter orcs and Yaznik, and stuck them right in the face of the crossbows. I'm like, I'm going to hopefully break even here, mm-hmm. kill off eight or nine crossbows, maybe and just prevent them from doing too much damage to me later in the game when they potentially could wipe scores of Hunter Orcs off the board. This did not work. Did not work at all. The crossbows absolutely decimated me in hand-to-hand combat against Hunter Orcs. Yeah. Against two attack Hunter Orcs. No, that doesn't surprise me. Really? Yes. I was surprised. No, I was like, it's... I at least want to kill six of them. I killed two. Yeah, the, this this combination of fight for strength four is actually yeah. the hundred orcs don't particularly but like that. But one attack versus two, I mean, it's I, it's close I think to fifty fifty. Uh, okay, fair enough. I I'd felt that the odds were pretty good, but uh, fair enough. Yeah, you need you need you need the four attacks onto them. Yeah, yeah. Simon did waste a few turns just transfixing Yazneg, which I was fine about. Yazneg was never going to do anything from the position he was in, and the entire rest of my army was on the opposite side of the board, just moving on to the objective. So essentially, they all came on the objective. All of the urukai had been sitting back. 
Uh, I brought another harassing warband in with Fimble. No, with the captain, sorry. That did a little bit of damage, but mostly got wiped out. And then it pretty much just came down to a little bit of um, positioning, a little bit of counterplay, a little bit of resources, and a small amount of tempo. You can't um, just name drop them. You've got to be specific about them. <laughs> so so Bolg essentially was sitting far enough back that uh, Saruman wouldn't be able to compel him in and get an entire line of berserkers surrounding him. Have you bowled any heroes at this point? In the tournament total, yeah. I think he'd bowled a couple of captains. Oh, good. Good, good, good. Um, For those that don't know, bowling is when you call a heroic combat off a basic troop, off a troop into a captain into and a kill hero. the captain. Yeah. Yep. I'm trying to recall, actually. He attempted to bowl Thranduil. Did not manage to do that. <laughs> That's brave. Didn't do any bulging against the Eagles. Yeah, against the Eastlings, he definitely bulged. He bulged a bit. Oh, good. Yeah, I think he combated into a captain, and I think he might have taken out Simon and a Dragon Knight as well. That's so some serious bulging. He did some bulging, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he got all three of those. That's right. That's because I was trying to kill all these heroes for the Oath. Yes, yeah, yeah. makes sense. So, uh, at this point in time, pretty much it's one line of my troops versus a couple of blocks of his troops with the crossbows coming in. And I just kind of held my nerves, sat there, and, and let my guys die <laughs> so the game wins. <laughs> <Such laughs> blocked, <a> <laughs> blocked off the crossbows from running onto the objective. And at the end of the day, Scott Heroic goes, death, I like it. look, you played the objective and I didn't, so you get the win. And I said, yep, thanks very much, Scott. Cheers to that. And he bought me a beer after the game, which was very nice. Mm. I tried my best to turn it down, but I cannot turn down a free beer. No. So that was how it that was how it went, and I won that one seven three, which was the same the result in the previous one. I'd won three in a row at this point. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I was on top of the world. That's three two. Oh, just just I three in a row. Just three in a row. Okay. I think yeah, clearly <laughs> the quaint. clearly uh, the best of the team and leading the way. I yeah. think I'd overtaken Josh maybe at this point. Yeah, yeah. So I caught sense. back up. Yeah, that's well. No, it's a good yeah. good summary. And yep, no one else on the. I was really inspiring the team at this point. Everyone was cheering for me and me. We, alone. we were impressed by your come about effort. Yeah, actually, you know what? On a serious note, I was really, really down after game two. I was like in a real pit, and to to win the next three games was fantastic result hmm. for me. Like it, it really turned around my entire time at the tournament. I think if I had. If I'd lost another one or two games, I would have come away from it going, damn, like, really gave that one up. But, um, mm. yeah, I think I, without any aspersions on my opponents, I beat the players that I should beat with my ability, mm. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, and you got to play a nice spread of people as well. So you you had yeah, top tables true. early on, you had bottom tables later on. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. No, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Kylie. Kylie. All right. Round do you remember the game? Five. I do. This was my favourite game of the tournament, hands down. <laughs> my favourite games are always when I'm hungover Easily. and like you feel like you're going to throw up at the Easily. start of every move. Because uh, the reason why is the best cure for a hangover is someone who gets you energised. And I was up against... Tobias, I am not going to even attempt to pronounce pronounce his last oh. name. Uh, it's I it's got a German letter in it. It's got a German letter in it. Oh, we got to look it up. An Nah, it's like so, one of those weird looking bees. What are they? I, I think it's... Uh, are you still Yes, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Yeah. So... Fleish. Something like that. I don't know. Anyway, up against Tobias. And Tobias was absolutely lovely. Had a smile on his face the entire game. Um, he was cracking jokes. Oh, was... I don't don't undersell that smile. Yeah. 
Tobias oh has the biggest, most consistent smile I have ever seen on a person. Yeah. Is amazing. He's, oh, cool. Yeah, he had he had this vibe that literally lit up the room. Yeah, literally. Like, Legit. When when I was talking to uh, Pascal, because Pascal would come over uh, to me a lot throughout the tournament, ask how I was going. Whenever we talked about Tobias, he would light up. And Tobias wouldn't even be <laughs> yeah, in the room. Yeah. Can we still like, that's, that's, that's how much of a positive influence Tobias had on, okay. on his Tobias community. was the German yeah. cam. Yeah. yeah, so we want yeah. Cam and Tobias. Yeah. Steal them. Yeah, so... We need to start a fun. Stuff Tobias, if you're listening, you are the most amazing guy I have met at that tournament. Yep, come to Australia. All right, so into our game. So Tobias hands me his army list, and I'm like, okay, that's an army list. <laughs> how many Philbies? Uh No Philbies. <laughs> he was running good. Because oh, uh, WTC, half the players in your team had to play good. Gotcha. Uh, and he had the following. Gimli. Unfail beast. <laughs> Gimli as his leader. He yep. had Galadriel leading a bunch of wood elves. Which Galadriel? Uh, the spell Galadriel. Old school Galadriel. With the mirror? With the blinding light. No mirror. But that that one. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. Eladan and Elro here leading some high elves. On horse? Uh, nope. Just on foot with oh. heavy armor. Okay. And then we had Fatty Bulger. <laughs> For the cheeky warband drop. They like their fatties <laughs> They like their fatties. Yeah. And Mary and Pippin, epic Shire mode, leading 24 hobbits between them, all battling brandy bucks and Turkish hunters. Hmm. And I saw the army in front of me and went, this is hobbits backed up by spear supporting elves. Yes, yes. And there's 51 of the buggers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know what this they don't is... like? People shooting at them. Well... That would be great if they went under a blinding light the entire That's game. That's true. We roll for priority. I got the short end of the stick and went on first. My rolls we were not very good. They were pretty, pretty, pretty average. I kept rolling twos and threes. And then when I did start to roll decently, I was forced to bring them on where my twos and threes were to keep my army yep. you know, coherent. I opted not to spend the might to come on. The only point of might I spent was uh, Arathorns to make sure he came on where he needed to. And that wasn't until turn two because he rolled a one to start off with. So I came onto the board from two really awkward angles and I, w- I was fearing the ambush. Like at this point, I was fearing the ambush. But as I looked around to the, some of the other tables, I was very surprised that a lot of the players would sit on the board edge, backs to the board edge. So wouldn't let anyone else come on from that point. And I went, that's pretty interesting. You're giving up a whole turn of moving towards the objective. Which mm. yeah, no, I, I understand that, but yeah. yeah mm, I, I found it sword. interesting. And uh, Tobias started rolling for his, and he was rolling just as badly as I was, if not worse in some situations. Uh, Mary came on one quarter. Pippin didn't arrive. Galadriel ended up uh, coming on with the twins who used a point of might to get where they needed to be. And there was a solid block of about 40 odd guys of Mary and his hobbits and the two blocks of elves. And I'm looking at it going, okay, all right, this is, this is going to be not an easy game. We're about the same distance from the objective. All right. Okay. And he still had Pippin to come onto the board who could come on somewhere very positively and ambush yada, yada, yada. Mm. Second turn happens, March has come out the window. And I'm like, okay, the moment you see someone march in run to the middle, you know you're up against someone who at least knows what they're doing. And Tobias proved he knew what he was doing. Ran his entire army towards the objective. I'm burning might just as fast as he is running towards the objective. But he had hobbits. Mm. So he was two inches slower, which gave me just enough tempo. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> she worked out. Let's still do it. That's Let's a ding, 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 <laughs> to get to the objective before him. And I channeled my inner Jeremy. <laughs> I like how much ding. credit I'm getting that's for a, this. That's, I, that's little a little voice tactic. in my head. The little Jeremy <laughs> voice in my head said, "Kylie, wall off the objective." 
Kylie, I'm never going to fly under the radar Jeremy, again. Thank you very much. You keep saying I'm good. Jeremy, you're right. I should just wall off the objective. So I did. I walled off the objective. My army sat on the, a nice concave six inches from the from the objective. Nice concave. Yeah. I, 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 I concave. have said that many times. And then times. I had a bit of luck go my way. Pippin rolled another two and he was coming on from the other side of the board. Completely detached from his army. So that was 12 hobbits and a Pippin I didn't have to deal with anytime soon. They yep. had to slug it. Pippin was out of might because he used it last turn. Awesome. Okay, now we just have to deal with the shooting death ball that was slowly moving four inches towards me. And eventually we get to this standoff point. The, the, the hobbits were sitting about six and a half inches away and the elves were kind of like starting to form up behind. It was a bit awkward because you had to march around the forest and stuff like that. But, you know, to Tobias' credit, he was he was starting to make it work. And I'm like, looking at the looking at the table, I'm like, I can't let the hobbits form up. I have to I have to go now. <laughs> yeah, I hate it when four hobbits form a shield I wall. That's the worst. Let the <laughs> hobbits <laughs> form up with the elves. So Eladan and Elro here on their horses went, right, we're going in. And the look of surprise on Tobias's face when I actually charged in with um <laughs> You the used twins. my Numenor tactic, yeah. <laughs> Straight in with with the twins, Halbrad came in to back it up, all straight into the elf elf line. Yep, yep. With the sole intent of calling heroic combats and just killing as much of the elves as fast as possible. Yep, yep. Then my two Arnorian captains, who at this point out of might, because they're marching the whole game, because they marched the yep, whole yep. game, did probably the biggest tempo swing <laughs> of the game. Because <laughs> I had priority and I had to charge in first. So you already. <laughs> Because I had priority and had to charge in first, I had both of the captains form up on either side of Aladdin and Aurea. So you got Aladdin and Aurea with Halbrad, and the twins are sitting, uh, and the captains are sitting either side of them. They couldn't quite reach combat because it's classic wedge formation, yes. Position. And yeah, and forced uh, the my opponent's army to go into them first. And because of the control zones, that's exactly what they were forced to. Gimli kind of just able to just sneak him five and a half inches out so he couldn't, couldn't get in. But the twins were forced to go into my captain. And this is, I think, where the game turned. Heroic combats came out. Tobias was actually challenging my heroic actions and kind of countering me. And to much to his credit, was keeping pace with my ability to do damage. But the twins in the first round managed to get seven elves killed between the two of them. And his twins were forced to use a whopping four points of might to kill my captain. Mm. And that, I think, is where the game turned. That's a lot to kill a captain. So how do they... That's a lot of... Resources. That's a lot of resources. Um, yeah. So did they not have him trapped? Was that the deal? No, they had him trapped. They just didn't. They were rolling a lot of fives because it was strength four to defense. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So yeah they were rolling wins. a lot of fives, but no sixes. Yep. So Tobias went. I need to get rid of that captain. Burned uh, three points. You'd already used the point for the heroic combat to get the other twin yes. into the combat. Okay, gotcha. So he went all point, in on the captain. Points might down later, and then Halbrad for some unknown reason. Decides to heroic combat into the twin to take away the control zone. He then beats the twin in combat, knocks him over, puts him on one wound, takes another point of my away. So the twins now, between the two of them, out, down five points of might with one left. Galadriel's sitting at the back trying to be spellcasty, but the twins have just thrown all their will at blocking the first round of spells just to try and carve away a hole through yes. the army. Yep. And although I sacrificed both captains to do it, they did exactly that. They carved a hole. They in the next two turns, they killed just about every single elf that Tobias had. He only had about two or three towards the end of the game. And that's ex- all I needed was just to get rid of the elves, make the one-on-one combats with um, hobbits and my rangers, and then his heroes are now fighting my heroes, which are either going to go in my favor or they're just going to end out neutral. The reason why I compliment Jeremy so much for this game was there was a point in the <laughs> game... <laughs> <laughs> There's a point in the game where I run one of the many, many roll-offs that we had 
or as I like to call you it, like the actual priorities. I call it the car tactics. The actual priorities. The actual priority. Yes. <laughs> she says that. There's the priority yeah. and the actual priority. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, I love it so much. From all the temple I bought from the two captains sacrificing Bing. themselves. Instead of, there was a point where I could have dropped backwards, reformed the line at the 16-inch mark, denied around a, sh- denied, um, around a charging mm-hmm. and reset the line. But I thought, no. If I recharge here, go straight back into these elves and keep fighting the combats where we're fighting them, Tobias isn't on the objectives. He now has to fight through everything to get to the objectives. And even if he does, it takes him another full turn to get there. Mm, yes. So I'm, I'm thinking like three or four turns, like how the game is going to end and trying to keep Tobias where he was to the point where I actually dismounted a twin off the horse doing the Kylie special, <laughs> charging through a gap. Kylie special. Wow. Charging through a gap to <laughs> pin Galadriel to stop yeah. her from casting That actually, spells. that is a classic Kylie move. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A, and, and the favorite thing is the response to it, which is just a look of shock. Like, yeah, it's like, and it's, Tobias, why would you willingly get rid of the horse? Oh. <laughs> t- t- Tobias actually had the look of shock and Pascal was watching this game too and went, I have never seen someone do that. And I'm like, you have now. <laughs> yeah. But the big point, turning point in this game was we're getting towards, we've got, we got about 20 minutes, half an hour left. I'm looking at the clock going, oh, this, this game's going is gonna go forever. I need I need to break. You need to change the tempo. I need to again. break. I yep. need I need to, to, to somehow find the tempo. <laughs> I need to somehow find five kills. I wasn't willing to sacrifice Aragorn, but at this point Arathorn. I had Arathorn, I had to take the risk. So Arathorn, a couple of his a couple of ranger mates who had already used all their might, charged straight headlong into Pippin's warband. <laughs> it's, it's a brave man who charges oh, hobbits yeah. to get five kills. <laughs> I was a bit worried that they could get, you know, hit back. I salute you, Arathorn. But Arathorn <laughs> went in with the rangers, called the mass heroic, didn't call heroic combats, but, but just went straight in, got the five kills they needed, broke the hobbit army. And at which point Arathorn next turn went, well, there's no might in front of Pippin. Heroic move, heroic march from the Dunedain straight back onto yep, the yep. objective. Yes, cool. yes. Walled it up it. again. And I managed to win, uh, get five VPs from that and win the game. Well done, well done. I really like that game. You're right, that is my favourite game so far. Uh, But (laughs) you make it sound really dramatic. Arathorn is a good fighter. For him to go and charge a a Pippin with no might and some hobbits. I I guess what I was trying to play up was it was fires for the hobbits to wound. It was possible at this point because I was down a might point for Arathorn to die. If he had died, it would have been game the other way. Yes, yes, yes. It's a risk. A small risk, but a risk. small risk, yes. But But at this point, you you go all in, really, don't you? Like, what's the point? Being conservative when you you're five games into a tournament, yeah, go for the yeah. win. And Halbarad that game did amazingly. He managed to shut down the twins. Even actually killed one of the twins where he had no right mm. to do so. Uh, forced the other twin to go into him. He sacrificed his life, but it made one of the twins go crazy, which means he couldn't force his way onto the objective. Yep. Galadriel was pinned by one of my twins who was at that point shielding. And yeah, oh, fantastic. It was it was a game you would have been very proud of, Jeremy, because. <laughs> Everything you taught me in those practice games and kind of nutted out was the strategy I used in that game, and I was I was very pleased to break a fifty-one model Hobbit elf army. I need to go the and, full like eighty special. Go, Kyle, you had it inside you all this time. Yeah, <laughs> but it was that. It I was just made you believe. Hell of a game. <laughs> Tobias got my best sports vote. He was just amazing opponents. He was like getting energized throughout the entire game, cheering when I was cheering. Oh, cool. Was, I like that. like, yeah. oh, I can't believe that just happened. And there was a lot of those moments and it was just a, a really fun game to mm. play. So those are the kind of games I like. like. Lots of movement on and off the objective and that sort of stuff. That's cool. That's when that yeah. scenario shines. It lots doesn't always shine. Positioning. Lots really. of positioning. Lots yeah. of positioning. Yeah. Game six. Is this the final round? Final round. This is the final, final round. Round, this is, yeah. round six. This, yep. is, this is go time. This, this is, is clutch. This is Matt. You've got to... 
fulfill your submarine? So I'm I'm currently on three wins, two losses, one oath fulfilled, and thinking right, one more win, and I'll jump you know into the top hundred maybe yeah. Yeah. if I'm lucky. So yes, I was looking at it and I'm like, yes, I think four wins would be acceptable. Oh yes. So I look up at the board and yeah, I'm you know what? I'm not as far down as I thought I might be. I'm you know, I'm further towards the middle, maybe even mm. the front ish. And I'm up against a guy called Loki. I thought did not realise the god of mischief was playing at Articon that twenty eighteen. Fantastic, that's so good. Here we go, let's yes. cause a bit of mischief ourselves. So maybe went, he was the one providing the prayers. Maybe he was. Or maybe we were praying to Loki. Maybe we were all praying to Loki at one time or another. Oh let's see. Let's yes. see if it worked. So I found Loki and we were playing on a a table, believe it or not, on a table. <laughs> we're tired. We were tired. We're tired now. I was tired then. <laughs> and yeah, it had been a long tournament at that point. <laughs> and this is a long recording session. <laughs> keep going, keep going. Don't keep it going, keep it. Oh, the tempo. tempo keep the tempo. tempo going. So it was Storm the Camp. Storm the Camp was the <gasps> scenario. You need to start in one corner and make your way across to the other corner while still defending your corner. And, and just the one where you get the camp. Is. At any time, like you just got to put your foot in it. Now, in the scenario, as it is worded, yes. Yes. However, when the scenario was read out, we were told that it is in fact an error. And to capture the camp, it has to be in the last turn. You have to be holding at the end of the game. Yeah. An error in a Games Workshop publication. No, I can't. I couldn't believe it either. I was shocked. My chin is on the floor. There were gasps around the room. Like that is a scandal. Well, there there were gasps around the room, but mostly because they no one wanted to play Storm the Camp. Yeah, I I think. Yeah, it was. It was another one of those people going around. This is not a tournament scenario kind of deal. I think the problem with that one is if you want to play for a draw, it's reasonably easy to play for a draw. Yes, it would have been. Yes, yep. Yep. So in in the spirit of that, I was playing against Loki, and ninety percent of his force sat on the camp, playing for a draw. Yep. yep. Uh, in a concave formation around the edge of his. A camp. nice concave formation. Uh, very nice concave formation. Mm. Yes, actually, if I do recall. What correctly. did he have? He had a shaman. Uh, sorry, he had Isengard. I think I mentioned that, but yes, he had Isengard, uh, which had quite a lot of berserkers. Another Malher. Another cool. Malher. He's, he's getting with some a work. Bunch of, uh, yeah. With a bunch of his marauders. Yeah, lots of berserkers, a couple of captains, I think. Maybe Vrasku. I don't know. They all take Vrasku. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Why wouldn't you? So I left a handful of my hunter orcs in my camp and proceeded to make my way straight down the middle, run towards him. I had bows. He did not. He had no form of bows, which makes me think he probably didn't have Vrasku, now that I recall that. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he had not a single bow, so he definitely didn't have Vrasku. So, yes, I had all my bows, and I marched up towards him. He brought the marauders towards me and then ran them back again uh, and formed just outside of his camp another concave formation, a very nice concave yep, yep, formation. Yep. Uh, my bows came up to within range and started shooting at him. He lost three guys and then said, well, no, stuff this. I'm going to actually move now. So then he came towards me. I went towards him. There were lots of fighting going on. <laughs> <laughs> Yazneg and Fimble went in and killed uh, four berserkers in a turn. Probably more than that, actually. I think Fimble oh, combated cool. off. Uh, so that was... Basically, I was trying to avoid the shaman. So they both ran across to one side. I left Bolg where the shaman was because he cares not for shamans. No. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really know. <laughs> so those two killed the, the a bunch of berserkers. Uh, the hunter orcs died. They seemed to do that best. Oh, yeah. uh, 
Yazneg killed Maher. I'm not sure how. That just, <laughs> so, just sort of happened. I think uh, I think he just charged Maher. Loki was just thinking Maher would win, I think, because he's Maher. I don't your, know. Y- your Yazneg has a fair bit of luck. Oh, he oh he does. Like oh, he's, yes. he's blessed we, that one. I mean, you've been on the receiving end. I've of been that. on the receiving yeah. end of yeah. like a mass trap of a captain he and is. all these mates. I actually have a it. feeling that every single thought and prayer I received was all oh, channeled into Yaznik. Yeah, sure. I, I forgot to mention it, but the previous game, Bold charged in. His only combat of the game botched it all ones and twos. He didn't get any thoughts <laughs> and prayers at all. No. He called a combat too. He just lost it. Just lost no, the wire. No, all yes, gone. Yes, Did yes, nothing else the rest of the game. Unsung hero. So yeah, Yaznik getting all the kills, killing Maher, getting lots of berserkers. Uh, on the other side, Bolg was actually putting in some work. Yes. He managed to get a combat, which Loki decided to counter with his captain. Uh, won the combat roll-off, killed the model, realized the captain had absolutely nowhere to go, so he just sat there and and <laughs> used the other model that had been in the combat to block Bolg from charging the captain. Okay. Which uh, he, he did say that was, you know, half his intention, but he'd also hoped the captain could do something. Yes. But he could not. Yep. Meanwhile, on one flank, I managed to get my Hunter Rock captain on Wag and a Wag rider combated off a large group, and they just charged an orc at the back, an orc spearman, because he had a bunch of orc spearmen, yep. combated into the camp. So I was in the camp at this point. Yes, yes. And oh. then I just sped the game up as much as possible, running Hunter Orcs in, dying Increase the tempo, position in uh, the camp. Once again, by having Drain all of resources. my models die, I managed to win. Nicely done. Six nil in the camp. Woo-hoo. So, so you got you had more models in the camp than they had. Yeah, I had two yeah. models in, and he'd managed to pull his all out somehow. Even though he had oh. his entire army in there for most of the game, he he did. After I started shooting him, he brought everything forward. I oh, um, got you. Yep. And then he had a couple of marauders that looked like they might try and break through, and I was a little bit concerned about it. But he decided to just bring them back and charge me instead. So. Yeah. I don't know, maybe he was thinking it was too late in the day, the tournament was almost over, no chance of podium at this point, might as well just Have charge some, some stuff yeah, in yeah, and kill some yeah, things. I'm yeah, the, I yeah. totally understand that, yes, know that. So yeah, um, so I felt like I played that one pretty well, it mm. was it was really intimidating to see an entire concave, very nice concave, of berserkers sitting in the camp, just sort of waiting for me, but luckily uh, my shooting was actually quite good. And force them out. Yeah, and th- that's pretty much the only reason you take the bows for the hunter orc is yep. that situation where oh you've got no bows. I do. I'll exactly. sit here eighteen inches so it's away. Forced him out. Yeah, yeah. and um, let that be a lesson to all of you that yeah, all of you bows or every single one of you. You know who you are. That <laughs> <laughs> that that's right, Tobias. <laughs> that at least some bows uh, is always a good idea, no matter what. Yep. Cool. And so I finished my tournament. Why had a lot of bows? No, yeah. I just, I just yeah, remember. No, I don't know. He just, he just I, said I think he'll take it well right. if I make in front of him. He'll be really smiling. Oh, he, he will smile. No yeah. doubt about that. Yes. So I finished my tournament with four wins, one oath, 50th place. And you Top know what? 50. Considering at one point I must have been either 207th or 208th, I certainly took 50th. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was pretty happy with that. That's really good. That's well, no, well done. Way to like, put a handicap on yourself, Matt. You know what, Matt? If you said, if you were aiming for top 50, I think that would have been pretty good anyway to start with. Like, that's like I, from the start, yeah. you would have taken it. I Going reckon. into it, I didn't have any specific aims, but I think if I'd said four wins, I would have been pretty happy with that. If we said that four wins is top 50, I think you'd take that. Sure. Yeah, I think I think you would. I, like I think most people would, quite frankly. Maybe mm. not Kylie, but I think one, a lot of us would go there and go top fifty. We're pretty good place. One thing I am dispa- disappointed about is I just missed out on a third place for Evil Hobbit Army. Ah, oh. 
So yep, that yep. is uh, armies from the Hobbit series. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. So I I was a fourth, I believe. Oh. Uh, and I think it was actually Will Schauf, one of the Canadians, who was third. Fantastic. I was like, ah, I could have got that, but ah, uh, well. That's a yeah. tough category because there's some there's some decent there armies. Some, well, Smaug actually placed Smaug. highly enough. I think it got second. Was any Goblin Town's placing? I think it got second. No, in that category. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In that yeah, category, yeah, yeah. category Kylie. Yeah, Kylie definitely. just shook her head at me like I was completely insane. No, no. I, I know Smaug didn't come second overall, Kylie. Don't worry about that. But I'm pretty sure it came second in that category. Yeah. I, or maybe even first. Some good Asmog Legion yeah. list. And, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's some good stuff. There in wasn't actually a lot of those kind of lists okay. floating around. But um, there were some that placed highly. So, yeah. Oh, I think cool. Will was like 30-something. Yeah. I was 50th. Uh, yeah. Smaug was like in top 20, I think. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well done. Well, Kylie, your last game or round six? Round six, my Kylie. R- round six, my last game of the day. The final boss was up. I was up against Callum uh, Edens, I think it was, uh, who Matt played earlier. So I was, I was very. Edens? Edens. Kylie said Edens. You said Edens, I think, too. And no, other way around. Other way around. Other Someone rounds. said something. One of them or more. Someone else. I was very much looking forward to getting some revenge for my, my fellow Australian. I. I was very much pumped to try and uh, try and win this game. And up to this point, my, I was kind of like just, you know, going under the radar. But once I got to, to table, uh, I think it was three in the previous game, people started to take notice of, you know, my playing and the comments of Big Fish in a Small Pond were starting to dry off and go. And the comments of who's the Australian chick started getting thrown around a little <laughs> bit more. Who let her here? All that sort of stuff. Wasn't she? Yeah. And I think at one point someone night. said, who's got the great company on like table two? I think I heard that comment as I was uh, <laughs> about to play my last game of the day. At this point, there are only five people who were on five wins, mm-hmm. two of which were on my left and one of which was in front of me. The remaining one was on my right playing <laughs> on the table below me. So it was a, it was pretty pretty stressful. I None was above just, you? It was two above me. Okay. I was in the middle of this, this pack. So two above you, just one on your left. Forget about the perspective. I have yeah. no idea what she's talking about. There's five table. There was five people on full wins, gotcha, and they gotcha. were they were on that final table. And we'll, the, we'll put a diagram. We'll put a diagram. We'll in get the David to write a flowchart. Yeah. Once I heard it was storm the camp, I was like, okay, this is gonna ch- this is gonna take some some trickery to try some and storming. Yeah, mm. to try and get get the win. So my opponent hands me their army list, and as we talked about before with uh, Matt, it was Thranduil, Legolas, Gimli, Balin, and Kazagat supported by Elf Spearman. Yeah. And the first thing I noticed when I saw this army was. Holy crap, no blinding light. No pole of darkness. <laughs> I'm actually going to get to shoot properly this game. What joy. So Good scenario to do it in as well. The first time I actually got to shoot this game and looking at the points break up, I, I had two plans in mind. I had my my primary plan was to kind of have uh, Aladan and Aura here, Halbrad and the, the Rangers on horse kind of floating just a little bit towards the back, kind of draw my opponent forward a bit. And then march straight around them, straight into the camp, kill everything in the camp and win the game. Mm -hmm. That was my plan. My backup plan was if my opponent didn't let me get into their camp, I was just going to kill their troops and break my opponent without being broken. That was, that was my, that was my backup plan. So we set up table corner. Didn't really matter too much in this one. I took the corner with the uh, forest just to deny my opponent a forest because he had elves and we kind of like shimmied forward a bit. Then we got into range and the shooting war began. And it was kind of an odd shooting war. We were just kind of, nothing much was happening. One or two kills, one or two kills. And then suddenly Legolas does the Legolas thing and gets three kills. 
Yep. Just three shots, three hits, three kills. And I'm like, okay, all right, pressure's on. I might have to start being a bit more proactive with my moves, start getting in the range. But the ne- very next turn, my shooting turned on. Spent a couple of points of might and knocked out five of his elves with bows, uh, iron guard, and now I had the kill lead. And at this point, my opponent had hardly any archery left. He had just basically Legolas, a sentinel, and Thrandall. That was that yep. was all he's shooting. And I couldn't target any of them. So I was like, all right, I'm going to set up for a march. And I kind of threatened it a little bit, kind of at the start, uh, up the side. Then my opponent, who was so scared of putting Thrandall anywhere in the open, anywhere where he could be threatened, uh-huh. yep. kept him at the back of the board. And I'm looking at going, why are you breaking... Your posi- like your positioning and how your army is set up. And Gimli and Balin, with a small group of about 10 elves and dwarves, the Galadrim were in there, a couple of an Iron Guard, and mostly Kazas, started to move towards me. And they were getting pretty close to my camp. I think they got to within 24 inches. And I'm looking at this this force that's coming towards me and went, hang on a second, it's only Gimli and Balin. I can take that. So when he got just within range, I let Balin get into a cheeky, kill, cheeky charge and... Yep. Man, it looked like it was a mistake. It wasn't really a mistake. Probably knew it wasn't a mistake. <laughs> Callum yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, was a very competent player at this Everyone point. Everyone at that table knows it's bait. You yep. just choose to take it. He took the bait. He went in. But I don't think he expected me to target his troops instead of his heroes. Mm-hmm. I put The captain was shielding the Balin, called a strike, and shielded. Yep. The rest of my heroes, they went to town. Four heroic combats and a strike later, the entire <laughs> retinue of ten elves and dwarves was dead. And so Gimli, just the heroes left. Gimli and Balin were sitting in no man's land going, <laughs> oh crap, there are two twins, two captains, a Halberad, and three rangers of the north standing around us, and we're down to five might. Yep. Oh crap. And at this point, Callum's army was cut off because he couldn't move into the open to help support without running into more bow fire. So at this point, I switched to my backup plan. I'm like, all right, we're going break without being broken, conserve troops, focus down the models that we can get to the break and then just don't die don't die don't die yep so that was that was that was the plan at this point and th- the point i want to bring up here is when my opponent had uh gimli and barn just sitting sitting by themselves he charged them in and struck up mm-hmm. i fought five consecutive combats uh against these two where barn and gimli struck up got to high fight value or won the roll off at fight 10 yep and won the combat every roll off went his way mm-hmm Every strike off when he's way. Yeah, I know this kind of game. But Didn't between matter. Gimli and Balin, they killed one Ranger of the North. Ah, uh, yes. That was it. All the luck goes into the jewel roll, nothing into the wound roll. Yep. Nope. All of them went into wound rolls, but the heroes were cycling the wounds. So when Aladdin took oh, the wound, gotcha. yeah, yeah, yeah. he jumped back, waited for the next opportunity, the next hero went in. So you've got your heroes fighting the dwarves, and yep. your, your warriors, the soft targets, are at the back, peppering shots. Yep. Or spear supporting one. Okay, of the two. so so yep, gotcha. Yep. So the dwarves, all they had to go into was the heroes, and it just kept. And you're throwing a fate here and there, or whatever. Fate here and there might point to pass a fate, yep. take a wound on the on the roll. I think Aladdin got down to one yep. wound. One. You can call heroic moves. They can't because they and need. And then their might. they ran out of might, and once they were out of might, yep, yeah, off you with know their what heads. Happens. And at this point, I still had plenty of plenty of just just enough might to keep Another me going. Another seventeen points of might. I went forward just a little bit more, got an extra Kazakh kill, and then, like that, he was broken, and he needed another seven models to break me. 
at which point we had five minutes left on the clock. The TO came over and goes, how's the game going? And I'm like, I think I've got the win. I managed to keep Arathon behind a building. He'd spent a fate point earlier because our, our Legolas got a, a, a lucky shot. And I think this is where my opponent fell into the, the shooting trap with his army. Yep. He moved out of position, ran his, basically his fighting force forward with no support from Thrandall or Legolas with the, the, the aura of dismay and the extra three points of might from both of them. And because he didn't have that extra power up front to help support the dwarves once they went in, there was nothing he can do. And especially against the tactics I was employing that game of target the troops, then take out the heroes when they had no support. It was, it was just a child's play. <laughs> child's play. <laughs> I, I make it sound like okay. child's play, but yeah, it, it was it was tough. Yes, I had to make sure every move yes. was meticulous and well planned. I think out, it sounds like you you threw a tactic that he probably wasn't used to. Yes, and because I, I think I think he'll play it very differently next time. Quite frankly, I think yes, it's, I, I think he will, he would too. And when he saw my army list and went, to, "Whoa, twenty one points of might," I'm like, "Yeah, twenty one points of might." And then kind of see saw how I started once I actually started using the might. He went, "Oh!" And it was that one turn yeah. when ten of his models died, all of his troops around his heroes were dead, and he, I think he, he had this look of, "There's my tournament gone." Yeah. And once you have that look of, <laughs> you have my tournament gone. Yeah. It was. It was game. You really rub it in at you, that you point. Do, That's yeah, you, and you throughout this entire tournament, <laughs> a lot of people didn't know how to approach fighting my army because I yeah, because they never played against it. I've had so many targets. Who do you target? You target Aladdin and Arahir. Okay, the captains and Arathorn and Halbrad go support them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You target the Rangers. The twins are left, and it was that target oversaturation that was something that people weren't used to doing you definitely don't take it on with half your army yes and that's what a lot of people were being forced to do taking it on with half their army fighting it without one of their fell beasts fighting it in a very poor position being forced to overextend and that's kind of how the army played itself out it wasn't uh, a shooting army as everyone keeps thinking it is it's not a shooting army it's a combat army that can shoot if it needs to shoot. And that's what I did for the basically entire tournament. I shot when I had opportunities to shoot, got a couple of kills here and there, softened them up a bit before combat, and then ran in combat and mm. blitzed through their army. So, six wins. Six wins. So, what happens six now? Wins. What's it? Are you How many oaths? Just the one. Just the one. One oath. Will that make the difference? Will that make the difference? So, what happens? What, like, literally, what happens now? Is it podium time? Well, I thought it was. I didn't find out to the very end of my game that there was a thing called the championship match. Mm. Oh, yes. Some of us yeah. did read the players pack. I didn't read the players pack. And I was very <laughs> shocked to find out that uh, the top two players, first and second, play off for a seventh round exhibition match. Oh. And at this it's, point, it's I'm not, like... No, it's uh, exhibition match is not what it is. No, it's for the tournament, isn't it? It's, it's for, for the, the it's for the, is it, it's it's for the, the championship it's round. Championship so, round. And I'm... No I'm, other points matter at this point. No other oaths matter, is it? It's just no. those two. Top Winner two. takes all. Yeah. Yeah. And it was that one oath that I managed to somehow get in my uh, fourth game that allowed me to get to that game. Yeah, let's all remember that she randomized yes. which one she would do for that game. After and saying she wasn't going for any anyway. oaths in any games, yes. And because of that oath, I had just enough points to tie... Um, David. David, yep. um, who was also from the UK. Uh, but because I had only let three victory points get past me so far in this tournament... I had a much better tiebreak score than him, so I ended up in second place. So differential was a tiebreak, is it? Definitely yep. differential was a tiebreaker. So you let three points get through. Only three victory points. Come on, you can do Jeez. better than that. I tried to do three whole points. Three points. Three whole points. I was hoping for one or two, maybe. No, uh, oh, don't even bother with that. Possible of four or five. Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so you got to play. Who do you play in the last round? Well, this was a surprise. I At this point in the tournament, I'm thinking I'm done. 
that's my six games. Packed my no, army up. You did not for a no. second. Did you believe that? Come I th- on. I originally thought that until I got told there was a championship round. At right. which point I started freaking out and panicking because I was then everyone was then coming up and telling me like, "Wow, you're playing Jay in the final in the final round." And I'm like, "What? What? Did you say who?" I, I was very <laughs> firmly aware of who Jay Claire was at this point. Maybe Matt should uh, describe how I was feeling at this point because uh, you were by my side pretty much the entire yeah, time. Yeah, from from about the end of that final game up until Kylie was called off into the cordoned area where no yep. one was allowed to watch. I was following her around, and it was a very emotional roller coaster. We we were walking past people, everyone sort of whispering and looking and pointing and going, "Yeah, yes, oh, okay, all right." He's playing against Jay. Oh wow. Uh, we actually ran up to the hotel room briefly, I think, to drop some stuff off. I think I dropped off my case. I desperately needed a breather from the... Needed to get away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see yeah. that. I can see that, yes. So uh, so we did that. I think we were going to do a short vlog. I don't think we... End- did we do we that? Didn't no, we didn't do that. that. No, no we, we, this went we all silence. Time. And we just got yeah. someone else, like, third hand. It's just said, Kylie's playing Jay in the final round. And, like, the whole of Australia was, like, silent. Even the people <laughs> didn't even know. They, they went on the internet and didn't know anything about the job. went silent. Yeah. Probably Copy. helped that it, it was like in the middle of the night. in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're up in the room uh, just, just chilling for a sec. And I'm like, right, we're going to need to head back down. It's been a little while. So we walked, we, we headed back down in the elevator. And I looked at my phone and I'd missed a Facebook call from Josh. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh dear, okay. So we're walking back around and we see Josh and he's like, Kylie, you are needed. <laughs> so the TOs had been uh, looking for Kylie. That, yeah, pretty much. Uh, we went back in there and uh, Kylie was called up and she grabbed her models and was taken off in into the cordoned off yeah. area, <laughs> which uh, was really just behind a, a pillar sort of yeah, yeah. half in the middle of the room with a bunch of chairs around it. So uh, everyone, we, we managed to get a good seat, uh, by which I mean we were 20 metres away staring at Kylie's back and couldn't see a single <laughs> thing. Uh, and we're lucky enough to see everything on the big screen, by which I mean a fuzzy series of pixels that resembled the board. Yes, yes, yes. No, I heard it was so, tough to yeah, watch. Yeah, uh, Andreas, by the way, has taken all of that on board and, and is planning yep. on improving on that next year. Yeah, we want which, one of those, like... like Ten thousand dollar high so, HD. Yeah. I want at least thirty different shot like angles. I yeah, want that's right. Commentary yeah, the whole way through. Full commentary for explaining a, a, every move. A six man panel. Yes, that's what I want. See that micro trap over there? That should have been a macro trap. Oh no, you can't mix so, those. Oh, to continue dear. this story, that's some poor at tempo this point, going on there. Oh, no. I want to commentate it. I am nice positioning, it. and that's a lovely commentary. No, no, I want to hear. I want to hear. Very I don't nice know. Okay. okay. The final game. Final game, Kylie. It's all yours. So at this point, I'm quietly freaking out. I normally don't get nervous going into a final round, especially a final round that I didn't realize that this was, in fact, the final boss, not Callum in round six. I was going to be playing around seven. I think for about the first 10 minutes after my round six, everyone kept coming up to me and saying, you're in the final round. I'm like, don't, don't, don't say that until the final cause of the encounter. Like, there's probably maybe someone jumped ahead of us or whatever, maybe picked up an oath and had a better tie break than me or whatever. Tried harder than you. It was possible. And this entire journey of this probably close to half an hour of between round six and seven was complete agony because I have people coming up to me saying, beat, make sure you beat Jay. We want a new, we want an international winner or... Mm. You have to beat the rules, rider. And I, yeah, I, actually I was remember, getting. I just sorry, just quickly. I actually walked past Jay as we were going in, and I'm like, "Oh, you're playing Kylie in the final round." And he says, "Oh, yeah, I think so." And I said, 
oh, good luck. You're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> and just kept walking. <laughs> I thought I'd, I was channeling my energy at yeah, that yeah, point. That's what you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, you I thought that it. might work. Yeah. But yeah, well, yeah. I'm getting well, messages from home from the, these crazy fools, like probably close to like nearly two dozen messages from home from these crazy fools get, sending me, make sure you beat Jay. Congratulations yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. And, I had Matt, Callum, and Josh all all telling me Cameron, Cameron, yep. So Matt, uh, Cameron, and Josh yep. all telling me that you never expected to get this far. You said you were happy with second place. You weren't before even trying it, for the odds. You weren't even trying for win the tournament. And they were saying you been happy go with... into the game and play your normal perfect game, normal perfect, game. And, and make sure you win, please, yes. and win all the roll-offs. Yes. And this is probably the first time in a very long time where pressure got to me. Uh, oh, no, not the pressure. The listeners are probably gonna have an oh, idea so of what's about about to happen. So this is where scenario, like, I'm to a podcast. I go, oh, I know what happens. The scenario for yeah, this yeah, surprise yeah. seventh game was yeah. contest of champions. Can I can I rant about this a little bit? Yeah, a little bit. By Just all means, bit. Jeremy, very go quickly, for it. Because I want to. We were disheartened. We were shocked at contest of champions. Um, we thought we thought we theorized it was picked because of the names, like a championship round contest of champions. It's probably. No. In our, my in my opinion, my opinion, no one else's opinion. It's probably one that has the least tactical choice in it because of the way you start right in each other's face. And I I've thought, played a I've played a number of games of contest yeah. of champions where the champions don't move or one champion doesn't and, move. And like yeah. I've played games where you you lose turn one. Like it's like yeah. I lost priority, yeah. my guy's dead. So we were a little bit disappointed in that. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. So. It, it wasn't chosen because of that, by the way. It was randomised. I heard yeah, afterwards. Yeah. I thought yeah. that made it made more sense to me. Yeah, and it couldn't be any of the six scenarios we approved. Yeah. No, no, I understand. No, I choice. actually think it could have been those. I oh. think in the players' pack it said the six that had been chosen were shuffled back in, and it was chosen one from twelve. Yes, yes. Either way, this game had a lot of nerves. The terrain wasn't very favourable. There was no terrain anywhere near the center except <laughs> no for terrain. one statue in the very centre of the table, and. I'm up against Jay Clare, the guy that literally wrote the book. Yes, playing with an incredibly tough army, that Lake Town yep. army. Yes, I'm going to say that is the strongest army in the Hobbit book. There was, if there was an army out. I was going to come across this tournament where I was legitimately scared of, yeah. this was the army that I was legitimately yeah, scared of. Yeah, blinding light, a thousand guys. They yeah. all get upgraded. They've all got that stupid bard rule. How many blinding lights is that, Kylie? Across the that series? is three blinding lights, three shadow lords. I'm over blinding light. I'm out of seven, games. out of seven games. Wow, incredible. Really, yeah. Yep. So I, I pulled Jay and we shook hands, kind of went through our list and stuff. And I probably did you have to explain what your army did to him? No. Did no. he do anything? At, at this go, point, go, he, Jay was that? pretty clued in on what, I, what my okay. plan was. So I spent about a good 15 minutes agonizing of what my, not even strategy, just gambit at this point was. Yep. Do I put Arathorn up the front? Do I not put Arathorn up the front? Do I put Arathorn behind a wall of troops? Yep. Do I form a wedge with Arathorn? Which heroes do I put next to him if I do? Do I yes, 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 sit yes. behind the wall? It, all of these very... Did you think about the one where you put the two twins on horse next to him and then dismount them both and then he charges through that little gap? Yes. Good. <laughs> Did you think about the one where you do an interpretive dance-off instead of playing Lord of the Rings? Well, no. Bet. Okay. That might have been a good option. I was very stressed. We'll never so know. May- yeah, maybe yeah. not. And for I, I ended up picking, and I still, for the life of me, cannot understand why I chose this particular strategy. Well, not even strategy, just gambit. I decided to put Arathorn right up the front. I then oh, decided... Kylie. I know. Against and the wizard. My theory was that if Jay gets priority first turn and he attempts to transfix Arathorn, I go for the maybe shrug it off. But if he gets to transfix, I have one of the twins standing next to him who can hurt combat and push into his combat. Yep, yep. 
that was the plan. That was the backup plan. Mm. If the primary plan, which was win the heroic roll off, run into the combat with a captain, call the heroic combat, set it up, get three kills turn one with Arathorn, put the pressure on Gandalf. At this point, it doesn't matter if Gandalf's constantly transfixing me because I had the kill lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I look that, at that. That was the plan. Yes. The backup plan, as I said, was to get Aladdin into that combat. The backup, backup plan was to strike up, hopefully at this mm. point, if it's gone this deep, win the roll off, get Bard's horse. Because I know Bard was coming straight at me. The reason why I didn't put a rank in front of Arathorn was because I was worried about Gandalf blasting the guy in front of Arathorn through Arathorn, knocking him on his butt, and then no one being within three inches of Arathorn. Or the other one is if I moved a bit too far back, was Gandalf compelling a model in front of Arathorn to leave no way of me going forward. At which point Bard and the rest of the late town charge me head on. Mm-hmm. Gandalf then picks up a cheeky kill on the side. Gandalf has the kill lead. I'm now playing catch up against Wizard. Probably not going to happen. So in a very silly move, and some of you will remember I have said this many times on the podcast before, never put a game on a 50-50. And I foolishly took a risk in a championship game and put the game on a 50-50, which I then sadly lost. The backup plan came into play. LNM botched his heroic combat. The strike came out, didn't get high enough. The combat results came out, I rolled trip twos. And that, I think, is kind of the hindsight of that game, was Mm. realizing that I had a chance for the title if I was played a bit more conservatively, tried something more creative, maybe put Arathorn in the back. I think you forced the game. I don't think you needed to force that game. Yeah. I forced a game that I probably didn't need to force. No. And I'm not going to make excuses, say the dice let me down. Say you didn't get a chance to write your own rules. I'm not going to make any of that. I put say the game not terrain. in a very risky position. Says the wrong scenario. That I probably shouldn't have put wrong it in. Player. And Both sides. No yes. tempo. It's Didn't even give his dance off a chance. No resources. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to really think of a, a f- straight up strategy in such a high pressure game when you you feel like mm. you've got hundreds of people behind you watching a game. You, you play a game yep. on live stream, so there's more even on the net. You've got all these. To be people. fair, none of those people could actually see what was happening. Yeah, Whatever. yeah, but you still feel granted, it. like that. It granted, doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. feel and the pressure. Then, yeah, I can yeah. understand that. You you feel all this like I've never felt pressure in a tournament game since. You know, I was like 17, 16. Yes. This is the first time I felt pressure in a tournament game. And I've never felt pressure like this. This is a stage that very few people in the world will have felt Mm. and kind of know what it's like to be standing there in front of the game. And, you know, I'm not going to say that I lost because of nerves. I didn't lose because of nerves. I lost because I made a very poor choice and decided to put the game on a 50-50 which goes against everything I believe in with the game and how you should play the your game. Your core beliefs, yeah. You can't abandon your core beliefs at that time. Gotta have those core beliefs. Mm. But that said, I did learn a lot from how to kind of go into a game with that much pressure behind it when you've got, yeah. you know, an entire Australian SPG community behind you rooting for you to win. All three of us, half, yes. half of the tournament populace telling you, beat the guy who wrote the rules. Yes. <laughs> I hope that next year I can have another crack at it. Mm. Like so, it was like it was a really disappointing result, and we know you're yeah, underachieved. Sure, and sure. I feel like like next <laughs> underachieved. year underachieved definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, six wins. Absolutely. Honestly, I felt like I did because I never ex- I never expected to get to that very last. I expected to. I expected to win the whole thing. That, so I was, that last championship game, and when I got I to that, cha- you just stopped channeling. We're so Look, proud of you, Kylie. We are incredibly proud. You did of amazing you. well. Yeah. Holy crap. And Top two out of like 200 people. I, I, 
so Half many the times I played only get top two out of two people. The next three, four days, I'm like, Kylie, Kylie, you got to stop moping around about We were this. so impressed with you. We were very impressed. And she you put saying, our seat on like the I map. I feel like I let people down. It felt like I did. I felt no, like I left, no, let an no, entire country down. You let no one down. I felt. You let no one down. All you did. very impressed with how you did. Was just up. Start an inquiry about why the game's designer is winning tournaments. Yeah, and how yep. rigged it won was. He won Sonata too, by the way. Yeah, that's a bit of a, bit J- of a concern. Jay did. Yeah. Did you really? Pretty sure. Yeah, it's a bit of a concern. Oh. I didn't. I didn't know that. Some people would say it's just because he's a very good player, but I Although prefer the, some the, people are stupid. I would prefer the tinfoil hat sort of stuff, where <laughs> I believe he actually not only writes the rules, but he writes the physics behind the dice as well. That makes that, sense to mm, me. Yeah. That yes, said, yeah, as well, after logical. playing that game with Jay and watching how Jay played that game, even just the small way he moved his models, mm. made me feel very comfortable in him being the one behind the rules and him being the one writing the yeah, rules. Yeah, that is good as well. Because yeah. honestly, it felt like I was playing you, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm serious. I've I, got I, the more compliments this episode <laughs> than I ever have before. Yeah, yeah, and I've done I, nothing you at know all. This is all a ploy to get you to Articon, yeah. right? <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't. You have to come next. I, I am going to try. But then you won't win it. Doesn't matter. You can't. Doesn't, then you won't doesn't win matter. It. Oh man. I, oh, I, I, I when I saw Jay move his models and you know position around the, just set that up and just the small like one millimeter was all it was that Bob managed to get into that combat. And just mm. watching him being able to do exactly the same stuff that I've seen you do, that I've done, and seen other members in that community. I'm thinking Andrew as well, <laughs> you know, Lockie and stuff like that. How they've played and how they've done these very intricate moves, and watch someone who's writing the rules do that. Mm. No, that is that's good. That yeah, is that's very positive. That's a really, yeah, yeah. yeah that, 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 that makes me feel good as well because I didn't know really anything about Jay. He's just sort of name popped up as someone who's going to be the writer, and my. Shock was just how young he is, quite frankly. So at first, sure. I thought, "Ooh, this is a bit nerve wracking." But no, I feel very comfortable with that now. And mm. like, I haven't disliked anything he's put out so mm. far since he's been part of the team. And in the past, I've sort of lent on maybe that was Adam's experience. But no, it probably is Jay as well. Like the Jay's been playing been lots for of home a runs. very long time. Yeah, and I had a very long mm. chat with Jay after the game about you know the game and you know how he manages his job and the game and how he keeps his hobby and stuff and. Yeah, he is, he is the person you want behind the rules. That's right. That's and right. he writes a damn fine quiz as well. Yeah, yes. no, I like that yeah. as well. No, that's, that's a full package. We love you, Jay, now. <laughs> <laughs> but just to touch on one other thing as well that sure. um, Matt was talking about with the whole feeling like I disappointed people. Oh, like, we were on the train on the way oh back to God. London and I'm I'm just I'm just reading a book or something, you know, just passing <laughs> the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and Kylie, about an hour in, an hour of silence, because I was reading and she seemed to be doing her own thing, she turns to me and just said, yeah, I could have played that game better. I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Have you been thinking about that this entire yeah. time? Yeah, of course I have. <laughs> I'll never stop thinking about it. Yeah. It no, honest, just until next year. You'll be up there again. Don't worry. It, honestly, it took me until last Thursday when I... The, basically, the day we got back and yep. on a whim, I, 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 for some reason, I decided to go to uni that day for whatever reason. I thought that was a good idea. Afterwards, I went, screw it. I'm going to go to Games Night at Cheltenham like I do every other Thursday. And the moment I walked through the door, every single person in that game's workshop, because I'm a regular there, stood up and clapped. And that's the point. <gasps> when I was, able was it to like the scene in The Return of the King where like the hobbits you come up? No you about to know. <laughs> it honestly felt like it. it <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. And that's kind of yeah. when yeah. I realized 
Oh, that shit. was our yeah. I got, I got second place in the world's biggest SPGA tournament. No, we, we owe you so much because as as an Australian team, I say, I say that as a we, because you have legitimized all the stuff we do that is so different to everyone else. Yeah, because I'll tell you what, when when Kylie was announced second place and walked up onto the stage, and we we started an Aussie chant. Yep. And I was leading that chant. Oh, yes. And we had Cameron and Josh joining me, but I definitely heard some voices from around the room joining in with the oi, oi, oi. Yeah. So we, we made a few fans, I think. I think, and so. I think you made a few fans, Kylie. Yeah. I think well, that's I for sure. I have. Yeah. Oh, no, I think you have. I think you have. And hopefully they become listeners. So, yeah. so fingers yeah. crossed, yeah. because we love to ha- continue we, to chat we with them. We spruiked the cast as much as I would allow Kylie to do. That's it. That's yeah. it. And, and look, behind <laughs> the scenes, and if you've got this far, you deserve to know this, behind the scenes... The, the people who are doing the heavy producing roles are really looking into ways we can get some chats with these people because we would love to have a Tobias on or someone like that on. So, Absolutely. So we are looking into it. We are doing our utmost to, to make that happen because for the future of the podcast, I think it's it's got to go global. Yep. You've yeah, gone global. Maybe we do. Yeah. Back mm. from our long days of having just Matt as our only listener. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> now there's like at least two others. <laughs> there's at least two others. <laughs> I've got no idea. I don't even trust the Uncloud's <laughs> stats. It's weird. Uh, yeah. So the expectations for the tournament. You exceeded them. You exceeded your expectations. How do I think I went? I think I I got a passing grade, yeah. I would say. Oh, I, more than I a passing was, grade. No, I, I was happy with what I ended up on, especially after the start that I'd had. Um, I wouldn't have wanted to do any less than what I did manage to do. Yeah. So I, on in that regard, a pass. Mm. Yeah. Yourself, Kylie? I came in this tournament with one goal to kind of... Be the champion of the world. <laughs> Solve world peace. <laughs> Came in one goal to... This is the world we live in now. We don't want world peace. It's not profitable. (laughs) You know that. I came in with the goal to kind of promote the Australian community and show that... No, you didn't. You said I want six wins. Your goal was to get six six wins. wins. And the reason why I wanted six wins was to show that our play styles and the way we view the game was not a farce. That it was legitimate. Yeah, and like the way we rolled dice, where we got to get it off the table three times to charge it up, not a fast. Sure, that too. Hundred percent accurate and true. <laughs> Maybe you should have done that on the fifty-fifty roll off. <laughs> oh no, we can't bring that up. Too soon. Too soon. That would. <laughs> Did you see that face she just made? Oh, too soon. <laughs> that, that hurt. That, that one actually. I hurt. just saw the face of the recognition of like, oh my god. I shouldn't. should have. Yes. <laughs> it's like don't ever my core values don't ever go on a fifty fifty roll off <laughs> unless David is channeling it. Charge those dice. <laughs> but yeah. You united our scene. Wow, I've never seen anyone cheer for someone so much. That was so good. We were on like the action on our, our Facebook group and that sort of stuff was insane. Yeah, we were following it. It was fantastic. Yeah, oh, we to and and to so everyone good. that congratulated me, thanked us, was behind not just me but the entire, you know, Oz team. Thank you so much for all your support and stuff. Like Yeah, thanks guys. It, it mm. means a lot when you're in, you know, another country, you know, very mm. far away. Strange from country, home. strange far, almost language. Almost as far away from home as you can physically get mm. and have people from home, you know, cheering you on. That's it's an incredible feeling. Mm. Yeah. That was really good. Really good. Awesome. Really good. We've gone for a bit of a somber mood for it because it's it, you didn't get to the pinnacle, but you got so close and that sort of stuff. But set the bar pretty high for next you set, year. You set the bar really high, but you've got people excited about it, and and people are excited about the game at the moment, and that's really mm. good. Really Definitely, good. and yeah, it's fantastic to see. You know, every second post is like yes, or new. It's either a new person getting into it, yeah, or someone just saying how excited they are to yep. like now more than ever. So, and and that's how I feel about it. I'm very yes. excited about yeah. uh, all, all the new stuff. We've I got can't wait to get to the local store and pull out the Palinor Field stuff, just so we've got in their collection and just play some games in front of people and yeah. start people talking yeah. about it. 
Yeah, I get the shocked looks on the face. People actually play this game. I love it. We always get that. <laughs> it's like powers me up every time. Yeah. Like what? I thought this was dead. Didn't this die like fifteen years ago? Yeah. Like what are you yeah. guys doing here? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think the game, at least, at least for us, the way we play the game is going to change all that much. No, uh, I'm no, changing. Yeah, no, I, I, honest, I totally honestly, agree with that. I, I totally honestly, agree. I don't. The way we played in that tournament, the the strategy and tactics that we use, I don't think are going to be affected hugely by the changes to the rule. Like everyone's saying, like, this is a massive meta shift. Everything that was good before is is no longer yeah. going to be relevant. Because we played rubbish I, now. <laughs> it might be better. At, at I, the... I'm looking at what I took and kind of trying to prove that you don't need magic to win games. You don't need a fell beast to win games. Yeah, you do have 21 might though. <laughs> That's pretty helpful. <laughs> yeah, and that was the way I offset that. And that was kind <laughs> of the style I went in. There's a good amount of might. You and know, I, I felt like it was a decent meta breaker. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a I good just, army. I just want to put in one final word uh, for myself yep. as team captain. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure when Kylie was telling, was asking me, what kind of list do you think I should run? What should I do? What I'm not, I can't decide. I said, Kylie, I think you do really well when you have a lot of spread out might. Yeah. You, you did back me this. up on this. Back you did me up say on this. this. You said this to me multiple Pretty times. Pretty sure. Yeah, you know, you were, were you were words. a big favor of that. And we tried some yeah. other ones and it came back to might. You play better with this might. army. Yeah. Yeah. Because you got so options. Essentially, this so was all on me. I think so. I think you're right, Matt. Yeah. I think you're right. Pretty much. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate that you decided to not get the top spot to, to deny Kylie that. Yeah, I know. I felt like it was her turn, really, for yeah, the glory. I think so. I think it's about yeah, time yeah. that she, she... I gave her yeah. minimize as well. I felt like that was the right thing. <laughs> it was kind of cool that you two came back and got top two. Yeah, we, we actually played each other as well. It was in a very close game. Fantastic. Too. Yeah. I took <laughs> out Kylie's fell beast, but couldn't quite kill the ring race, so... Yep. I took yeah. complete filth to that tournament. It was garbage. I, was, I had my Hunter Orcs again. I was playing against another Courage Army. I'm like, <laughs> God, kill me. Now. Oh, well, the, the, the last thing. So uh, I think next time the listeners are going to hear us, it's going to be very soon talking about new rules. Definitely. Yes. As soon yes. as possible. They are, they are leaking out there. We're not going to be the first to get the rules out this no, time. No, I, don't no, think no, no. So. I think there are people already making videos I think there's some people who already have the yeah. books, quite frankly. I don't think we have the books at this point. So. No. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get there, we'll put it out there, and we'll put the Australian take on it as well. So we'll provide something different, and our advice may be of value, probably not. That will be a long series. I think I think we will discuss yeah, everything I've got, in detail. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to, I haven't really touched base with you two about it, but we'll have to touch base how we're actually going to do it and what we yep. prioritise and all that sort of stuff. So sure. there's going to be a lot there. Yep. Yeah, I look forward to it. I really look forward to it. My time yep. is, my schedule's opened up, the production's done, everything's done, I've got some time. I'm going to dig out all my old Lord of the Rings models, the ones that didn't get done in the fellowship days old metal orcs the, yep. the last alliance and I'm going to do something fun awesome all out of print models take that forge world <laughs> all that coming up for you listeners yeah it's going to be fun it's yeah. exciting times never so, boring having said all that I think it's time to sign off I need yeah. to get I some think, amount yeah. of sleep before I go to work yeah we've got to work tomorrow yeah, yeah. 1am in the morning after tomorrow yep. thankfully oh lucky you at least you're driving yeah. so listeners until next time remember positioning tempo resources and traps win games. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Green Dragon Podcast. Please be advised that the Green Dragon Podcast is not suitable for children, the elderly, pregnant women, those with a history of heart conditions, or anyone expecting to receive worthwhile advice. You can contact us on the Green Dragon Podcasts at gmail.com. Yes, it has an S at the end. Or our Facebook page, The Green Dragon Podcast. We do not claim ownership of any works based on J.R.R. Tolkien, New Line Cinema, Warner Brothers, or Games Workshop. This podcast is purely for entertainment. The thoughts, as rare as they are, are solely that of our hosts and guests. 
Farewell, listener, until we meet again.